Hey, are you like me? Have you ever wanted to play your favorite TV game shows right in the comfort of your own home? Well, now you can. Available for the first time at home, you can now play... You don't know me, motherfucker! That's right. You don't know me, motherfucker! ...is now available for home entertainment where you can play against family and friends. But the fun doesn't stop there. Try these new expansion packs. Eat my fucking shit out of my fucking ass! And then there's my personal favorite. You don't fucking know me, so suck my dick. That's right, it's fun for all ages, but it's not available in stores, so you're going to have to dial that number on your screen. Dial right now. If you dial right now, you'll also get free shipping. You don't know who the fuck I am. Eat my fucking shit! Episode 132. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Are, are, are you ready for the only podcast hotter than a human torch? It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. Jake's still fucking with his mic. (laughs) (laughs) My mic will sound better the same day after it's uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the Leftovers. leftovers. Yay, that was fun. There you go. A little Three Musketeers fucking (laughs) all for one, one for all bullshit going on there. Yeah. That was fun. I feel so united now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, let's see here. So, yeah, uh, your neighbor hit my fucking car. Yep, that happened. (laughs) That was a thing. Out on the porch, enjoying the the brisk wind, yeah. smacking us in the face. It's windy as fuck here. Yeah, it's windy as it's fuck windy here. as all fuck here. And uh, sitting on the porch, and then you know, uh, enjoying it, and all of a sudden, your neighbor starts backing out of his drive. Yeah, and I'm watching him, and he's not stopping. No, he didn't stop. Car's getting closer. <laughs> this is what it's like when two worlds collide. <laughs> Boom! Hits my fucking car. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I can't have my fucking car looking good for like, uh, two months. No. Somebody's gotta fucking hit it all the time. So he hits it, and then I get his insurance card. Yeah. I gotta go to church. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I don't have time for that. I got no time. I got no time. <laughs> I was trying to repound off your car to get to church faster. <laughs> I was trying to use the trajectory, yeah. bouncing off your car. It's like pool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a right side corner church. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. Man, I missed all that too. I was late to the party. Yeah. I was hoping he would have hit your car. <laughs> I know if I'd have got here first, I'd have been parked where you're at. Bam. Then you would have got to meet Jay's neighbor. <laughs> yeah, nice way to meet him. Hi Daniel. Nice to meet yeah. you. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah. Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> 
Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Daniel. That's yeah. that's what we ought to name the episode. Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> got a lot of Dan's involved with this podcast. Yeah, we yeah. do. Dan West. Yeah. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> the other Dan. I was going to say that. The guy that hit your car is the second worst Dan we know. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we got uh, emails this episode, but you know what? I'm not going to read those first. All right. All right. I'm going to save most of those. Uh, divided amongst certain... We're not going to do a full episode this week. We're going to talk about a bunch of shit. Yeah. Wait till the end for email so Jay will freak out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. Jay's not ready for emails. No. <laughs> That was that was uh, yeah that that was a thing that happened last week. Yeah, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, it's funny. Um, <laughs> I didn't know when it was happening though. <laughs> I'm getting that ready for our next break. No, don't. <laughs> Here we go. It's a new game show. Oh shit! Oh, yes. Yay! New game show. It's called. You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Nice. Questions about Jay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Welcome to You Don't Know Me, motherfucker. What is the maximum amount of months a body can be dead? <laughs> and Jay won't fuck it. <laughs> if you go over, you're disqualified. The closest is not going over. To the actual amount of months. Yeah. It's like prices, right? Yeah. Oh my god. That happened last week, man. Oh yeah, I'm really sorry. I regret that. I regret it. Gosh. <laughs> it went like real dark, like real quick. Yeah. Guy calls us a turd out of like loving, you know, like, oh I love your show. And Jay's like, you don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah, I get. You know what? I guess the, the real the real thing about that was is we really didn't know you, Jay. <laughs> Nobody did. Nobody knew that you were gonna do that. We know him better now. So it's like, yeah, we, we <laughs> now we've seen the dark side wow. of, the, of the moon that is Jay. <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. What a fun game show, yeah, though. That, that was good. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay is your host. If you get the answer wrong, he flips out and says, You don't know me, motherfucker! <laughs> uh, I'd watch that game show. Studio audience is like comprised of like five people. Three of them have pissed their pants. <laughs> Yeah, the applause, like, light comes on, and everyone just, like, it's still silence. It's the only game show that has been, that, that has caused PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Some guy fucking, like, walking out in the woods with his girlfriend, all of a sudden, it's like, I, I, I don't know him. <laughs> you don't know me, motherfucker. Yeah. I see Charlie up in the trees. Charlie don't know me, motherfucker. God dang, dude. Uh.
Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty insane. Uh, you're trying to blame it on the vodka. <laughs> Honestly, I think I, you're darker than Bruce Wayne was. <laughs> wow. In Batman v Superman. Oh man. Damn. 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 Gosh. Yeah, a little bit of both. We need the you don't know. We need the you don't know me bumper. Yeah. I was honestly, I wanted to, I wanted to set up like a whole game show with that music and then play that clip of Jay. I might do that next week. That might be fun. Play back that clip. You don't know me, motherfucker. I'm finding that. That's, our next break. I'm finding that. The episode's downloading right oh, God. now. Oh, no. we, we just got a new download. <sighs> All right, guys. Yeah, let's see here. So, hey, uh, what, what's new? Anything new? <sighs> Other than not knowing Jay? <laughs> I don't know him. I should have no. I should have flipped out on your neighbor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. After sure. he hit my car, I should have ran out there. You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> but, yeah, I see you're a friend of Jay. <laughs> and, he, and then he hands me his insurance card. My name's Daniel. Oh, I, I know you now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm about. <laughs> oh my gosh oh damn it yeah yeah bringing things to light <laughs> it's bringing the dark to light yeah Ooh. Mm. yeah no, nothing new on my front <laughs> just been drinking and recovering from being angry that's all <laughs> you seem much happier this week. yeah yeah i'm doing all right yeah jake how you doing <laughs> i'm doing good i'm doing good <laughs> good <laughs> we're recording on a saturday yeah i'm gonna watch the old wrestlemania tomorrow yeah that's right that's why we're recording on saturday yeah Yay. <laughs> Yay. You're not excited for WrestleMania? Not really. No, no big no, no big names on the card. I don't even know the matches. Mm-hmm. So it's all new it's all new to me. Okay. The last thing I watched was the Royal Rumble and I haven't watched ten seconds of WWE mm-hmm. since. So mm. yeah. kind of makes it more fun that way. You watch it every week and it's like the same old predictable shit. Right. So you just jump in on WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble, it's like, oh wow, this is going on now. Yeah. Last year this guy we booed, this year we cheer. You know, yeah, same old shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I don't, I don't follow any of that. I haven't, I haven't followed. Wrestling Did you watch? Were you a wrestling kid when you were a kid? Oh yeah, absolutely. I was too. Yeah. Oh yeah, had oh, the yeah. toys. We both had the toys. Yeah. And- I had like a fucking Ultimate Warrior Trapper Keeper and shit when yeah. I was a kid. Oh, he was definitely one of my favorites. And oh man, my fi- and like uh, I loved like you know Macho Man would always talk about cream of the crop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ultimate Warrior was always like, you don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that caught me off guard. Shaking those turnbuckles and shit. <laughs> you don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, you'd cut a mean promo. <laughs> Get Vince on the phone. You need this guy as your manager. You don't know me, Mean Gene. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Jay in the uh, as the uh, the main lead in in a Back to the Future film. Uh, whenever somebody called Marty a chicken, he would react like a normal person. Jay, on the other hand, Biff calls him a turd. Movie's over. <laughs> Jay, Jay just goes fucking full Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse and rips his throat out. End of the fucking movie. Doc, no, Doc, yeah, no trilogy. <laughs> Doc Brown just visits him in the fucking 1955 prison. <laughs> and that's the end of the fucking movie. Jesus Christ, Jay. <laughs> I I hope to live that down someday. <laughs> and instead of you know at the at the end of the movie where it said you know to be continued, 
it, it would just say, now we know this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, no, you do not. <laughs> yeah, the end, after credit scene. I ripped through the credits. You still don't know me. <laughs> uh, okay. This is, the, this, is, this is the part of the show I'm worried about, Jake. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Hmm. Should be interesting. I don't know. Should be interesting. Man, I'm not. I don't know. Are we jumping right to it? I guess we are. Oh, here we go. All right. This show, uh, we have a sponsor. Oh, man. Uh, and I know this is one thing that we talked about in the past, not having a sponsor. <laughs> we do have a sponsor now. Yeah. Uh, I had somebody contact me. It's a company, and uh, it's stuff that we kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of in our field. Yeah. yeah. Our wheelhouse. Our wheelhouse. Um <laughs> One of the questions that I had for the company was, uh, you know, do you give to charity and things like that? And they, they said that they do donate. Uh, it's a box. It's a subscription box company, and they do donate boxes to children. So I thought that's a great cause. And uh, our listeners have the choice. If this is something that they're interested in, they can check it out. Uh, but we're going to open the box here. It's from One Up Box. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. So so many of our listeners right now are just like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> I can't believe they're actually doing Did this. Did they have a theme this month? Uh, it's the March box. Uh, every box is going to be packed with pop culture, gaming, comic book related goodies. Uh, there's a theme each month. Uh, I don't know what March's theme was, but here's the first item. Jake. Oh, it's a, what Leon- do we have? It's a Leonardo stuff. Like plushy doll. Actually, I'll have you go through the items. Oh, all right. There we go. What do you think about that? It's a Leonardo doll. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. It's not Donatello. Oh. <laughs> no, you know, Leo's probably my favorite. Leo's your fave? Yeah. Yeah. Raphael's definitely my favorite. Yeah. Oh, wow. Each of us have a different favorite Ninja Turtle. Yep. Yeah. No, no, no love for Michelangelo. It's probably Frank's. Yeah. Michelangelo was cool when I was a kid, but yeah. like, you know, once I became like a teenager, I liked the edgy Raphael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michelangelo and his childish antics. My yeah. favorite episode was the episode where Raphael like grabbed Leonardo and was like, you don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> Raphael was actually kind of like that. He was kind of like that. He was kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, we got to come on, so, MJ. <laughs> If if I don't know if they're giving out all the turtles this month, but if you get two boxes and one of those boxes has Raphael and Leonardo in it, you can reenact that whole scene. <laughs> you don't know me, motherfuckers. The theme of this month's uh, one-up box. Yeah, it, lo- it looks like that. Uh, the theme is verses of this month's box. Oh, okay. And it looks like you could have got a random twenty-five percent chance of getting whichever turtle. Uh, so okay. everyone gets a different turtle there. Yeah. So we got Jay's favorite. So we can we can hook Jay up with the Leonardo. Uh, save the shirt for last. Save the shirts the shirt are, for last. yeah, shirts are the. You're a shirt last guy. Oh, yeah. Looks like Sh- we a have shirtless a, uh... guy. I don't wear a shirt right now. Oh <laughs> shit! We got a Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Oh wow! Combined pin. Nice. Actually, I kind of kind of like that. I, I'm a not cool a big pin. pin guy, but yeah, I actually kind of like that. They mixed the uh, Wonder Woman logo in there with Superman, Batman. Cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's yeah. super nice. It looks like I don't not know what that is. It looks like shoelaces with. Different symbols on them. There's like a crown, a snake. Okay, there is a chance in every box you'll get cracked, and uh, this is one of those cases. Some 
some shoelaces Other here. Su- super, <laughs> super shoelaces. When competing against your fiercest rival, lace up and prepare to kick some giant butt. Well, I really don't think, you know, I can under, like, Lance Armstrong was using, like, the growth hormones. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he was doing the Tour de France and he won for, like, how many years? Like, seven years straight? Yeah. yeah. I don't think wearing laces is going to help you uh, in Call of Duty anytime <laughs> yeah. soon. So You'll kick um, some serious giant butt. No, I don't think so. They shouldn't tell people that. No, actually, you might get <laughs> your, your, your you might you might get your ass kicked for wearing these is what I think the meaning is. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next item. It looks like we got a a pad vault notes. It says I think it's like Fallout, uh-huh. like the little Vault Boy Fallout. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I some I kind of wish the bottom would have fell out of this box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess that's pretty crap. <laughs> yeah, you can leave little notes for yourself, like... Uh, Why did I buy this box? Unsubscribe for April, you know? <laughs> a little reminder. That's a fun thing to do with that. <laughs> and then we have face-off magnets. It looks yeah. like there's a red one and a blue one. Oh, it's uh, red versus blue, isn't it? Is, is that it, what it is? Is it, is it Halo, the red versus blue? Yeah, I think that's correct. That is it. So, there we go. Hmm. And then we have... Yeah, it's red versus blue. I like red versus blue. It's pretty I, funny. I have those DVDs. It's I, funny. Yeah, I think those are great. And then we got a button with the theme on it, the versus button. The ver- oh, Ooh. yeah. It looks like red versus blue, getting ready to duke it you out. Can put that on your, you can put that on your, uh, your little... Uh, uh, subscription box uh, vest. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it, like, like, like. Uh, what is it? The, the what is it? The boys. What, what are the Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like your like sash or whatever. Yeah, your little sash. Yeah, it's a nice breaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can put it on your sash, and then you can sashay around the neighborhood <laughs> with, all, with all your little buttons. Sashay with your sash, <laughs> and get your ass kicked for wearing those laces. And then we have the shirt. There is the shirt. Huh. Uh, it's Wonder Woman breaking up a fight between an angry Batman and Superman. Batman's like, you don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> Batman is exactly like that. I like that shirt. That's pretty yeah, cool. It's not a bad shirt. It's actually a nice shirt. I'm yeah. impressed by that shirt. And that's a one-up box uh, original. You can only get that through one-up box. Yeah, yeah. I. this is a lot better than the one-up box shirts I'd seen in previous boxes. Yeah. I like that they finally stopped putting the name one-up box on their exclusive shirts. Nice, yeah. So that's a step up. That's very cool. That is nice. Actually, I think, I mean, you get six things in here. I like three of them, to be quite honest with you. Is it six or is that seven? Uh, no, that's six. Six. Six things. I like the shirt. The buttons, the the pin is kind of cool, um, and I like the red versus blue, uh, the notepad and the shoelaces and the turtle. You can throw those in the old bonfire. <laughs> yeah, I I am a big fan of the pin and the button. Yeah, and the magnets are okay. You don't like the shirt? I not. I mean, I wouldn't wear it. I'm yeah. not the biggest Batman Superman guy. Yeah, it's kind of you know. I don't know. Not my style. Hmm. I like it. I like the shirt a lot. Cool well, shirt. Yeah, we'll take pictures of everything, throw it up on uh, Facebook for everybody to check out, and uh, you can get your first month for only $9.92. Nice. Uh, you have to use the uh, coupon code POPCULTURE to do that. Uh, after that, it is less than $13 plus shipping, uh, and they guarantee an epic one-box 
uh, one up box exclusive t-shirt that you will not find anywhere else in Jake. Like you said, it doesn't say one up box on it. Yeah, I'm impressed this by that. Not, so. That was my biggest complaint about previous one up boxes was that yeah. they were shilling their own company right in the t-shirt. Yeah, but you, if you want to try it out, first box is only nine ninety two when you use the code pop culture. Wow, we've got our own coupon code. Yeah, nice. you can also use the coupon code SELLOUT. <laughs> PCL SELLOUT. <laughs> PCL SELLOUT. Too bad we couldn't have made that our coupon code. Yeah, it's, I, actually I could have. I could have told her anything. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That would have been good. That would have been funny. <laughs> Might have her change it. No, but use pop culture if you want to check out some of these things. But uh, I, I, one of the first questions I asked them was like, do you do anything as far as charity-wise? And they said, yeah, we donate these boxes to children. And I thought that that was great. Otherwise, yeah. I had no reason to do this. Yeah, it'll and be interesting to great. see if any of our listeners jump on this. Yeah, yeah. So we'll show these. We'll show all this stuff on the on the episode. So uh, we are gonna be jumping into uh, Daredevil and Good Pop, Bad Pop, and all that stuff here real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. But first thing I want to do is just read a quick email uh, from Finn Deets Creek. Okay. Ah, Finn, and it's uh, titled. Yo, yo, yo. Hmm. Yo, yo, yo. You don't know me. (laughs) (laughs) It does not say that. (laughs) But it's it's titled Yo, yo, yo. And I just think it's weird that a 16 year old sounds more like, uh, like, like somebody my age trying to be cool. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Not a good sign for him. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what are you, what are you going to be saying when you're my fucking age? (laughs) He's going to be saying shit like, you don't know me, motherfucker. It all started with yo-yo-yo for me, yeah, too. Yo-yo-yo, so. <laughs> the gateway drug to you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, so he says, yo-yo-yo. <laughs> hey, Leftovers, just wanted to write in and say that I love the show and keep up the good work. Your most throw- throwable listener, Finn. Ah, nice. No, what, it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Why even send that? True, true. That's the whole email? That's a whole fucking email. Oh, I was like waiting for more. Nothing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Guess Finn. Th- thanks for checking in, Finn. Yeah. <laughs> is there somebody who was that? Yeah, somebody just wandering Somebody's, around. Is that? Uh, no, that's not my neighbor. I don't know who that is. Weird. <laughs> we just. I'm, I'm I calling nine one one. No, I just saw somebody outside, like wandering around yeah. <laughs> aimlessly. It's a weird day. Somebody suffering from amnesia, <laughs> <laughs> just walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Let's go yell at him. Are you going to church? (laughs) I'm going to ask him if he wants to. There he is again. There he is again. He's looking at the house. He's looking at windows. Yeah. I'm kind of freaked out. I'm going to give him these laces. (laughs) Or maybe use those laces to, like, choke him out. That's true. There he goes. That was weird. I'm going to pause. I'm kind of freaked out. Let's make sure he leaves. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, we're back. We took a quick pause there. You guys didn't know that. No. 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 Now you you do. (laughs) I did what I promised on that first break. What, what was that? I found that that clip. Oh yeah, yeah. And so we had the guy like ch- like walking around outside. We yeah. beat his ass. <laughs> Jay was like, "You don't know me, motherfucker." <laughs> He's hog tied right over there in the, in the living room. We'll have fun with him later. Yeah. We'll take some Polaroids of him and then give it to uh, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for a flashback? Yeah, let's let's flash back to last week. That's that's in. These kids use that as like a negative. That's like a that's like a derogatory term. Yeah. So I should so I should embrace this guy. I no, should, I should, I'm, not embr- I'm not embracing I'm not him. Say, that's I'm just I'm saying, saying I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying turd is good. I'm saying 
just hey, say bro. Hey, any motherfucker that doesn't know who I am or Brian or Jake, you can call me a fucking turd all day. You don't fucking know me, so suck my dick. I don't give wow. a fuck. Wow. I don't wow. give a fuck. Wow. I don't give a shit. You don't know me, motherfucker. You never spent time with me. Eat my fucking shit out of my fucking ass. I don't give a fuck. You guys next sentences. Can I tell you how much I love Jay? Let me, let me deflate your fucking bullshit. You don't know who the fuck I am. Eat my fucking shit. Wow. Don't care. Don't know, don't care. Wow. I think this would be a great time to bring up this week's sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> One-up box, guys. Remember to use that code pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of it? No more. <laughs> this week's sponsor is brought to you by... No, I'm kidding. You're all backed up with the shit that you're eating. All right, all right. <laughs> when you're all backed up with the shit that you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> you don't know me. Mother, you can eat the you shit right out of my ass. Out of my fucking ass. I'll hand you the spoon. <laughs> The fucking shit out of my what fucking What a crazy ass. episode. We got Jacob fucking going <sighs> like uh, hard as a motherfucker there. And then later on, fucking Dan West is talking about, you know, <laughs> bapping Wonder Woman's titties around like it's a fucking speed bag in a Rocky film. Yeah. Fucking nuts. I know, man. <laughs> wow. Crazy episode. Yeah. I need to put a leash on these people we have on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You don't know me, motherfucker. You know, you can eat the shit right out of my asshole. I'll hand you the fucking spoon, motherfucker. You don't know me. Don't forget to buy those one-up boxes. (laughs) Buy them by the handful. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Remember to use the uh, the code motherfucker. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me, motherfucker, and you get ten percent off your first box. <laughs> oh, this is one of those episodes. We're never gonna get nothing done. No, no. <laughs> you don't know. Damn it! All right, guys, let's move on to good pop. Bad. Oh, you know I got another story for you. You know what I've been doing recently? What's that? I. You know what I've been I've been going to an actual butcher to get my meat. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Prices are fucking great. Have you ever been to one? No. You should, man. The meat's so much better and shit. Yeah. I'm not kidding you, dude. Local. It's uh yeah local where I live. Man, it's like uh, I get like fucking like uh, chicken, and I got pork, uh, pork tenderloins and shit today. Nice, man, dude, it's so good. And like the prices, like for like what you're paying at, like I don't know wherever you wherever you go, if you're going to Walmart, Kroger, most people won't get their meat at those kind of places anyway. Yeah. But if you're going to like those places to get your meat, you can get the same meat and better. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's so yeah. good. I've been getting like the chicken breast. It's so fucking juicy. It's so good. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I should do that. I, I just have such phobia about having to talk to somebody about cutting the meat, you know? I don't even go to the deli. No, my place has it all, like, like all, like, I'm not getting, like, slices and shit. They already have, like, the meat prepared. It's oh. sitting out. I just say, dude, I want fucking 
the chicken breast and I went like I got like a pound of bacon. Yeah. Oh, the bacon's so good, dude. Wow, it's got to be better than that packaged shit. It's so good. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, you should smart def- move. Definitely just go to one and check out the prices. And like, once you like eat it, you cannot go back and eat the other shit. Mm. So use good. the code pop culture. <laughs> use the code pop culture for ten percent, ten percent off your first order. Just tell them like, you don't know meat, motherfucker. <laughs> you don't know meat. You don't know meat. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, well, we do, though. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're professional butchers. Sir, I'm actually a butcher. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. We know meat very well. I know all the best cuts and everything else. <laughs> You're crazy. Jake's like, you can eat shit right out of my ass. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I see why you don't like those personal one-on-ones. Jake. Yeah, they get heated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no wonder. Jeez. Take it down a notch. Wow. Not good with people. <laughs> Dial it down. Jesus. <laughs> guy just wants he's there to serve you and you're like you don't know meat motherfucker (laughs) very contrary to what he does know he's there for a reason it all comes back (laughs) yeah i know again we got away from it and within like two minutes we're right back there what's nice what's nice about like the butcher too is it's like you go into walmart or these places and there's like so many people around there mm. oh, yeah. you go in there it's like you catch them at a good time there's like nobody in there yeah that's i like that yeah. i like the sound of that a lot yeah i wear headphones when i go into walmart i don't want to I, I do the same thing yeah i wear headphones and i listen to something because i i can't like you got kids crying you got you know couples arguing people farting no i don't <laughs> <laughs> That's just be me. <laughs> Some guy in the fucking soda aisle screaming, You don't know me, motherfucker! <laughs> Jim, we got another one in the produce section. <laughs> He's yelling about not knowing him. <laughs> Yet again. That guy again. Jeez. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> you, you turned into that guy last week. I know. You know? The Incredible Hulk. No, it's like you, you're like like a YouTube sensation. <laughs> like one of those guys like on the fucking subway that just flips out that people record and they throw it up on YouTube. You turned into that guy last week. Damn it. And like the t- title of the YouTube video would be You Don't Know Me, Motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, yeah, here he is. Fucking 10 million views. 10 million views. <laughs> I don't want to be known. Damn, I should have been recording. <laughs> No. I, I'd love to read the comments section. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that one. I actually do know him. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't, motherfucker. <laughs> we were in first grade together. Then they come out with, like, auto-tune remix songs. <laughs> you don't know me, motherfucker. Jake, yeah, do that when we get back. <laughs> we'll take our first break, and I, I want a You Don't Know Me auto-tuned song. Nice. From you. <laughs> All right? Well, I got it. Okay. All right, we're going to move on this week to uh, our first segment, Good Pop, Bad Pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. All right, Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Sometimes we rate these things. If this is your first time listening to our show, you don't know us, motherfucker. (laughs) So we want you to be familiar with our rating system. Here it is. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, so toss it, 
taste it Tupperware. That's the rating system. So w- simple. So simple. I wanted to talk uh, this week. First thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm hoping you guys have seen it. If not, I'll have you watch it. Uh, it's a it's a new movie. It's out now, but it's in select theaters in select cities. Uh, the nearest city to me was playing in Chicago, so I was like, I am not driving 155 miles to see this movie. But uh, it's called Midnight Special. Okay. Yeah, I've not heard of it. Oh, okay. It stars, listen to this cast, Michael Shannon, Joel Edgerton, uh, Adam Driver, Kirsten Dunst, and Sam Shepard. Wow. Uh, It's written and directed by Jeff Nichols, who I had looked up Jeff Nichols, what he's done. I guess he directed Mud and wrote Mud. He wrote and directed this. Okay. I've never seen Mud. It's a Matthew McConaughey movie. I guess it was okay. Kind of like an indie film. Mm -hmm. I think our new Spider-Man Tom Holland was in that, or was it? No, no, no. It was the new Cyclops. Okay. That kid. He was in Mud. Uh, here's the synopsis for Midnight Special. A father and son go on the run after the dad learns his child possesses special powers. So I saw the trailer. Looks amazing. Uh, if you like movies like Starman, mm. I think like this might be kind of like a movie you might want to see. Nice. I'm hoping our listeners – I'm hoping this is going to be like a wide release – and if any of our listeners are in an area where they're playing Midnight Special and you get a chance to see it, let me know what you thought about it, whether you toss it, taste it, or Tupperware. This is one I'm really looking forward to. I want you guys to watch the trailer, and then we can kind of talk about it here real quick. All right, let's do it. All right, hey, we are back. You guys got a chance to check out the trailer. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this? Does is, is, is it seem like a movie that you'd want to see? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. It really does. It yeah. seems like a really like deep sci-fi movie. Absolutely. So yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, very much. I want to know more. What's up with that glowing light on the kid's hands? And yeah. Shit? Like, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's... okay. And there's a part where you see, like, something, like, falling from the sky. It didn't look like anything that the military was u- would use. Does it look like something this kid has conjured up? Yeah. Well, or somebody's attacking that area or that or the planet itself maybe he's there to stop this attack whatever that is you know yeah that's true so i mean yeah we don't know anything else you know maybe that's his purpose maybe the government kind of catches on to it too and and they find out about him somehow i don't know yeah i don't know i I hope that maybe that's not the story that there's like some bigger like independence day kind of shit going on that it's that it's strictly just like a personal story between the military after this child Mm -hmm. and the parents you know trying to i think i'm guessing kirsten dunst is the mother yeah and then michael shannon's the father yeah seems like seems like adam driver's character is like kind of like in the middle of this because it seems like he's helping them but it seems like he's also in that interrogation room with the boy that white room Uh yeah it seemed like he was like a scientist or something yeah 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 so like he might be like the the expert in this field but also might feel for the family for them take because he says something like i know where they're taking them right they're taking him and Watch this trailer. Uh, it was a good amazing. trailer. It was very intriguing and not too revealing, right. which drives me crazy about right. trailers. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Just enough to make me want to see it, but not enough to where I know like the f- all three acts of the movie. Exactly. The, the, like the last year, there was a movie that I didn't watch any trailers for, uh, Room, mm-hmm. which I'm glad I didn't because had I watched the trailers for Room, I would have found out things that happened in the third act that I – didn't want to know mm-hmm. this felt like it gives you just enough of that science fiction element without explaining anything yeah. to kind of like make you want to watch this movie um so, yeah good point with room like i didn't even know that third act would exist yeah yeah 
So I thought it was just all about like them trying to get out. And yeah, I didn't know like there was a. Whole hey, hey, hey! Don't oh, tell yeah. anybody else that hasn't seen the movie. And Han dies. Don't, 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 we're we're talking about how you go in like you know fresh in that one, and you're just like ah fuck that. Let's, I'll let our listeners know. They deserve to know. Yeah, use the code spoiler pussies and get ten percent off your purchase of room. <laughs> Video on demand. <laughs> so definitely, if you're in a city that's playing Midnight Special, I think this could be like uh, last year's Ex Machina, which yeah. is like the, the the sci-fi movie that just like takes you by surprise and you're just kind of blows your dick off. Yeah. You know? Hopefully, it's around this area. Hopefully, it is a wide release later because mm-hmm. man, it looks really fucking awesome. Uh, what did you guys have? I've, I've got more, but what did you guys have for me this week? Um, I wanted to talk about briefly The Path. Uh, this is the new Hulu series that they have, uh... Oh, that came out! Yeah. With uh, the Breaking Bad dude. Yeah, Aaron Paul yeah. Is, is the main character Holy shit! I, I was like, they kept having, like, uh... Uh, trailers for that while I was watching eleven twenty two sixty three, and I was like, "Oh, you got to make note of watching that," and mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> That's all right, man. Um, it's only two episodes right now, so you can catch up real quick. Um, they premiere on Wednesdays, so you can watch. Yeah, it if you're Wednesday. not watching Hulu, man, they've got some like great programs that are coming out. Like their new commercials, they're like wanting people to know like what they've got coming out. Their new commercials are like, "You don't know Hulu, motherfucker." <laughs> And then they show you like clips from like this show, The Path, and then eleven twenty two sixty three, and some other Hulu originals. Yeah. And like that's their whole like that's their whole slogan this year is you don't know Hulu, motherfucker. <laughs> it's a good slogan. It's a great slogan. You can, you can eat the Hulu out of our ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us about the old path. Um, <laughs> it, it very much. Uh, <laughs> It very much reminded me of uh, shows like Lost and the, and the Leftovers. Um, it starts off in a very um, chaotic situation that they do not fully explain, um, even through these two episodes. They kind of tell you that there was a, uh, a tornado or some other natural catastrophe in this area of the United States, um, and you're, you're brought into a, a trailer park that's just totally in chaos. People are trying to drink water where they can't get it. It's dirty water. They can't drink it. So they've been in this situation for a while after this disaster. And then you have um, this group come in in these vans with the big eye on it. You've all seen those in the, in mm-hmm. the previews. They always have this big eye as the symbol, you know, kind of for the show. Um, this group's called The Light, very reminiscent of Scientology. And you learn more about them in these next two seasons too, but, or these next, these two episodes as well. But, um, nothing is truly fleshed out. We're introduced to, of course, Aaron Paul's character and his family who live within this commune. This, this light organization has created its own commune. And they, they basically save these people from this catastrophe to kind of, let others know that, hey, we're out there. We're here to help people. Um, and then you're, you're brought into the whole mythology of where they came from, what their beliefs are, and it's all very strange. Um, there's definitely a lot of... Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if I necessarily call it sci-fi, but it feels very sci-fi at times, much like Lost, where you okay. see flashback scenes and you see things that don't really make sense in the real world. And so th- there's a little bit of that going on, but that's also brought up by... Um, 
an ayahuasca experience that Aaron Paul's character had on one of the retreats. He's kind of like a high-rung member of this organization at this point. He goes on a retreat, does some ayahuasca, and well, he... I, I, what does that word mean? I don't even Ayahuasca know. is like a... It's like a... It's kind of like a hallucinogenic drug. Yeah, it's what shamans and stuff use to, you know, see the other side. Yeah, okay. you can actually, if you want to, you can go to South America now and go on these ayahuasca tours where they, like... Basically take you like way deep down into the jungle. I mean, and you have to like hike there. I think you boat there and then mm-hmm. you hike there and then you finally get there and it's like groups of people. You take this stuff and I, a lot of people, it induces vomiting. And, yeah. But it, when they say you're done, it's almost like a cleansing and mm-hmm. a lot of people have like epiphanies and like, uh, they make huge life changes and you leave. A totally changed person, like all this stress is like gone from your life. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's I, fucked up. Yeah, uh, uh, Kevin Pereira, who does the Pointless Pod, had an episode. Well, he found out about it from Joe Rogan. Yep, Joe Rogan's done it, and then Kevin Pereira talked with him. I think he talked with him. Yeah, or yeah, and then Kevin Pereira actually went to South America and did this. Did an entire podcast talking about his experience on ayahuasca, mm-hmm. and it is. A phenomenal podcast. It wow. just, it blew my mind, uh, as to what, like, you know, the journey that this fucking, I don't know, drug. Yeah. Took so ayahuasca is the name of the drug? Yeah. It's a root. Yeah. It's a plant. And they, they mix it into a tea and they guide, they have a guide there, you know, an expert, a shaman. And yeah. he'll, he'll guide you through it. Some people have really bad experiences True. on They get yeah, sick. Yeah. Some people leave. They don't come back. They don't the come same. back. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and you just don't do it for one night. It's like, right. it's, it's, it's like a, I think there's like three or four nights where you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, some people don't feel anything, I think. Yeah. You know, so it just depends. Yeah. Uh, but, but I know that I think Kevin, I think the first night he didn't get it as much, but like the second night it just like, whoa. Yeah. You know, so. It's right. like seeing, and they bring it up in this episode, he, he feels like he saw the truth. And so this whole time he's been living under this organization, which, again, they don't fully explain yet why he's there, why he got there in the first place. There's just little hints of things. They don't explain a lot in these first two episodes. Very mysterious, much like Lost, where I'm just like, God, I, I want to know what's going on. Where did this start? Where is it going? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he has this experience where he kind of wakes up to the fact that the light – that he's in might it might be bullshit this organization that he's in they didn't know him motherfucker right (laughs) Right. you know (laughs) so and that turns into more and more of the Scientologist stuff where you have people starting to call these guys a cult you know they don't know what their true motives are and and the the leader of the cult um, it's it's one of the the guys from Defiance um, uh, which I didn't see much uh, not Defiance um, Hannibal he was in Hannibal Mm. which I don't did you guys watch Hannibal no no okay well Hugh Dancy from Hannibal, he plays the kind of cult leader, um, and his character's very strange. He's he's almost he he knows how to talk to people really well. He's you know great at making friends and all that shit. But I, he has a really you know a weird dark side. So you have um, him trying to go out more and more into the world with this kind of weird persona and introducing himself. And of course, the government becomes now aware of this group. And it turns into this, you know, what is the light? They are, we think they're a problem. Did you watch the whole series? Just the two episodes. That's all oh, you can okay. watch. So they're only dropping it one yeah. episode at a time. And then there's going to be 10 total. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks really interesting. It's really, it's really shot very well. The cinematography is very surreal. Um, Hulu stepped up their game. It's amazing how well it's, it looks. Yeah. Um, and Aaron Paul's fucking, this is, 
definitely his shining, some of his most shining performances. Nice. I didn't think he was a great actor from Breaking Bad. I thought he was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really shows himself in Yeah, this. he needs, I, I think this is a, probably a great route for him to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've seen him try to make the jump into movies. He did the, the, the Moses, no, yeah, the Moses movie, and mm-hmm. they gave him like a bit part in that. Yeah, he was in the dumb video game car movie. God, what was that called? Uh, I don't Video know. game car movie. Don't remember. Yeah, that. it was like the Ridge Racer movie or Speed Racer. No, mm-hmm. oh, that was yeah. I don't remember that. But yeah, he he really shines in this. He has a lot. Oh, of great I know scenes. what you're talking about. Uh, Need for Speed. Need for Speed. Yeah. You know what? I think like uh, I think it made a lot of money though. Did it really? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, or maybe just like I knew a couple people that liked it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, based off the video game Need for Speed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, but I, you know, I don't want to give away too much. There's a lot of interesting stuff that I can't tell you guys. What are you rating it? Uh, it's so far, it's a taste it. Okay. Um, I I think it's going to get better though the okay. further they get into this. So again, very much if you like Lost and you like Leftovers, I know you'll dig this just from the get go. So yeah, check I feel that like out. I have to check this out. Yeah, I, I'm talking to you. <laughs> if, if you like if you, if you like these shows, which are your favorite fucking shows, right. then you need to check this out. Right. Yeah. All right. All right, Jay. I'm in. It, yeah, but if it doesn't live up the loss jake's not gonna like it. well here's what i'll say like don't get your hopes up that crazy high but it, it reminds me of it it's re- there's reminiscent things about uh the hopefully theme. it's not based off a book jake's read right yeah, <laughs> yeah. No shit. automatic toss it <laughs> yeah very interesting uh, yeah it was kind of out of the blue too and yeah. i just kind of caught it i was like oh cool i can watch this now is so, eleven twenty two sixty three over yet no. no i think it's got one more episode Getting, yeah it's got to be one more with yeah. how much they covered well and, i mean it's they are at that date now yeah they're it's, hours away it's the morning Morning of eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah. So yeah, for me it is. Ooh. That was a cool last episode. I, I I really liked the last. I've liked it all, but that last episode was great. You know, so it's a good setup for this. They covered a lot of time. Yeah, which was cool. So yeah. it's cool. You think they'll stick the landing? I think so. I don't know, man. I really have no clue. I don't know how it's going to end. I don't. Know. I don't either. But uh, so far, yeah, it looks like they're they're heading the course for that. You know, all the you know what I really realized. You mentioned Franco's kind of weak sometimes. I agree. Yeah, yeah, he is. The supporting cast, though. Wow, I I realized I focused more on them this time around yeah, instead of yeah, him. Yeah, they're so phenomenal. Yeah, the lady that plays Miss Mimi, oh, she's man. great. Um, and then uh, the 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 principal yeah. of the school is great. Um, the the girl that plays his girlfriend is just fantastic. Oswald man. too, man. Yeah. So. Such a uh, man. her husband though that was just a weird character. Yeah, yeah, Who's that? it was the guy that played the love interest husband. Um, the one that took him to like the meat factory or whatever. No, no, that was uh, that was oh, her, his, her ex husband. Yes, they're, they're still married. They're but, still married. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. she's just wanting him to sign the papers. Yeah, he's weird. Yeah, he's very weird. Does he do the weird shit where he like? Put like the rope on the bed when they were trying to sleep together. <laughs> Is it? Did that happen? No. Huh? No. Oh, okay. No. He gets creepy though. <laughs> if you you haven't seen that, it's very much a Stephen King character. It is. Yeah. No, I, I was out. I, I did three episodes and I was done. For. Okay. Well, yeah, he's he's super weird in that in that last episode that he's yeah. in. Yeah, he do was you, super weird in the book. Do you have anything more for Good Pop Bad Pop? Oh uh, no, no. I, I know you have something. Yeah, just a little something. Okay, I've got two things. So yeah, go ahead with yours. It's fine. Um, I got Star Wars Force Awakens on digital download. 
it was actually available like right before 11 on Thursday. I was mm. like, mm, you know, I'm going to stay up. Maybe this will be available at midnight. Yeah. And I checked. It wasn't even 11 p.m. yet, and it was available to go. Oh, nice. So I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. And so I watched the entire movie again, and then I watched every special feature before I went to bed. I was up to like near 4 in the morning like mm-hmm. watching all the fucking special features and shit. And I just wanted to go over a few of the special features real quick before it comes out for most people on Tuesday. Um, I watched all the deleted scenes, and... I'm going to rate the deleted scenes. They were a toss it for me. Hmm. Like the whole lot of them. Oh, which is good probably that they were deleted. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of them aren't even like completed like the effects and everything. Like there's this whole like snow speeder chase part with snow troopers. Yeah, yeah, we went over these yeah. on that previous episode. Yeah, they yeah. were and there's not even probably not even 5 minutes worth of material here. Wow. I was kind of really disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I it would have been nice had we got like the uh instead of like uh Poe's transmission was that one of them? Yeah, yeah. If we would have got like Poe actually meeting uh, uh, Naka, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole scene, like him meeting Naka and Naka, him and Naka's speeder, and then battling, you know, because like there's a whole scene mm-hmm. of him, you know, trying to 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 do to get to that transmission, yeah, uh, to get off of. Uh, that that planet of mm-hmm. Jakku. Jakku. Yeah, it was the the deleted scenes were worthless. I yeah. was like, I oh, yawn. It was really yeah. fucking terrible. That sucks. But there is a documentary. It's it's about an hour and ten minutes long on there. Yeah, that takes you through the whole thing from like before JJ was even hired up until the movie's release. And that documentary is a pure Tupperware. Hmm. Like it, I will watch this again at some point, probably in a couple of weeks. Like it was really cool. Like you know that picture they show all the time of all the people reading the script for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Like you're seeing that live, like oh, actual cool. footage. Oh, I gotta watch that from that experience and everything. Um, you see Han and Chewie, or Harrison Ford and Peter May, who's last day on set oh, wow. filming a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and just like that part actually made me like well up and cry. Like just seeing those two hugs. Did they go over how many Chewbaccas they actually used? For yeah, the movie? they talk about that. Is it four or seven? It was is it between. It was just the two guys, from what they said. Ooh, I thought there was like at least four Chewbaccas. Like every time, like you see like a close up of the eyes and stuff like that. That's Peter Mayhew. But a lot of the action scenes, I heard they. Be- I heard they used like maybe up to four Chewbaccas. Uh, they made a big deal about it being specifically one other guy than Peter Mayhew because okay. Peter Mayhew was really giving this guy the do's and the don'ts of like Chewbacca. Okay, like how to do that, like the head shaking and just yeah. what movements Chewbacca would definitely not do and what he would do and everything. Right. Um, it was just so cool. I mean, such a Tupperware. You see BB-8 and how much puppetry went into BB-8, and I kind of really didn't know all that. Like, I, And there, I, I, I don't know if they went over this in the documentary, but the, the part where um, BB-8 actually bumps into R2-D2 for mm-hmm. the first time – that's 100% CGI. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah, remember when he reactivates him? Yeah. I think I, maybe – I don't know if it's the first time they meet, but it's definitely the part where uh, R2-D2 becomes reactivated. Okay. That part – that that BB-8 is 100% CGI. Wow. No, that's interesting. Yeah, I found that out. Yeah, so. there's like a guy all dressed up in a green suit and like with like rods that are all wrapped in green connected to BB-8 mm-hmm. that's constantly walking behind BB-8 and is w- what's causing him to move around and everything. Oh, wow. Huh. And like in the scenes on uh, Jakku when they're like in the desert and shit. Yeah. Like – He's like trucking balls when BB 8's like running, like right behind BB 8. Like, this guy was getting a fucking workout. Like, they said it was like 120 degrees and shit. And... Oh, yeah, hold on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the guy that hit my car. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I had to give him back his insurance mm. information. Back from church. Back from church. <laughs> 
Jay was like, you don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was perfectly pleasant. <laughs> you can eat the shit out of my ass. We're like, whoa, Jay, we just need to get the information. Yeah. It's like, jeez. <laughs> we get it, Jay. You're a badass. <laughs> Regular Batman. Yeah, take, it. take her down there, Justin Bieber. <laughs> But yeah, that doc was called uh, Secrets of the Force Awakens, a cinematic journey. And it was it was spectacular. I can't mm-hmm. wait for you guys to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know, man. It's like part of me wants to get the Target one, but I, I think I'm probably going to get the Steel Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to. Yeah. I, I like those steel books. They're nice. Fuck yeah. Anything else about it that you can tell us? About the special features and everything? Yeah. The, uh, Other than that, there's like a, there's about six to seven, like six to eight minute featurettes. Uh-huh. One specifically about BB-8. There's a really cool one that's all about John Williams, like called Crafting the Seventh Score. Right. Where it's just all about him making, making the music. There's a, a more extensive documentary about the table read that I was talking about. So uh, the meat of it is definitely that over hour long documentary on there. Right. It definitely feels a little bare bones on special features. Like we're going to get another release like a year and a half well, down the line. The 3D, 3D release maybe. Yeah. Cause that, that's not out yet. That, won't that come out Tuesday too? I don't know if the 3D release is coming out. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was maybe six months later or something. Uh, I didn't know that that was coming out. That's how they do. Yeah. So you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bare bones. I feel like there's got to be more deleted scenes than what they're giving us. Probably, and it might even come out when everything's all collected, like all three movies are available, and then yeah. we can buy like the whole three disc set, you know, like the whole trilogy. Right, yeah. Classic Star Wars, making you buy mm-hmm. the same shit over and over and over, <laughs> and over again. Yeah, since, we will. Since fucking 1981. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got like three different versions of VHS tapes of the classic movie. Yeah, yeah. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I have left on VHS. Yep. All right, moving on with more good pop, bad pop. I, I wanted to talk uh, real quickly. I've uh, been watching The Trial of O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Mm. Loving it. So good. Uh, a lot of episodes are focused on one thing. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had an episode that was to- solely focused on the jurors themselves. Mm-hmm. It was great. It gave you behind the scenes on like what the jurors were going through how crazy this trial was making them, how, um, the, you know, how, uh, what's her name? Uh, Marsha. Yeah. And, uh, Cochran. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. How, uh, how she, how, how her and Cochran were like basically playing like musical chairs with the jurors and getting them kicked off of the, right. it was cr- getting kicked off the jury. It was absolutely crazy. Um, and then this last episode had a lot to, fo- it had a lot of focus on Judge Ito and how his wife came up in the trial, which I had no idea about. Oh, wow. That's over now, right? The finale was last week? No, no. We've got one more episode oh, left. Okay, okay. Uh, but, man, it's been Tupperware. It wow. has been Tupperware. Cool. Uh, it's so, so good. I absolutely love it. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think I think uh, Travolta dialed down his Shapiro Did quite he? a bit. Oh, okay. he needed to. Quite a bit. He dialed it down. Um, but anyway, uh, the finale, the season finale for Colony came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna high taste the entire series this, uh, first season. I, I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Um, I really enjoyed Colony. Had a lot of fun with that show. And, and I'll watch the second season. I can't wait. I hope it gets renewed. Well, sorry, it was canceled. Was it no, really? No, I didn't. <laughs> 
sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I think I think with like shows like Mr. Robot doing so well, you know, uh, getting uh, you know, it got a Golden Globe, and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, did, did it get any Emmy, Emmys or? Uh, I don't think it did. Mm. Okay. Okay. Okay, but uh, you know, I mean, uh, w- with that show doing so well, m- more people are watching USA for the original programming. So I'm hoping it sticks around. Yeah, seems like USA sure. has had better like sci-fi stuff going on than like Sci-Fi Network. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I am looking forward to Twelve Monkeys though. Twelve Monkey c- yeah. uh, comes back uh, April 18th, I think. Oh, soon. So season two. Nice. And I think uh, Brian Quinn from uh, the Impractical Jokers and the Tell Him Steve Day podcast mm-hmm. is going to be on an episode. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, he was talking about it on Tell Him Steve Day. Awesome. Months and months ago. So he's going to be on an episode. So. And you had told us that that's all on Hulu now, right? Twelve Monkeys. The first or season, Netflix. The first season's all on Hulu. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. 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 Watch so that. watch Twelve Monkeys. It, it is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Cole, the guy who plays Cole and like the lead female in that are so good. They are so good. Okay. So good. I love, I love 12 Monkeys. Um, I want to talk about a couple more things here real quick. I went to, at, when we were at C2E2, I told you like my legs got tired that first day on Friday. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go to a panel just so I can sit down. Yes. It happened to be the Crunchyroll panel, which mm-hmm. something I've been getting more into with you telling me about One Punch Man and um and then of course uh sword art online is a lot of the anime so like they started talking about like different anime shows that are available on crunchyroll which i now subscribe to crunchyroll yeah because of that um I they talked about a show called Erased, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, have you seen any of it?" It's, I've seen like the, the little trailers for it. And okay, it's gotten a lot of publicity lately. Yeah, so like I, I they showed they, they talked a little bit about Erased, and he, and he said that it's getting a second season. Okay, the guy who is holding the panel, but if you look online, it doesn't talk about season two at all. Hmm. At least the sites that I was looking at. So I'm still hopeful it's getting a season two because otherwise that guy's a fucking liar. Did you watch it? <laughs> I watched all of season one of Erased this week. Wow. Uh, plot summary for Erased is a 29, 29-year-old man lives a quiet and peaceful life working at a pizza place when he is experiencing a strange phenomenon he calls revival. When revival happens, Satura Fujinama is brought back up to five minutes in the past where he must prevent the tragedy from happening. Like an accident. So basically, I'm going to finish this. But basically, what he'll he'll it's kind of like deja vu, but it, it, it's like it 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 sends him back up to five minutes in the past. He always sees like this weird blue. Sometimes he sees like this weird blue butterfly mm-hmm. flying, and it's like a neon blue um, flying. And he knows. Then he knows like he's experiencing revival. And everything seems the same. Like, oh, I've seen this happen before. Like, those two kids are laughing over there. I've seen that. This bus is driving by. I've seen that. That guy dropped, you know, something. I've seen this. This. So something's – It. the revival takes him back for a reason. For, something bad is going to happen. He has to find what's out of place and try to be a hero and stop it. Hmm. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Kind of quantum leapish. Yeah. Weird. But it's only five minutes. Mm. So the thing is, like, you saw him do the revival once, and he goes back, and he saves this little girl, mm-hmm. this little girl from getting run over. Um, this truck is going to hit him. This guy falls asleep at the wheel. He is in his little fucking scooter, uh, pizza delivery scooter, and he catches up to the guy, jumps into the fucking vehicle with him, and then 
turns the vehicle and doesn't it the girl doesn't get hit by the truck mm-hmm. and she doesn't die well um one day he f- gets falsely accused of a murder and the phenomenon ha- occurs but this time he gets back 18 years in the past which is during his middle school period uh with the mind of a 29-year-old adult and the body of a child, he needs to find out what he must change to revoke this accusation and get back in the present. So that's some of it. That's some of it. Okay. Okay. There's a murder that he's accused of, and the murder is actually his mother. Oh, wow. Somebody kills his mother. Hmm. But there's also things that he has to take care of in the past. Okay. There is this spree. There's a serial killer in his past and he's pushed these memories out of his mind because he feels like he could have stopped them mm-hmm. as a kid, but he didn't. Um, he blames himself. There was this girl that was murdered, and then there was two more uh, kids that were murdered after this. Wow. And he goes back there, and he knows the girl that's murdered. So he's like, I'm going to befriend her and hang out with her because she's a loner. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to hang out with her and be around her so she doesn't get killed. This is a crime thriller. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. This is also a science fiction yeah. sh- uh, anime. Um, it sounds really cool. How many episodes? Uh, it is 12 episodes. Oh, that's nice. And it is a Tupperware. This is this is so good. Once I started, I couldn't stop. I, I, I watched all 12 episodes within like a two and a half day span. Wow. Um, I'm adding it to my list right yeah, now. Yeah, Erased. It is amazing. Um I hope it gets a second season. I really don't know where they'll take it with the second season. If we will be back in a, if, if we'll see like another story from Satoru. But I don't think that, I think we're done with that character. I think we need to experience revival through a new character. Well, that, right. That'd be the way to do it. Exactly. Let's, let's do an anthology erase series where like it's the same thing, but it's like, let's watch another character who has these abilities for revival. Right. But man, this, this season was just absolutely phenomenal. If you if you if you have Crunchyroll, even if you don't subscribe to Crunchyroll, I found out you can watch like the first eleven episodes for free. Oh shit! You just gotta pay for the yes, last episode. Yes, that's great. yes, that's why I subscribe now. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking serious? I gotta pay for the last episode? Well, fuck it, I will." <laughs> Honestly, if you want to get it free for the first thirty days, which is what I'm doing right now, use the cold pop the code pop culture. <laughs> no, you can actually go to uh, crunchyroll.com forward slash c two e two, and uh. instead of getting fourteen days, you get thirty days. Nice, that's, nice. That's what the guy told me. He's like, "Oh, it only works today." Oh, he bullshit. said that just because they, you know. But I tried it just like two days ago. You have to do it now. Yeah. And it still works. You get 30 days of Crunchyroll for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice when you have a subscription too because then you can do like on Netflix where you can have your own queue and you can just like check off shows that you want to watch and it'll all be right there in your queue and shit. Yeah. I saw the the show that you've been watching, that fairy tale. Yeah. Man, it's got a shit ton of episodes. It does. It Mm. does. It does. I'm about 40 some episodes in. Wow. I don't know, man. I might check out The Gate. Oh, I've heard of that too. Or it's called Gate or Gate. Yeah. I might check that out next, but... Uh, Tupperware erased. Absolutely phenomenal. I'm with you. You you see one of these and give it a Tupperware and it's going on the list. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely watch Erased, man. It's so, so, so damn good because I, I mean I really started connecting with these characters and like if something bad was about to happen to one, like my heart's racing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it deals with – it deals with like young kids and possible murder 
and good animation too. Very good animation, I thought. Mm. Um, let's see here. Uh, next thing I want to talk about. I watched the first two episodes of uh, uh, of the Ranch on Netflix. Oh yeah, the Aston Kutcher and the other guy from Seventy Show. Yeah, what's his name? Danny Masterson. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, it uh, it stars Aston Kutcher, Danny Masterson, uh, Deborah Winger. Uh, Sam Elliott, uh, Kelly Goss, uh, Brett Harrison. I'm a big Brett Harrison fan. Oh, love that guy. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, you were being serious? I'm being fucking dead serious. <laughs> Brett Harrison from Reaper, from The Loop, uh, also starred in V. Mm. Big fan of Brett Harrison. Who was he on V? Uh, he came in on the second season. He played a scientist. Okay, okay. Um, he's a curse, though. Anytime Brett Harrison is in a show, it gets canceled in the second season. He he was in Reaper. It got canceled after two seasons. He was in a show first called The Loop. Got canceled after two seasons. V, he wasn't on the first season. It gets renewed. Second season, Brett Harrison's on it. It gets canceled. <laughs> oh. So I'm guessing that The Ranch will last two seasons. Oh, well, maybe man. since he came in on the first season? Well, he was on the first season of Reaper, too. He's the main uh... character. It's, it's the Brett Harrison <laughs> curse. Wow, this poor guy. Yeah. And then uh, also uh, it stars Alicia Cuthbert. She was in the second episode. She was from 24. Yeah. And also uh, she was Jack Bauer's daughter. Her, yeah. She was super annoying. And uh, she was also in Happy Endings, a show that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the son of a Colorado rancher returns home from a semi-pro football career to run the family business. Um, I watched the first episode. It was a taste it. The second episode was a high taste it. I, I actually, um, I love, I, I, I love Sam Elliott in the show. Nice. And Deborah Wing is really funny. I, I it's really good. I, and Danny Masterson is just awesome. Really? He is so funny. Like there are times where him and Sam Elliott, their characters just have me laughing. I've never seen him in anything except for that 70s that 70 show. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's done some other things, but nothing that I really really watch i didn't really watch that 70s show that much either i didn't watch it religiously i did when it was on yeah i did not i've, I've seen it in reruns but I, mean, I i like the show it might be a tupperware by the end of it it's it, there's it's funny like sam elliott dropping an dropping an f-bomb mm. it's pretty funny <laughs> i mean i've heard him do it but like it's it's like a sitcom format right yeah. Yeah. which is funny it's just like there's a part where um where uh ashton kutcher is wearing uggs Okay. And they're making fun of his Uggs, those, mm-hmm. those, you know, fluffy boots. Yeah, yeah. And his mother, Deborah Winger, goes, what the fuck are those? <laughs> and it's kind of, you know, it's just like a, it's like a sitcom format. It looks like a sitcom. It looks like if you're watching Big Bang Theory yeah. or like Two and a Half Men, it looks like that. But all of a sudden, like, you hear an F-bomb and it's just like, this is awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Half hour episodes. <laughs> Half hour episodes. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. I, give it a shot. Give it a shot. It's 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 not great. Ashton Kutcher's probably the weakest link in the show. Yeah. But Danny Masterson's really funny. Like his execution in 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 just his delivery of mm-hmm. like one liners and shit is just so good. And Sam Elliott's fucking phenomenal in this. Yeah, Sam Elliott's great. He is great. And uh, man, I. I would watch it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the entire season. It, it might be a Tupperware by the end. Right now, like overall, it's just a taste it for me. Mm-hmm. But the second episode got better, and I was actually laughing out loud at certain points. All right. Awesome. Well, hopefully the upward trend continues. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, yeah we'll Did you guys um, see the Netflix April Fool's Day joke yesterday? Yeah, the John Stamos thing. Yeah, that was I pretty. Thought weird. Thought it was lame. It was weird. I thought my shit was. I didn't know what was going on with my shit for a moment. Yeah, 
I didn't care for I it. I didn't see it at all. It so. was like movies that John Stamos would recommend, movies that John Stamos is not in. Oh. Like every category was related to John Stamos on That's your pretty like, weird. Netflix show. And then they had like a like a, the the head the CEO of Netflix doing like a special announcement about John Stamos and <laughs> John Stamos was behind him the entire time. Really? And making sure that he I don't know. No, it was just stupid. Yeah, it yeah. sounds pretty dumb. <laughs> Very odd. God. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> you missed out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, h- how many episodes is the ranch going to be? Did don't you know. I, I, I didn't even check how many okay. episodes it is. Cool. I just watched the first two. I actually watched the second episode right before I got here. Okay. I didn't even check to see how many episodes it is. It's all available now. The classic yeah, Netflix you can watch thing. it. Awesome. You can binge them all now. Cool. I think it might be ten. Okay. I don't know. So, all right, uh, you guys ready to jump into uh, Daredevil season two? Yeah, yeah, can we have a smoke real quick first? All right, yeah, we'll we'll take, yeah, we'll do that. Feeling it. All right, we'll be right back. Back on this. <laughs> you want to hear it again? I'm not embracing him. I'm just saying I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying turd is good. I'm saying <laughs> say bro. Hey, any motherfucker that doesn't know who I am, or Brian or Jake, can call me a fucking turd all day. You don't fucking know me, so suck my dick. <laughs> Whoa. All I'm right. glad you're my friend, Jay. <laughs> Man. You remember when uh, Frank Castle said that in the courtroom? <laughs> you don't know me, motherfucker. He, he went off. That judge was like, hey, now. And he was yeah. like, no. I got something to say. Hey, you remember uh, we were, we were, you know, when you were watching Superman uh-huh. and he's walking in the courtroom? Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want somebody to take that clip and then play the people's court music. Oh, nice. As he's walking. Dun, 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 dun. The defendant is on trial for being a god that has no restraints. The plaintiff, Scoot McNair. He's not. He just all of a sudden has an accent. The plaintiff, Scoot McNair. I love how their names come up like with typing sounds. Yeah, yeah. Scoot gives like his, uh, you know, like uh, opening uh, argument and shit, and then Superman's like, "You don't know me, motherfucker." You don't know me. You can eat the kryptonite out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can suck a dick, Scooby Theory. 
Suck my dick. Scoot, scoot over here and suck my dick. You can stick those leg stumps up my ass. <laughs> you don't know me, brah. <laughs> brah. You don't know me, brah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to be talking about Daredevil Season 2, and we are going to be going over possible spoilers, so this is your warning. This is a Pop Culture Leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dickhole. You have been warned, spoiler pussies. This episode sucks. Yeah, sweet, now I can talk about Room. <laughs> oh, <stop>. <laughs> <laughs> Break down room for us, Jake. Yes. <laughs> See, they're like kidnapped. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Does this episode suck? Oh, big time. It's not our best. Yeah. <laughs> it's not our worst, though. Oh, it's not our worst. No. Yeah. I mean, last week we had some British dude talking about knockers. Yeah. Bap <laughs> <laughs> around a big old breasts. <laughs> Smack around a big old titties. <laughs> Tomatoes. <laughs> Aquaman. Me and Aquaman gonna rock those big old breasts in the old garage. <laughs> Smack them around. Give them the old one, two. <laughs> Buckle my shoe. <laughs> Three, four. Smack those titties some more. <laughs> That's right. We had an Englishman talking about bopping around big old booty breasts. <laughs> We're a class act. We are a class pop act. Pop culture here. leftovers. A class act. Class act. Keep it keep it classy, pop culture leftovers. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what we didn't do before we jump into this? Hmm. We didn't do iTunes reviews. Ah. Oh, do we have? What's yeah. do with the emails? Huh? Do them with the emails. We'll do, ah, we'll do them with the emails. Remind me. Yeah, yeah. I will because I want to hear them. So here we go. We're going to talk about Daredevil Season 2. Uh, and, uh, we, I already gave the spoiler warning. So I'm gonna start off here real quick before we rate it. Uh, I'm gonna start off with a Daredevil email. This comes from old man Scott Shooty. Mm, uh, old man Scott Shooty. The old man. How old is he? I don't know. He's older than us. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is old. Yeah. He's like 50-something, right? Whoa. Like, yeah, 50 cent. Whoa. <laughs> that, he needs to watch out watching Daredevil. That shit's fucking intense. Is it 50 cent or is it 50 cent? I think it's 50 cent. Uh, is it 50 cent? I think it's either or. Yeah, it yeah. depends on who you ask, really. Yeah. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, right, yeah. Dan West? <laughs> tomatoes. Of course it's tomatoes. Tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Oh, man, I love that, dude. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Oh, man. His garden's a fun place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All these different... Cucumbers. Scumbers. <laughs> How does he say squash? Squash. Squish. Squash. 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 Oh, yes. Zucchini. I like Jay's stuck-up Englishman. Zucchini. Oh, the zucchini. Or in this, corn. Corn. The band or the food. Yeah. Yeah, corn. Same thing. All right, here we go. Scott Shooty says, evening leftovers and left outs. How does he know it's the evening? We could be recording in the morning. Maybe he's outside our window, too. Mother. No, it must have been his evening. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So this week, DC finally unleashes its epic first foray into their on-screen universe, Batman v Superman. And I have to admit that even if this movie it was everything I ever hoped and dreamed it would be, I'd still be jizzing over the awesomeness that is Daredevil Season 2. 
I scratched my head a bit when they released it early, but perhaps they knew what they had and wanted everyone to be talking about uh, everyone to be talking about it to quell any DC hype. I will humbly admit that I rewatched all of season one with my wife so we could enjoy season two together, and I was reminded how amazing the show was, especially D'Onofrio's portrayal of Wilson Fisk. How in the world could they top that performance? Well, fuck me if in the first 30 minutes when they finally, when we finally get to see Bernthal as the Punisher, my mouth didn't, uh, my mouth didn't hit the floor. It was perfect. Uh, then began a long string of Marvel amping up nearly everything that made season one great. Hey, did you think the hallway fight scene in season one was badass? Well, boom. How about the stairway fight that is even better? Uh, the show was done so well and chuck, uh, chock full of surprises that made even my non-geek wife stand up and cheer. Best of all, huge spoiler, was the return of D'Onofrio for some epic moments, something I did not expect but thoroughly loved. He is by far my favorite Marvel villain now, and I am so glad we got to see more of him. The show is a total Tupperware, and yet it does make us wonder why we can't get some of this on the big screen. Perhaps in Civil War, I have my fingers crossed. Would love your thoughts. Keep on keeping on. And all of you DC fanboys, get your plastic capes and air hog Batmobiles out of my fucking yard. Ugh. Scott Shooty. Man. So, yeah, Scott Shooty. Love Daredevil season two, but who gives a fuck what Scott thinks? What did we think? Yeah, taking a big old, using that as an excuse to take a big old dump on the DC universe. That, yeah, that yeah. seems kind of unfair, even even for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I will tell you, man. That I think that the the DC fanboys are a little bit more aggressive than the Marvel ones. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I think do. so too. I do, and I found that out from like just doing this podcast, like. Before we rated it, it's like the DC fans were just like you were just some of them were like anticipating tossets mm-hmm. and they were just angry. I'm gonna you know what, Jake? I'm gonna talk about your your low taste it. Yeah. Your low taste it was <laughs> was basically like it, like our, our listeners were like, I'm so surprised that Jake low tasted it. <laughs> it's like go back and listen to what J- when Jake low tastes it, he calls it a train wreck. <laughs> Guys, it's 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 not Jake. Jake really liked this movie. Yeah, it's 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 so funny that our listeners they just they hear what they want to hear. Like guys, like I know Jake, and when Jake low tasted that movie, it wasn't a good thing. (laughs) When you've got a guy and he says, "Oh, I give it a low taste," it the DC fanboys are thinking, "Oh, Jake tasted it. Jake liked it." No, Jake said it was a train wreck, and that he watched it because it was a train wreck. And he enjoyed it because it was a train wreck. <laughs> Guys, it's basically the equivalent of a Michael Bay Transformers movie. Yeah, and that is what, totally. Yeah, and you guys were all happy that Jake tasted this movie in some form, <laughs> not hearing anything else. You threw out the fact that he called it a fucking train wreck. <laughs> so, guys, I don't understand, like, why people were so happy about that. Yeah. Because, like, I know you, Jake, and it wasn't like it was like – it wasn't A like, ringing endorsement. Yeah, it wasn't – you weren't flattering the movie. You weren't <laughs> flattering Zack Snyder at all. No, no. And the DC fanboys, all they heard was like, oh, 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 oh approval. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. 
Sure, I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I agree. You, with you, you don't know Jake, motherfucker. I do, and, and that is that 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 low taste it was teetering on fucking toss it ever so. Yeah, you can eat the Zack Snyder out of my ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it's funny about the Marvel and the DC fanboys. Yeah. Like the, the, it's true. The Marvel though. fanboys, they're like the like like stoners and like the, the yeah. DC fanboys are like the angry drunks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, good no, it's like it's like it's like the difference between Hufflepuff and Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> It really is. They're, they're mad. They're they mad are. motherfuckers. They are. They are. You can take your kitty Marvel shit and God. shove it up your fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. This is a serious movie for serious superhero fans. <laughs> and real comic book readers can appreciate this. Yeah. It's like, oh, settle I down. Mean, I can name off like three listeners right now that are in this camp. And, <laughs> and, and, and like, you know what I mean? And it's, and you guys are, you guys are a little scary. Yeah. Like you guys, like I, I Honestly, I was like, I was scared to toss this movie. I didn't want, I, you know, like yeah. I didn't want people like coming to my house and like threatening to kill me. Yeah, me too. Hence my low taste. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I fucking come home one day and there's Polaroids of my cats. And, like, <laughs> one of you fucking DC fanboys like like kidnap one of my cats. <laughs> Just says this is serious on it. <laughs> this is serious. You must bring me back Jake's head, or your cat will never see the light of day. Yeah, but you know what? As soon as as soon as we find out both of our cats are named Martha. Oh, oh come together. Oh, it's, it's cat play date time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, I want us to go ahead and rate this, and I want to hear what Jay has to say about uh, Daredevil season two. Did you guys get to watch all thirteen episodes? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did too. So I watched the bonus episode fourteen too. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you so much. Jake perked up. It was a Punisher-centric episode yeah. in the courtroom. You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> you can eat the bullets out of my ass. <laughs> I want to see that, too. Now I can't picture it without the music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jay, talk to us about Daredevil Season 2. Uh, yeah, um, I, I'm just going to say it. I fucking Tupperware the shit out of it. Um, ha- I actually watched this while you guys were at C2E2, so I had some time those nights to... Yeah, I couldn't help it, man. I stayed up till like, 4 in the morning watching these. Um, it did It did have some missteps, Um and we'll talk about that. But overall, man, uh, John Bernthal is Punisher. I will watch that all the time, any day. You know, that was fucking phenomenal for me. Um, I think, I think they upped a lot of, uh, the cinematography, even the city played more of a part for this. The backdrops were amazing on these rooftop scenes that they had. Um, the fight scenes up the ante in this, um, which, you know, they didn't have to do for me. And, uh, you know, that wasn't important for them to top the awesome fight scenes in the first season, but they did. And I, I think, you know, overall for me going into this, I wanted to see the Punisher. I think he fucking nailed it. I, I applaud his performance in this as the Punisher. So overall, um, some minor issues we'll talk about, but overall it's a Tupperware. Nice. Jake. I also Tupperware it, but I, I have a few caveats with it. I, um, I didn't like it as much as the first season. It's a Tupperware for me, but it's like teetering there mm. between a taste and a Tupperware. I don't know. I, I don't think it was. Then it's a high taste, it Jake. Yeah, it's a high taste. <laughs> then, sure. The fuck, it's it, teetering between a taste teetering. and a Tupperware. Well, we had a rating for that, you jackass. Yeah. It's right. called a high taste. It's a high taste. It then. God. 
I don't know. I just didn't you're like... Tr- you're teetering between intelligent and uh, <laughs> moronic right now. So... Let's yeah. go with moronic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It just didn't have the focus that the first season had. Yeah. I thought the stairwell fight scene, I thought, did one-up the game, and it was one of the best fight scenes in the whole series. But I thought overall, I didn't think the fight scenes were as good. I thought the cinematography was kind of weaker than the first season. Mm. I thought the lighting was kind of really dark in a lot of the fight scenes. And I had a hard time like even seeing what the fuck was going on in a lot of the fight scenes. Mm. And I didn't have any of that in the first season. Mm-hmm. I thought the lack of a main villain was kind of a little bit like... It just didn't have that going for it. Like for the first three, four episodes, I really liked the morality battle between Daredevil and the Punisher. Mm-hmm. And then that gets all kind of put to the back burner and we have all the Electra stuff, which I didn't really love. I thought it was really kind of tropey. A lot of the stuff that happened with him and Electra, especially when you threw Karen Page in the mix. And if you're a comic book fan, you kind of saw what was coming a mile away which was kind of annoying to me, too. Mm. Like, it was very predictable. Mm-hmm. When um, the hand showed their device, it was like, well, I know what that's for. Right. So, I don't know. I didn't like it as much the first season. Good, not great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this, oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah, the first season is way better. Thank you. The first season is so much better. And I think the people that are Tupperwareing this are Tupperwareing it because it's like, Ooh, I'm getting Punisher. Ooh, I'm getting Elektra. All these new characters. Tupperware, Tupperware, Tupperware. And they're not looking at how weak and clunky the story is. I agree, I agree. It is so clunky. Yeah, there's just some dumb stuff that I can't even, like, explain. The, it, the, there's Okay, it's clunky in all the different storylines that are being threaded together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, from first setting up the Punisher uh, to then going in how t- uh, going into how like Matt is uh, he's not doing anything really to change uh, what's happening in Hell's Kitchen uh, by showing the king- kingpin he's still like pulling the strings behind the scenes in the prison and then it goes into Matt's relationship with Night Nurse then his relationship with Foggy his relationship with Karen Page his relationship with Electra. It then adds another story that was alluded to in the first season with Stick and Electra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the whole Black Sky storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just felt like there was too much going on in this that didn't blend uh, too much going on. And I think people are just excited that we're, oh, we're getting Punisher. Oh, we're getting Electra. Oh, well, fight scenes. And it's like, it's like all these things are great. Yeah. But it's like, Stick with one thing. And I think the black sky was really weak. Yeah. Like this yeah. whole Electra's the chosen one thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought that whole storyline was so weak. I honestly thought the stairway scene was just an answer to like the hallway scene. Oh, and it, it felt like that. And I was just like, I was like, it's like, okay, they're just trying to one up the hallway scene, which I, I felt like the hallway scene meant so much more. Mm-hmm. It meant something because he's rescuing a child right. that's going to be put into child slavery. This one, it's like, oh, okay, we got to get Frank Castle out of here. Yeah. Right, right. It meant nothing to me. It's like the entire Sons of Anarchy crew against Daredevil. <laughs> right. It was kind of weak. Yeah. That, that whole, the, well, that, that biker gang, I find out they're like a biker gang that's, uh, the dogs of hell. Yeah. yeah. They're they're also characters in Agents of Shield. 
which I found out. Tied so that little, together. little tie in there. Mm-hmm. But the whole Karen Page thing too is fucking stupid. Oh, I agree. That was my least favorite. That part. drove me nuts. It drove me nuts. The characters just weren't as charming and likable in this season either. Like it was like the interplay foggy between foggy, sucks. yeah, between foggy and Karen and Matt was. Oh so hi, great I'm foggy the from the season. first season, and I'm totally fine with you being Daredevil now. We've yeah. worked that out. At first, we had our issues, but I'm totally fine with it now. Next season, he's like, Matt, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. you're never here. You're never this. You're never that. And yeah, when are you gonna tell Karen and everything? And people are gonna think I'm crazy right now. Oh, I love Daredevil season two. It was so great, mm. and it's like. It was good. It was very good. Yes. I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of stuff that I really enjoyed it, but I don't think it's as good as season one. No, not even close. Not even close. And it was dark. Those fucking fight scenes were so dark. Yeah, and, th- there was and I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand like the whole the ninjas that can't hear his, they, they, he can't hear their heartbeat. That makes no fucking sense. But but. It, it, it makes zero sense. Even if he can't hear their heartbeat, it's like they're still moving. Right. Yeah. And when he's like, advanced technique, listen to their breath instead of their heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wouldn't it be easier to hear someone's breath than their heartbeat? Right. Can't mm-hmm. Matt well, Mur- well, well, they have to exhale yeah. eventually. Can't, can't Matt Murdock like see shapes without even seeing a fucking heartbeat? What about when they're fighting and the lights get turned off? Yeah. And right. he can't see them then and so they stop fighting? How would he know the lights got turned off? He's fucking blind. <laughs> and then on the flip side, in the first season, they show you what it looks like when he sees people. Yeah. It shows, like, like flames and shit. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be able to see that all the time? Right. I don't understand. Some, some of the stuff with, like, him being blind and how they use his how they use his senses and his ability don't make sense in the second season. And you may think that this is just nitpicky, but if you start to think about it, it does start to bother you. And that's not, it's just a small part of it. I felt like it was like, okay, here's the fucking Punisher for the first four episodes. This story's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, now here's fucking Electra, and we've got this whole like court case going on at the same time. And then it, here's, here's Electra and uh, this character, but... Electra and the Punisher, their stories never connect at all. No. At ever, all throughout ever. this whole thing. And so, I don't know. It just felt like very disconnected. Like certain parts felt very disconnected and it just did not work for me. Mm. I like this season. There's a lot to like about it. I loved a lot of the middle episodes. Mm-hmm. And number one, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm not the biggest fan of John Bernthal's Punisher. Huh. Mm. I'm not a huge fan. He was <clears> not. For me, honestly, I think Tom Jane, not in the first Punisher movie, but in the short Dirty Laundry, mm-hmm. is a better Punisher than John Bernthal. This Punisher made some decisions that I don't think the comic book Punisher would make. Oh, that's not Bernthal's fault, though. I'm not – yeah, but even – his performance in some of the episodes was absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about the character. Yeah. This Punisher made some ca- decisions that I – like shooting – in a hospital yeah. when there's innocent people around. And that was fucked up. I was like... With I a shotgun. Know, with a shotgun. I know Punisher in the comic books would not do that. Right. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. But John Bernthal, I could not kind of... It's probably my fault because I couldn't disconnect him from Shane. Right. I kept calling him Punishane. That's funny. Yeah, like the scene where that was straight out of the Garth Ennis book. Where he had Daredevil chained to the roof yes. and with the gun taped to his hand. Yeah. I thought like that was an amazing scene. Great dialogue in like, that scene. Punisher was really good in that scene yeah. and everything. Yeah, I, I agree though. I, I talking about talking about how his uh, daughter 
was yeah was killed the cemetery yeah. Yeah. and he looked at her face and it was just like nothing but meat yeah that that hit me I was like you're not gonna see that in a Marvel movie that was that was that was it hit me emotionally yeah yeah like, wow what an emotional scene there's a lot of really gross stuff too like mm-hmm. it was really graphic like when he got the fucking screwdriver to the foot the torture mm-hmm. scene that yeah. was really graphic when stick was getting the fucking bamboos in his fingernails mm-hmm. and shit oh, yeah a lot of yeah. squeamish moments in this for me yeah, yeah. that's brutal there's I, and i was saying like the stairway scene it, it was cool I, I did like it but i felt like for me it was just like it was a direct um it was just basically like like um Okay, we've got to up the yeah. the ante from the from the hallway scene, but mm-hmm. I, but I felt like the stakes weren't as big. Yeah, it was more of an emotional thing because for me, it was like he's tied up that whole time, and I'm just waiting for him to get unleashed, and that's what I get, you know. So for me, I do I do know, like I said, yeah, it was like they were trying to one up those scenes, mm-hmm. but the emotional payoff for me was, yeah, now he's free and now he's going to fight his way down mm-hmm. to the bottom. So that was the gratification for me in that scene in particular. It was like a video game. Well, yeah, for sure. It was like, oh, I get to the bottom and then fight the boss guys. Well, that's how that's how the series is too. The, the, pun- <laughs> the Punisher in prison stuff was kind of cool. I love that scene yeah. too. And yeah. I cheered when we saw D'Onofrio for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Like, was, yeah. I did not expect that. I yeah. thought the it was an entire Me season. Too. I didn't know no D'Onofrio. Yeah. I'm glad that they they kept that under wraps. Yeah, yeah. That was a really cool surprise. That was great. And one of my favorite scenes of the whole series is when Matt Murdock lawyer. That's. I was just going to jump into that. Comes to talk to D'Onofrio Kingpin. And the interplay between those two, I was just like, that was the fucking moment of the whole series. (laughs) That was great. To me, that's probably the best scene of the whole fucking thing. I'm going to Tupperware, like, you know, like I tasted this season, uh, but I'm going to Tupperware Charlie Cox. Oh, Charlie Cox is so good. Charlie Cox is great. Yeah. Yeah. So many little things he does that are awesome as that character. But I'm tossing Eldon uh, Henson. Uh, as foggy, foggy. This season. yeah, for sure, for sure. I, yeah. I, you know, like I didn't like him last season up until like the very end, mm-hmm. and I, I started to like him when him and uh, him and Matt like had it out. Yeah, you know, and they they finally like fixed their relationship, and it's like this season all he did was like gripe and complain, and yeah. it's like it's like I know he does that in the comics. I know those two are always on the outs with each other, and he's always threatening to leave. And there's yeah. I know that happens in the comics, but it just didn't work. For for me, he was season. super annoying in court too. He's like, "Oh, I can't do the opening statement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't." Then do he does the cross- them perfectly. Yeah, and then he does them perfectly. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh, I can't do the cross examination. Yeah. Matt's better at that. Right. And, oh, I can't do this." Yeah, and then by the end, he's like, "You know what? I've realized." I'm really good at my job. Yeah, I'm right. a great lawyer. Yeah. I didn't know that yet. Yeah. Let's, talk about, let's talk about how annoying Karen was. I, uh, uh, yeah. What the fuck? She's a great lawyer. She's fucking Ben Ulrich now well, on no, the fucking no, reporter she's, beat. No, she's never been – she's not a lawyer. She's like a – what is she? Just like, like a, an aide. Yeah. yeah. A secretary. Yeah. yeah. And But 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 she's – She's never she's never been in journalism at all. Yeah. <laughs> she just jumps she, right in. Like, like, no, like like the guy's just like you're a great like investigator and researcher. So apparently you're just a journalist now. Yeah, that made no sense to me. That whole thing, like her like her like journey from being like you know like uh like a legal aide mm-hmm. to like jumping into like their secretary to being like a journalist made no sense to me. I felt like that whole part of the show is just stupid. Yeah. yeah. And the guy, the I forget the character's name, but the guy that's the head of the newspaper, yeah. he was such a heel in season one, and now he's like the biggest class act ever in right. season two. Yeah. And I didn't think that was very earned at all. Right. That was fucked up. I thought Karen also came across as a giant bitch this season. <laughs> I, 
like she goes on this date with Matt Murdock, and then they both agree that it's the best night of their life. They literally say that. Great kiss. This is the best night of our lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she goes over to his apartment. There's like an old dude there that's blind. And Matt Murdock's got a girl in his bed that's obviously like all fucked up. Yes. And she's like basically like, fuck this. I don't I don't want to know. I'm not gonna ask any questions about what's going on here. <laughs> you drunk asshole. I'm just I'm just fucking out. This shit's over. Yeah. We had the best night of our lives, but I don't know what the fuck this is. Right. I, I'm it wasn't good enough that I'm gonna ask one single question about this strangest fuck shit going on in your apartment. Yeah, like why what like okay, so I fuck her on the bed while she's sick and like old guy watches. <laughs> yeah, what does she think is going on in there? He's blind, he didn't see anything. Matt Murdock's like, You don't know me. You don't know me. I'm Motherfucker. Like, that scene pissed me off so that, much. That it was it was lame. I'm out. I, I will agree with you on those points for sure. Like watching it, I watched some of it the sec- a second time, and I fast forwarded through everything that she was involved in and the foggy scenes. I yeah. just did not care for those at all. Matt's like, Karen, let me explain, and she's yeah. no, yeah. no. This shit looks strange as fuck and definitely needs an explanation. But no, yeah, I don't want to hear it. And and I thought, I thought, um, and, and rightfully so. I thought Electra's chemistry was way better. Like Karen had no chemistry with Matt for me at all. You know, and they had a season to build this on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't feel it. At, it felt awkward. It felt weird. But then the Electra stuff, I got to give credit to that. I thought there was great chemistry between the two, even if the introduction of her was kind of weak and her whole story kind of took away from the awesomeness that was well, the Punisher story. how is she story. this immortal black sky when they need stick to patch up her neck in the fucking, like, uh, one of the first episodes she's in? She's not... I don't understand this whole black sky thing. Well, she doesn't know, she, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're calling her, like, the black sky, like she's the chosen one. Mm. She's fucking Neo, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, she almost dies in one of the first uh, episodes that she's introduced in, and Stick has to patch her up. She gets, True. like, cut on the neck. Poison, How yeah. fucking immortal is she? Mm-hmm. I agree. And didn't I they agree. mention other black skies in, like, the first season? Yes. Yeah. There was, like, a kid that Stick was trying to kill. Yes. Okay. And, um... Daredevil stopped him, but then he just went and did it anyway. Right. And that's what made him like get into a fight in the first place. Yes. It feels almost like the Lazarus pit, though. It feels like, you know, that's what's going to bring her back. So she's not immortal in that she can't die. She does die, and then they bring her back via the black sky, via the people with the blood and the, well, all that stuff. Well, then why is, uh, Nobu, why isn't he a, why is he calling her black sky? And that she's the fucking chosen one when he comes back from the dead too. Yeah, that's true. And Stick has to take him down. It just didn't make sense. That to do- me. that doesn't make sense now. I didn't like Nobu that. either. I thought that was a little bit too much, like fucking weird juju shit going on that never really got any kind of proper explanation. No, yeah, we're magic ninjas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we come we come back to life. Like when he fell off the roof, you're like, yeah. oh, he's not dead. Right. We've yeah. already seen all kinds of ridiculous Nobu shit. Right. There was never anything close to the fight between Nobu and. Daredevil in the first season, yeah. which is one of the best fight sequences in the whole series, I think. Well, yeah. I, and uh, I didn't know that uh, fucking uh, uh, Frank Castle was such a great uh, graffiti artist. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like when he when he's doing his shirt. Perfect. He just, yeah, how did he do that? Do you have like a, like a skull stencil? <laughs> well, the, how did he do that? I, the suit already had the skull on it. It just wasn't white. 
Mm. Is what it looks like. Is that like. okay? The armor itself looked like the armor. Yeah, he just painted over what was already there. I thought because uh-huh. I thought okay. that too. I okay. was like, wow, that was real quick handiwork. Yeah. There. <laughs> I well, they kept. I didn't know that that was it because they kept showing that fucking the the X ray. Yeah, mm-hmm. the X ray, and I was like, oh, okay. There's the origin of the skull. Yeah, yeah. there's the origin of the skull. And so I guess it just happens to be serendipity that yeah. he goes into somebody's fucking uh, little uh, weapons vault that has a uh, skull uh, uh, bulletproof vest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's very. <laughs> you know, I'm not admittedly the very biggest, a very big Punisher fan anyway. I got to be honest with you. I, I like Greg Rucka's run and that's about it. Yeah. I, the character's always been kind of like way too 90s and silly for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, guns are cool. You know, yeah. oh, gun down these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's just not much to it to me. Yeah. I, I liked how, like, instead of, they didn't even need to do the full armor for me. They didn't need to explain the skull or have him in armor. What was cool was watching him get the shit kicked out of him. And then as the series progressed, his face started looking like a fucking skull. Cause he had two black eyes and like all these kind of cuts and shit to where his face, like, throughout every episode, he looked more and more like his face was a, a skull. So I thought that was really cool, and they didn't even need to to do the body armor. I agree. Stuff. They didn't even need to put him in the skull suit. I hated Karen's relationship with the Punisher. I, that's the one thing I liked about her was oh, how she connected with him and how she felt for him. And they kind of played that off in that final cafe scene where he's like, you know, he fucking blows everyone away in front of her, and then she's like, oh shit, that was probably not the best idea. But I kind of liked that how she connected to him and was like the one person he could talk to or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like they were trying to shoot horn all the different elements together they definitely were there there was so many stories and that's why the the first season's better is because of the focused Mm -hmm. story that they're telling they had a lot to tell and and they shouldn't have they should not have told all that they told in this but wasn't there a part in this where like like uh like the uh the other attorney was uh, the da was yeah was talking about how she was worried about her child's life yeah 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 that and they and 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 how the Punisher could kill their her child. Yes. Yeah. And how fucking like Foggy and then Karen were just like, we're, we're not helping you out. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fucked up. That was the same scene she dies. Yeah. yeah. She gets shot. Yeah. 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 And that seemed blatantly obvious that that wasn't Frank Castle that did that. Yeah, that was totally obvious. Too. I, I didn't understand the pit that they found. That was the big cliffhanger they in didn't. one episode. And they never explained it. Right. Yeah. Talk about plot holes. It was a literal hole. <laughs> yeah. That was a plot hole. Like, like it was like a bottomless pit. And like, here it is for like you know three minutes, and like we're done with that whole mm. thing. I actually thought it was a cool ending to the episode, and I was intrigued. I was like, what the fuck is going on with yeah. this thing? Yeah. Like, I thought it was neat how the flashlight didn't hit when the episode ended, and then it hit when the next episode started. I thought yeah. that was really cool. But then, like, on further thinking about it after the series was over, mm-hmm. I was like, man, that was kind of a wasted opportunity. They got me really intrigued about something, and they didn't even fucking... Later on, that was a, that was a huge plot hole. It's just <laughs> something that they, they kind of just like swept under the rug. Yeah, I don't know if that'll ever come back into play or not, but it was just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It was super weird. Yeah. It was like losty almost like that. It's like, One oh, thing, we found the hatch. Another thing I didn't like about this was like the most predictable Electra death yes. ever. That's what sure. I was talking about, the ending. And like you've got Matt saying like, all throughout, all throughout the first season and then the second se- season, this is my city. Mm-hmm. This is my city. I'm, I'm. This Hell's Kitchen is my city. I've got to protect my city. But then he, there he is, there he is talking with Electra, and he's like, 
I'll leave Hell's Kitchen to go anywhere with you. Yeah. Yeah. It felt it, like Matt was being kind of fucked up. Like, like Karen dumped him, and then Claire wanted nothing to do him. And he's Foggy's like, oh. like, I'm done. Yeah. And he's like, okay, Electra, you're the only one that understands me, and this is who I am, and I'll run anywhere with you, and we can do this. We can live this life. She talks about going to London. He's like, all right, I'm gone. Fuck, fuck Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. For the first season, and for like most of the second season, he's been talking about how Hell's Kitchen is his city. And how he's going to protect it, and that he's the guardian, he's of hell's of hell's kitchen, the mm-hmm. devil of hell's kitchen. And first thing you know, it's like you know, Karen dumps him, and he's just like ready to run off with Electra. Yeah, ah, mm-hmm. oh, you killed a kid, and I, I'm not really for that. And we but. know he's not leaving Hell's Kitchen, so right then they're just basically basically foreshadowing the death of Electra. Right. When that scene right. happened, I was like, oh geez, here's the fucking Electra's going to die. Speech. Exactly. That exactly. was his goodbye. To they Electra. just fucking projected it right there in that scene. And I did not like that. No. And even in that scene, the King, the Matt Murdock Kingpin scene, it's right then and there he tells Kingpin that he would never leave New York because I would never leave New York. Right. It's like two episodes before all that right. shit's going exactly. down. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I had a lot of, I had, I, but I know, I know we're focusing on a lot of the negative. Yes. There's a lot of great stuff in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay, tell us what we should like. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't know Daredevil. <laughs> you don't know Daredevil, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, for me, A, uh, man, his costume evolved greatly. <laughs> I mean, right, this is a go. minor point. This is a minor point. Here we go. But I love the I love the way they improved his You're costume. You're all about aesthetics. I am. I'm you, visual. You, you Tupperware this over aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, Punisher gets the fucking shit kicked out of him, looks like a skull. <laughs> and I really like Daredevil's suit. Uh, did you notice the dress that Karen wore in episode three? Ooh, damn, girl. She would have won Project Runway. Somebody's ready to walk the red car. Uh, Hell yeah! And Gladiator, he's the motherfucker that's making. Yeah, he's gonna be back. Daredevil looks so good. I love that character. That second mask. Boom. Yep. I I love Melvin. Yeah. Melvin's one of my favorite characters for sure. I like that we saw more Melvin. But yeah, I, I, uh, the suit. The suit was great. Nice suit. Man, he looked awesome. Um, if you don't look good, we don't look good, right, Jay? (laughs) But I, I, you know, basically for me, this the reason I love it is the Punisher. So I was a huge fan of what they did with him in this, um, and I think that the things you're talking about that I agree with took away from a really good story that was going mm-hmm. on with him. They wrapped it up in a non climactic way, which they did everything in this series. So that for me was a downfall. But overall, like I was in love with his character and his story, so that really drove it home for me. <laughs> I love the fucking fight scenes. Yeah. And I love yeah, I love the whole debate on, you know, what you know, his morality. Is he doing the right thing? Is Daredevil doing the right thing? So I enjoyed that they had this debate. Yeah. I even like I even like the courtroom scenes that he's in where he says, I am I am not guilty, you know, after they're trying so hard to get him to take this plea bargain. And he's like, No, fuck that, I'm not I'm not I, guilty. I, I, I'm guilty. No, he was saying he was Oh, guilty. he's saying I am guilty. Yeah, they wanted yeah. him to take the plea bargain and say, yeah, and defend himself. And he's like, nah, huh. Yeah, the kingpin so, had got to him at that point. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, and I, of course, enjoyed the kingpin 
every scene. Oh, I, I love that. I too. love the scene with him and Punisher. I love the scene with him and Matt. I mean, yeah. everything he was in was fantastic. No, it, guys, like, there's a lot of great stuff in this season. Mm-hmm. I just felt like there was a lot of clunky things going on. I felt like, I felt like this, it just jumped around so much. I mean, you've got, like, this really cool Punisher story at the beginning. And then he's gone. Yeah. And then we're then then they're introducing us into the hand. Mm-hmm. And then this black sky shit. Yeah. And it's like we go from like this really gritty street level fucking story to like mysticism. Yeah, it was like Ninja Turtle villains. C- can we just wait for Iron Fist? <laughs> yeah. Right. Do yeah. we, can we right. can we just wait for Iron Fist? Yeah. Do we really have to introduce the mysticism now? Can, or can we just keep this really cool and street level like the first season did? Right, right. There was a little bit of alluding to this kind of shit in mm. the first season. Yeah. But they didn't go full on fucking like, you know, the hand and fucking black sky right. and all this stuff. And I, Jake, you look like you're going to say something. I'm just thinking of more shit I hated. Yeah. Well, I, well, obviously they're trying to open up that world of Iron Fist real quick. But do they need to do that in Daredevil? They should not have done it with Elektra in the hand, you know, especially if they were going to use them, make it very minor. Make it a side, you know, story to the whole other story that they had going on. But don't make it such a big fucking deal in this. Yeah. But obviously they're going to use that to set up Iron Fist. Obviously. It was kind of slightly racist too, right? All Asian people are evil ninja, mystical hand members and everything. Like the only Asian characters we've ever seen in the entire series. Right. Are all, are all like, yeah, even Shredder recruited white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Asian females. <laughs> they were horrible fighters though. She's like the biggest drug dealer of all time. Madam Gao. Yeah, Madam yeah. Gao. And yeah. like, all, like every, there's not a single like decent Asian character character in the entire series of Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of fucked up. So yeah, I agree with you guys. I absolutely agree with you guys. The- and Iron Fist is going to be a white guy again. <laughs> He'll be taking down those evil Asians. <laughs> Hordes of them. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you guys. Overall, first season's way better. It's way better focused, yeah. you know, and, and I love that about it. And, you know, of course we lost Steven. God, tonight. I feel like we've just beaten Jay down. No, I'm still going to Tupperware. He gave it the highest of Tupperwares. <laughs> I can still Tupperware wear both seasons but still like one more than the other for sure, sure. I, sure. I definitely do not concede that your points are spot on about yeah. what the problems were with it but my my focus was on the, the good stuff and so that overshadowed the bad right. for me I hated the blacksmith character he was the like the general yeah. of the Punisher that, oh, that, that Finn yes. guy was way better the the Irish dude the, oh, oh yeah that, they uh, killed him up in one episode one episode uh, you know who that is that is Daytac Tar from Defiance okay that yeah defiant uh, uh tony uh, uh, uh tony curran i think is yes. his name my god what a great actor he played uh finn yeah mm-hmm. man he's so great and i was so pissed off here he is in episode four and now he's dead yeah. i'm like keep that guy around and they gave him such an epic introduction scene yes. oh, every day. Yeah. and yeah. it was like it really felt like he i was like all right this is a guy that can be a good fucking antagonist yeah. for fucking yeah. murdoch and punisher and everything i feel like honestly i feel like all I've done is bash this, and I, people are going to think that I toss this. No, there's a lot of great things in this Daredevil season two. But if I'm stacking it up against Daredevil season one, which I thought like Stephen Denight and Drew Goddard together working on that was mm-hmm. fantastic. Those guys did a great job. I just felt like there was a lot more introduced into this season, and I don't think the stories threaded well together. Right. I felt like 
Punisher did not thread well with Elektra because at the end I thought like okay let's combine these two stories I thought all three of them would be fighting together no it's just Punisher picking people off from fucking a distance Punisher's story never ran into Elektra's story at all and his climax was really terrible right it was right yep He's like, oh, I changed my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just shoot these guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna feel better about it. Right. He shoots some um, old dude. That, hey, hey, but check out this skull, yo. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see. Yeah, I painted that, it myself. Exactly, and that's all the fanboys are seeing. Is it, okay, yeah, we're getting Electra, we're getting Punisher, we're getting some fucking great fucking fights and shit. I'm excited about that. No, there is some stuff in between that is just weird. Foggy sucked. Karen's whole arc sucked yeah. throughout this entire fucking Absolutely. season two. Absolutely, yeah. And then, um, but you know what? Honestly, Electra as a character, the actress, I loved her. Yeah, yeah she was she, great. I thought she was great. I liked her more than I liked John Bernthal's Punisher. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was a big fan of hers. I did not care for like the flashback scenes of her training with Stick and the whole thing of her like Stick wanting to kill her and her wanting to kill Stick I thought was stupid. Yeah. I did like the flashback scenes of her and Matt. Like I thought that was Oh, that when was... they're back in college? Yeah, yeah. Yes, because they talked about that in season 1. Yeah. I'm talking about her as a kid. Yeah. And yeah. It, more of this black sky bullshit, which I thought was stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Study these people. Learn how to be rich. It'll yeah. come in handy later. Yeah. yeah. All that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, but like the, the, the flashback scenes of her and Matt in college, yeah. I definitely wanted to see that because in the first season, Foggy talks about, you know, you dating that Greek girl back in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I need those flashback scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. That yeah. stuff was cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Punisher, yeah, he could have been a lot better. I'm not super pumped for a Punisher solo series. Mm, I am. Like, I mean, sure. I'll watch it, but I'm not like, I have to have that. And Me if it either. never happens, I'm, I'm, okay with that too yeah wow yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of john bernthal's punisher i give him a taste that i tupperware electra i tupperware daredevil but i wasn't the biggest fan of john bernthal's punisher hmm. and i know i'm in the minority here like everybody was just like oh perfect casting perfect casting perfect casting i honestly could have taken tom jane again yeah I, I agree with you. I, I just taste the Punisher, but I do think Bernthal is the best Punisher we've seen to date. I'm talking about just the short Dirty Laundry. I'm not yeah. talking about the movie. Dirty Laundry, to me, was the best Punisher anything I've ever seen. It was phenomenal. All right. Yeah. Well, Bernthal is the best official Punisher we've ever seen, in my book, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. So I, I agree. Yeah, with I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that, too. Yeah. Damn. I yeah. feel like we've just beaten Jay. <laughs> I am a little sad, but I understand what you're saying. We're like a thousand ninjas. Yeah, <laughs> the thousand cuts. No, I mean it's like you don't. It's, that's the thing. It's like uh, listeners, like even even Batman v Superman. If we if we would have came out here and tossed it, there would have been people that would have been mad at us. Yeah, it's like don't let our ratings take away from your enjoyment of what you watch. Right. Like who gives a shit what I fucking think. Like, if you love John Bernthal, and if you fucking love Daredevil Season 2, if it was the best fucking thing since sliced bread, great. You enjoyed it. That's awesome. Don't let my... And I tasted it. I did enjoy it, man. Like, I'd say, like, uh, the first, like, the first, like... First few episodes I thought were okay, and then mm-hmm. I like the middle stuff. I really kind of like really got into. Yeah, the last four episodes were really just like they were hard. Blew up. They were hard. Yeah. They were hard to watch for me. Um, 
I did a Twitter poll where I asked what scene, what season was better. One, Who, or two. what did you get? I, I got two. I was yeah. kind of surprised. No, 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 no. It's the it's the flashy new toy. Yeah, like everybody forgets about like how amazing Vincent D'Onofrio was and like how amazing that first season was. That first season was just flawless, in my opinion. Well, see, I did the same thing that Scott Schuette did. Is I just, like, two weeks before season two came out, I decided to Blitzkrieg through the first season again. Yeah, yeah. So it was, like, right there, like, fresh in my mind. Yeah. And it just instantly kind of made this whole thing kind of a little bit disappointing. Mm, right. Just stacked up so close next to it. And see, yeah. I didn't do that, so maybe that would have, you know, changed things for me as well. No, I didn't do what Jake did either, and I still didn't really enjoy yeah. it as much as the first season. And that's how I really noticed that the the fight sequences were so dark and not mm-hmm. as up to par. Oh, I, I yeah. watched, like... You, you obviously remember it, too. Yeah, the, the first... The first like yeah, I, I knocked out like the first nine episodes like you know like last week I started watching Erased and other things and I didn't watch the last three episodes until yesterday and today yeah, I, yeah. I just really I was the first season of Daredevil I binged it in two days yeah I, I could not stop watching because it was so fantastic this was just kind of like okay well, I'll just knock them out before the we before I we record I watched the last two episodes last night before I went to bed right. Right. And I had I was there for about yeah. four days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so jeez. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and if I wouldn't have, if we weren't doing a podcast about season two of Daredevil, I probably still wouldn't have watched the last. Oh, two guys, episodes. what what about that? Uh, the the superhero landing in the sewer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I I, all I could think was uh, fucking Deadpool watching this. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Superhero landing. Yeah. Do you remember that? The, yeah. The sewer, and you did the superhero landing. Yeah, it was hard yeah. not to. That was really weird when he was descending into the sewer. Mm-hmm. How much light was flashing into the manhole? Uh-huh. I was like, it made it look like it was like the middle of the day outside, yeah. and he's out there in his Daredevil costume, <laughs> yeah. like right jumping the, down manholes, jumping down manholes, <laughs> and everything. I was like, yeah. God, be a little bit more fucking ninja about that. <laughs> all right. Let's Let's, uh, you guys want to take a break? Yeah, and uh, then we'll come back. And I, uh, I want to. I'll be the uh, lone voice on the uh, Flash and Supergirl crossover because okay. you fuckers didn't watch it. Yeah. So thanks. <laughs> Got your back, man. <laughs> I can't wait to get the, uh, all your uh, daredevil hate emails. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. People are going to be. You know, it, the thing is, it's like I didn't hate the season. No, I, I just really, I, didn't hate it I wanted to point out things that I didn't like. I, you know, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I did like. Maybe I didn't go over it, but I did like it. I did. It, it was surprising <laughs> that there was so much not to like. Compared to season one. Yes. That's yes. what made it so glaring. Because I, I loved season one. There's like barely anything I didn't love about season one, but mm-hmm. I, the, there's a lot that I didn't like about the second season, but. Yeah, you know what all, just, all we're going to hear is about how much we hated it, though. Brian and Jake tossed Daredevil season two. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's all we're going to fucking hear. 
Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about the uh, Flash uh, Supergirl crossover that was on CBS that was titled World's Finest. Um, was that the Supergirl season finale too? No, uh, it's uh, she's coming back for uh, maybe one or two more episodes okay. before they wrap up the season. I I loved it. Uh, there was a lot of stuff with it that I didn't enjoy, uh, but uh, overall, that, oh, you're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Grant Gustin shows up in her world. They find out that he's from an alternate universe, and nobody knows who he is. And uh, the, it, he actually uh, uh, she she gets thrown out of the uh, the window at uh, it was like Catco or whatever. I don't know what that building is called. <laughs> Cat, well, Cat Grant, Capcom. Cat, Cat Grant owns like this newspaper and shit, and and she gets thrown out of the window as uh, Cara Zorel. She gets thrown out. Uh, Cara Danvers. She gets thrown out the window. Carol Danvers. Ca- no, her name is Cara Danvers. Oh, okay, uh, that's her. You know, like you know, you got Clark Kent, and then you got Cara Danvers. Mm-hmm. No, she's not. Captain Marvel. <laughs> Whoa, what a crossover. Yeah. But she gets thrown out the window and Grant Gustin as the Flash rescues her. You know, he's he knows how to run up uh walls now and shit like mm-hmm. that. So he runs up there and he rescues her and so they're talking about like a, a new hero, you know, in, in the city and everything like that, and and uh, you know, Cat tries to uh, to nickname him the Blur, and uh-huh. and, and, and he's like, uh, "What about the Flash?" And yeah. she's like, "Oh, I hate that." But <laughs> there's a there's a point there where it's like it's 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 a uh, win, and Melissa Benoist. Uh, Maycod Brooks, who plays Jimmy Olsen, and then, uh, Grant Gustin. They're all standing there and talking to Cat Grant. And she's like, look at you. She's like, such a diverse group. You look like the uh, cast of a CW show. <laughs> and it was very funny. And there's like little jokes like that throughout this entire episode that I really enjoyed. Um, they, uh, it was, uh, basically a battle of two on two. It was, uh, Flash and, uh, Supergirl versus, uh, uh, live wire and uh, the silver banshee. Oh, okay, and it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the with the episode up until about the end, uh, where they took out uh, both characters were taken out by uh, firemen. What? <laughs> so live wire uses like electricity and shit, <laughs> and so the firemen blast her with water. The real heroes, the, real the firemen. Heroes. And I thought it was kind of silly. Yeah. But overall, I I loved I loved this episode just watching those two interact with one another and ratings were off the fucking chain from what I read. Yeah, I I think I think that uh a lot of the people that watch The Flash did watch this and so hopefully that'll translate into new viewers to Supergirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And I, I hope that they're going to have more crossovers. I hope that maybe Supergirl can find her way into the Flash show. Mm-hmm. I think you're guaranteed to get more crossovers. I hope so. I mean, I don't think they're, I mean, you know, they're going to see those ratings were, were gigantic compared yeah. to the previous week. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to be ignored. Yeah. At the least, you'll see Flash show up again on Supergirl next season for an episode. I hope so. I really do. Because it was a lot of fun. But see, the funny thing was, like, the next episode of The Flash, I don't know if you guys have watched the most recent I episode. Did. Yeah. Mm-mm. There was no... So I don't know where this takes place in the timeline. Yeah, and it did, he didn't seem to slip into her time in that in that episode either. Right. So right. I, I don't know where they're going to introduce that. But he could come at any time, really. It doesn't yeah. have to necessarily be in that episode. He had something on his chest though when he first appeared in the episode of the Supergirl episode. 
he had some kind of like mechanical device on his chest. Oh, that, like the Zoom outfit? Yeah, that oh. I hadn't seen before. Um, him wearing. So I, I wonder if that's the Taction converters. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. What did you think about that last episode? Oh, it was great, man. I I love where they're going with it again. You know, it was they're... nice to see uh, you know, uh, Tom Cavanaugh yeah. back in that role <sighs> of uh, you know, Reverse Flash. Yeah, he kills it in that role, man. Yeah. He makes it so good. And I so was believable. so worried that he was going to really fuck up the timeline. Yeah. Like, oh my god, are we going to go back to this whole story now? Is he going to yeah. fuck up the timeline so much that we go back into that old story? I'm glad that he didn't fuck up the timeline because, like, you know, we're going to go. It looks like we're going to. It looks like we're taking maybe maybe a week or two off. Yeah. Before they go back, and then we're going to go back into the whole Zoom timeline. Yeah. It seemed, it felt like they were going to go that route. Like they yeah. were hinting that uh, that Wells would still be the Reverse Flash in the new timeline. Yeah, but he wasn't. As, as far as we know, right now he's not. What I love about like Grant Gustin's Flash is like the little things that he does. Like he has the opportunity. He's back in the past, and he knows that Iris has not really dealt with like getting over Eddie. Yeah. and his death, and so like. He does that recording on his phone mm-hmm. and shows it to Iris, and yeah. I thought that was really cool. Like, I that's the shit that I love. I love it. I love watching the Flash like rescue people. You know, at the beginning of an episode, people are in danger, but like even stuff like this, it just shows like how awesome of a fucking hero he is. Yeah, just to do this for somebody he loves. Like he loves Iris, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, like hell in Earth Two, they're married. And yeah. even in the future, in their world, they're supposedly married. In his mind, they're married. And yeah. so, well, I mean, but but he's still conceding to what she wants. He's not yeah, forcing. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he was. I, I really liked the relationship between him and Patty when that was going on. Yeah, you know, I like that. Um, so uh, he, he has a great supporting cast to do that with, and I'm glad yeah. that it's not always a big bad. Even mm-hmm. though they might be present in the scene, right. it's still about those little things that he does that make him heroic, yeah, and make him a good person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to go back and watch that old Flash episode that they went into. Uh huh. That, yeah. that he timed. I want to see if like Cisco's wearing like the same clothing uh, that, that he was wearing in that episode because he was wearing like that. That kind of it kind of looked like a universe, like a cosmos kind of t-shirt. He always has like, weird shirts on. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I want to go back to that episode, mm. see if they're wearing the same clothes. If they if they paid that much attention to detail, oh, that's right. when they do shit like that. that. They Did they go right. into like in a first season episode? Yes, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. It was very cool. Yeah, so. it was a great episode, and I, you know, like I said, the the story that they're telling is is fantastic, mm-hmm. and they they bring. Oh man, I love the Reverse Flash. I love Zoom, so yeah. I can't wait to see where they're going with that. Yeah. Man, it was scary when fucking uh, Reverse Flash fucking knew. Oh yeah, because of the because of the wraith, yeah, the time wraiths. That you know something's wrong. Something's a little bit fishy. Yeah, maybe. Did am I dead in the future? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Whoa. Why are you coming back here? Am I dead in the future? And like, oh my god, that was like, I was scared for Barry. I was like, oh my god. I was like, holy shit, Barry, you fucked up the timeline. Yeah. You, You came back to get fucking answers on how to get faster. But you know what? You may have just fucked everything up. Oh, yeah. And who knows what kind of future you're going to go back to if you even get to go back. Right. There's got to be some other repercussions from him doing that. They didn't show any yet. Yeah, they kind of did. The, the one character that actually blew up the bomb in that that episode, he's actually looked like he was kind of like part of the team. He oh, was, the Pied Piper? Yeah, yeah. Pied Piper mm-hmm. actually was like kind of helping him. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of interesting. That's, that's new. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he's nothing but a villain in the Flash universe. Yeah. 
So that, that'll be interesting to see if he stays that way. Or, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, we're going to see the reverse flash again, I'm assuming. Yeah. But Eddie's still dead, right? Well, we're going to see reverse flash again, um, I think. Because, and we'd already seen him this season. But we saw him in his actual physical form not when he when he was when he transferred his like uh uh essence or whatever you want to call it into harrison wells body, right right we saw him in his true form hmm. of uh of uh eobard thong. eobard thong. yeah yeah so we saw that and we saw him in like a oh what do they call it i don't even know how they call it because uh, yeah i don't know what what where he was exactly, what Earth or anything that was. I mean, it was the same Earth. It was the same Earth, but he was like a, it was like a, a, a version of him that showed up in that time period. Yeah, and it's it's kind of confusing. Yeah. Like you really have to think about yeah. what they're yeah. trying to, to the story is. But yeah, man, great great episode. Yeah, great episode. So I I you know even for its faults, I Tupperware World's Finest. The mm-hmm. the crossover with Supergirl and I Tupperware the last episode of the Flash. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Now they called it World's Finest. That's nice. They yeah, did. That's they cool. They did. It, they did. It was great. I'm glad you guys watched it. <laughs> I got I got your back. Yeah. I'm going to go to the time stream and then come back to this episode having watched it. You're going to fuck up the whole time stream though. <laughs> why do you why do you turn this podcast into a den of bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Hey, you don't know me. You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> God, you can eat the bullshit out of my ass. I wish I could go back and change that. <laughs> Can't. Jesus Christ. Erased. Jake and go. Help me run faster, guys. <laughs> Help me to run faster. Gosh, that's scary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> scary Jake. <laughs> Find your happy place. Yeah, wherever that is. Oh, Leonardo. There he is. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's move on to the. Uh, let's move on to the rebel rebels season finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a Rebels email here from Joe Martin. Uh, hey, Leftovers. Had a blast listening to the Batman v Superman episode. In an epic, epic plot twist, Jake did not toss the movie. My mind was blown to smithereens. I've already covered that. <laughs> You guys, you guys, it, 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 Joe included, you guys are fucking idiots. That's the closest thing to a toss I've ever heard out of a fucking rating. When somebody, when somebody doesn't toss it and they, they say, they, they low taste it because it's a fucking train wreck. And you guys still think that it's not a toss it. I couldn't look away. You couldn't look away. It was an ent- entertaining train wreck. Yes. And you, you guys just ate that shit up just because Jake, they just heard what they didn't want. You know, they heard what they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Better than Man of Steel. Yeah. That, that's what it just, <laughs> they're going to put that on the box. And you guys, like, he also said it's teetering on a toss it. Yeah. He said the next time he watches it, it could be either a taste it or a toss it. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> It'll probably be a toss it. It'll be a toss it the next time Jake watches it. Jesus. You guys are just. Oh, whatever. He says, anyways, that uh, season two finale of Rebels was a huge Tupperware despite a few minor problems. Sabercopter, uh, sabercopters? Really? Mm. I guess in a world with a little green Muppet Man, anything is possible. Maul was amazing in this, and mm. seeing him fight the Inquisitors with Kanan and Ahsoka was the highlight of the episode for me. That highlight would have been the Vader and Ahsoka fight, except for that fucking cop-out of an ending. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. We spent the whole season leading up to this fight, and they just both walk away? They both walk away? 
Mm. I, Joe, what what episode did you see, Chief? Uh, anyway, he goes on. We deserve better than that, Filoni. Besides that, it was probably my favorite episode of the show. Blind Kanan should be interesting. Was hoping to get a mention of Revan in this episode, but hopefully that is still coming. Keep up the great work, guys, from Joe Martin. So, hey, Jay, let's open this up for discussion. Let's yeah. talk about this last episode of uh, Rebels uh, Season 2. Um, what did you think about it? You Tupperware everything this episode. So just- <laughs> the, the highest of Tupperwares <laughs> for Rebels Season 2. Just tell me you loved it and let's move on. I loved it. I Tupperware the shit out of this episode. Yeah, I figured it, it was great. It was great. Uh, yeah, Darth Maul was amazing in this. Uh, not what I expected. You his... don't criticize anything, do you? <laughs> not, you yeah. don't find any fault with anything. Just yeah. you love everything. Right. Let's yeah. just play it safe and just say you love everything. I have a good track record great. for loving things. Everything's wonderful. <laughs> you hated Ant-Man. Yeah, I fucking hate Ant-Man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love this. There, there was, I didn't have problems with the, uh, fucking helicopter saber guy. That the, was dumb. I didn't have a problem with it. That was it. stupid. It, it didn't take away from I, me. What is, what is a helicopter? Helicopter saber guy. Eric Grubb called it the Go Go Gadget saber. <laughs> he texted me and he Did was he like, "Put it on his head." They they spin him around, Jake, and they and and they spin him around and they kind of float. They kind of float. <laughs> it's the dumbest looking thing ever. It's like a Street Fighter Two move. God. You can hover for a second. Well, yeah, the Inquisitors have these blades that spin. I, I, so Jay, I, I've seen. That's why he's flying around. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it didn't bother me. It was dumb. I, I didn't care. It was stupid. There, there were so many other good things about it, like the yeah, the fucking Darth Maul fighting and with Ezra and Kanan and the and the Kanan and uh, Darth Maul dynamic too. How you know Kanan was trying to be his teacher, but then you had Maul trying mani- to manipulate him and leading him into the fucking awesome Sith Sith Temple. I, I've never seen a Sith Temple look that fucking cool before, and that looked awesome as well. So I, I thought it was a good ending. It was probably the best episode of the series for me overall. Um, and, of course, Darth Vader was amazing in this too. I, fuck, he looked awesome in this. Um, I do agree that you know the last fight was kind of weak, um, and I did see Ahsoka walk away. She walked into the Sith Temple. Vader walked out. So I don't know. I don't know. There was what a that. huge explosion after the huge explosion, and then she walked into the temple after he walked out. I did not see that. Yeah, I saw it. Um, so yeah, I don't know what that means, you know. But um, yeah, I, I loved that episode. I thought it was great. It was a taste it for me. Uh, it was. There you was hated a, it. Yeah, apparently I hated it because I tasted it. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that I liked about it. Um, the the biggest problem that I had with this episode was that fight, and it wasn't the actual fight. It was the fact that, okay, here it is. Ahsoka was Anakin's Padawan. Mm-hmm. And the conflict that Vader had as the Emperor is fucking, you know, lightning, force light, using force lightning on on Luke mm-hmm. at the end of Return of the Jedi, Vader starts to feel compassion for his son. Yeah. A son that he doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. And that's the first conflict that we've seen with Vader. Mm-hmm. And this is a Vader that's even deeper, darker into the Force than this Vader that we're watching now. Right, right. I felt like Vader had more of a relationship with Ahsoka uh-huh. than he ever did with Luke. 
Agreed. There was no hesitation. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Out of Vader at all Mm-mm. in this fight with Ahsoka. True. And that affects my rating mm, okay. of this fight. Okay. I would have liked a little bit of hesitation, a little bit of like, like Ahsoka, she did, and Filoni confirmed this, and so did Simon Kinberg, confirmed that Ahsoka had kind of like thought that Anakin was Vader. Yeah. They confirmed this in a Q&A. So that's no surprise. Mm-hmm. Like it's confirmed in this episode. We the mask is partially sh- like shattered and she right. sees his eyes and and you kind of hear like a little bit of Anakin's voice mixed in with Vader's voice in certain parts. Yeah. But Vader seeing Ahsoka for the first time, it was just like Nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. It was, yeah. And for me, I felt felt like it would have been a little bit more impactful on the episode had there been a little bit of hesitation because he has more of a relationship with Ahsoka as his Padawan for the years that they spent together than he ever did with his, with his own son. Right. Yeah, it's almost like their brother-sister, the, the relationship they have in Clone Wars. And you can argue this with me and say this, that, and this, and that, and this, and that. And that's fine. You can argue that with me. But for me, I felt like this episode would have been a little bit more impactful had Vader had any hesitation, even just a little bit of hesitation, just a little bit, just something. Mm-hmm. And, but there was nothing. It sounds like almost like a waste of their meetup yes. to not do that. Yes. Yeah. But, all all he did was try and say, "Hey, you can join me." That was his only like act of not fighting her immediately. Was like, "Hey, you there know. was no hesitation." Yeah, but there was no like, "I'm not going." You know, I'm going to stop trying to kill you right now. There's there was none of that. There was nothing. I mean. Like, even if I would have just saw, like, him blink rapidly or even, like, the eyes kind of well up just for a little bit and then stop. Mm. But there was nothing. And it didn't do anything for me. Nothing. It did nothing for me. I was just like, this is just kind of, like you said, a waste of a meetup. Yeah. If you're going to have these two characters meet, if you're going to bring Ahsoka back to and make this meetup happen yeah then make it worth it yeah my my take on it and the way i justified it to myself was that he was i think he was more into the dark side at this point because it was so fresh his turning to vader at that point where he even says to her like anakin is dead i killed anakin skywalker he does not exist when she's trying to appeal to him so i feel like that's so fresh for him he he is kind of more in that brainwashed you know, Sith mentality where he needs to destroy everything at this point. That was his past. Anything that related to Anakin Skywalker, he needed to destroy. It takes, it takes away though. I, I yeah. you can, you, I mean, you can, I mean, we can sit here and we can try to theorize why he did that. And that's probably right, Jay. Mm-hmm. But for me as a viewer and for me as like, a, you know, like, uh, somebody that enjoyed the Clone Wars and how they built on and it and how they built on it, there, there was nothing, right? There was nothing. Uh, if, if there would have been, just just a moment, just a moment of hesitation with him. I mean, Evo, even Kylo Ren has that for Han. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, and he's, you know, it's not like he's that way where he's new to the yeah. to the dark side. I mean, ultimately, they used it more of an example. They did take, they took away from their relationship to push him up to that next level of being evil. Mm-hmm. That's what they used it for, mm-hmm. you know, and they did. They did take away from there to the impact of what that should have been. This was a meeting that 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 
this was a meeting that for, that for me, if they would have done it right, in my opinion, would have made this a Tupperware. Mm. I, I dropped this episode down to a taste it because of this meeting. Okay. Okay. Um, if you wanted to make this a high taste it for me, you could have given me another thing that I would have wanted. It would have been Darth Maul versus Darth Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because like that's what I fucking want. Like this whole episode alludes to the fact that Darth Maul is like so old and decrepit he needs a cane and he walks around we don't know like can this guy even fight anymore right and it's like oh shit okay if we don't get the battle now i'm fine with it this guy moves around like a fucking arthritic motherfucker (laughs) you know yeah he did he did yeah he did but you know what that's not the case Mm -hmm. Uh, you know he's still got fucking moves oh yeah you don't know maul (laughs) (laughs) you don't know darth maul motherfucker (laughs) you don't know this maul but this darth maul He's got presence, man. Yeah. And he's fucking Jake, he's fucking kicking Inquisitor ass. That's yes, all. he is does. Is this still Ray Park? Is he the voice? Yeah, I think it's the same guy. I don't know if it's Ray Park doing the voice. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. I don't know. I That'd don't be know. cool. I, I I bet it is. I bet what it else is. does Ray Park have to fucking That's do? True. Yeah. But see the thing is, like uh <laughs> uh spoilers, he fucking kills seventh sister and the fifth brother. Big time. Aww. They're dead. Yeah. They're yeah. dead. So they I'm, were your favorite character. <laughs> yeah, you were happy when that happened. <laughs> I was so happy when fucking fifth brother. I'm ate. dead. <laughs> oh, look at me, I'm dead. I'm too dumb to die. Yeah, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed him <clears throat> as as the Palpatine type. You know, I liked how he was trying to manipulate. Oh, I love that. Manipulate Ezra. I loved that. Yeah, that I loved great. everything about about Darth Maul in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved everything about that, um, except for uh, when Kanan gets blinded and then trips him and he falls. <sighs> I was like, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <Doop-de-doo>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying on that. That was kind of lame. But like everything else that everything else that Darth Maul was doing, kind of like uh, telling Ezra to like use his anger. Get angry. Yeah. Uh, the Sith Temple was was amazing. I, I mm. loved like how like the uh, having to lift. The different walls uh, of the Sith Temple, and it felt like there was like seven of them. Oh yeah, to go through. like you couldn't get out once you got past a certain point. Right. You're stuck in there. Right. I thought that was cool. Like <clears throat> how like fucking Ezra would lift one, Maul would lift the second one, Ezra would lift the third one, Maul lift the fourth one, and it was just like a tag team to get through yeah. this. You, it's it, it, and it's very Sith. There's always two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it takes two to enter. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, uh, and then also, I f- uh, I felt it, uh, it was very interesting. Ezra is being kind of tempted to the dark side, big time, by Darth Maul, who says he's not a he's not part of the dark side anymore. They're his enemies, he's not in a fact. Sith. Yeah. yeah, he's fighting against the Inquisitors, but he's also fighting against the Jedi. Yeah, and uh, um, so, but it was, he also said at one point that th- there's the holocron, mm-hmm. and he tells the he tells Ezra that only a Sith can open the holocron. Yes. Hmm. Well, Ezra opens the holocron. He does. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Now everybody's going to be Ezra Snoke. <laughs> Ezra must be Snoke. Those people are stupid. I said that months ago. Go fucking away with that fucking <laughs> stupid shit. I'm going to get so many fucking Facebook messages and fucking emails. Do you think Ezra might be Snoke? Uh, no. Do, do you think that Ezra might be Plagueis? Yeah, it's more likely Jar Jar Snoke <laughs> than fucking Ezra. It really yeah. is. But anyway... 
but but yeah, I don't know. There's there's a part where Ezra's eyes go red, but on the flip side, it's like, is it because he's holding that key right. that his eyes go red, or is it because he is actually turning into a Sith? Hard to say. We'll talk about that. There's there was a Q and A with uh, David Filoni, and then also uh, Simon Kittenberg, and I'll go over some of those okay. things, but. Uh, yeah, what, what is up also with the, uh, last couple episodes we've saw that fucking weird owl flying around. Yeah. What is up with that? Yeah, there, I don't, there's gotta I don't, be, there's gotta be some meaning with that owl. I don't know what the owl would mean at all, but it has been a reoccurring. I'm gonna have thing. to watch this again too, because like, I didn't see Ahsoka Tano like walk away from this. I did, yeah, absolutely. I, I was like, okay, Vader's walking out, so Ahsoka's dead. And I then they it, show her yeah. walk into the, t- her back's turned to you, and she walks into the temple. Okay. It's weird. Is like, it a regular length episode, or was it? It's an hour. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's an hour long episode. Uh, Kanan is now blind. He defeats Maul blind, is by the way. Will he be forever blind? I think he's blind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he wears yeah. a visor now. Yeah, he's like Daredevil now. He uses... Yeah. He basically used the Force to fight, take on... I thought that was cool, where he up. where he did go blind, and then he just quiets himself. Yeah. I thought that was very Jedi. Do you guys know what uh, Kanan's real name is? Uh-uh. No. If you read the, the, the Kanan comic book, mm-hmm. um, he changes his name. His... Because like the Jedi are on the run and he doesn't want people to know his real name because that was his Jedi name. His real name is Caleb Doom. Oh wow, D D U M E, Caleb okay. Doom. That wow. sounds like a Sith name. Yeah, but yeah, kind of. That's, that's Kanan's real name, huh. Darth Doom. <laughs> Interesting. Just thought I'd tell you guys. But yeah, I, I and you know back to that that going into the temple, I felt like. You know, you could you could trick any Padawan at that point. Like, help me out, get in here. Like, but he was basically training him. Mm-hmm. Like that whole getting into the temple was Sith training at its finest. Get angry, and then you can do this. Let let go of your anger. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool aspect of it to kind of show how that might have happened to somebody. You know. So, but yeah, I don't I don't know where they're gonna go. You yeah. know, necessarily with these guys from here. Um, yeah, I I honestly I would have Tupperware this just for if they would have just got a couple of other things different. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying for sure. I just I just thought that the Ahsoka Vader meetup was just kind of a little bit like just didn't it didn't have the emotional impact that I think it should have. Right, and, and I would also say even though the Inquisitor fight was cool and that they killed him, that was gratifying, but. Their whole setup too was really weak in this season as well. Mm. They, they <clears throat> I think ultimately they succeeded in tying up some things that they needed to tie up. Uh, the, grand, the Grand Inquisitor was so much better. He was than absolutely either, either one of these villains. Yeah, they're not. They're not like they don't feel like a threat like he did. So I think they spent too much time this season trying to wrap up too much from Clone Wars still. And yeah. I hope that this moves on in a fresh way that isn't trying to still wrap up those stories. Because then it's going to be better overall. The stories where they focus on them, those are the best ones. So mm-hmm. hopefully they do that. But hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's uh, let's go over some questions that uh, showrunner David Filoni uh, gave us answers to. Is Ahsoka Tano still alive? So that's a question. Okay. Uh, I thought that they left the, it very ambiguous whether she was alive or dead. I didn't see her walk away into a temple. So mm-hmm. I'll have to watch the episode again. He says, I think that right now it's important. Uh, I think that right now what's important is it's really a moment for you as a fan and for me to see more of what you're made of. Like 
how strong is your faith? What do you believe? What did you see there in the final moments? Because I know what happened for sure. And I think that it would be just cruel and rob you of your own independence if I said blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like I didn't put an image of Vader like dragging her head along at the end. That'd be horrible. That would be like I couldn't even get off this lot if that happened. Mm-hmm. And yet I didn't have a, uh, a loath cat come up and purr at her ankle as she picked it up and said, close, uh, close one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so neither, uh, neither of those is an acceptable outcome. So I never answered your question, mm-hmm. but nebulous, nebulous with complete certainty as to what happened in my own mind. And now at conventions, I'll be plagued with what people, uh, I'll be plagued with what people, which is fine. I can deal with that because interest is good because it means we keep making the show. So that's fine. Fair enough. Yeah. Executive producer Simon Kinberg knows if she's alive or dead, but said this, it's up to your imagination. And then eventually you will learn one way or another. Okay. So I felt like the, I felt like it was ambiguous whether she was dead or alive right right that's what i took from it yeah i'm not sure i'm i totally have no idea at this point but i i think she's coming back at some point in in what form i don't know yeah i think if she's dead if she's dead they show it right they should show it well if glenn's dead yeah they show it it's the the body rule instead he fucking rolls underneath a dumpster yeah (laughs) you don't see a body they ain't dead exactly right Right. she's not i don't think she's dead and that's what we were all waiting for at the end of that fight basically uh exec uh, let's see here oh is ezra being pulled to the dark side uh filoni at the q a said this um i think his eyes went red no but then i was asking filoni if it was just a great animator who was like, oh, he had something red in his hands, so reflect red off his eyes. Mm-hmm. Or are we saying something with that? And I can't get a straight answer. Huh. Filoni did admit that Ezra is success- uh, susceptible to the dark side. He said, is Ezra susceptible to the dark side? I said, yeah, of course. Everybody is. You don't have to be a Jedi or a Sith to be susceptible to the dark side. The mm. dark side can be, you know, one of the politicians in the Senate that seizes things for his own greed and power. It can be Hera if she decides to be a TIE fighter pilot mm-hmm. and rip things up and do things for her own. When you make it very simple for yourselves in your storytelling, if you're being selfish and self-motivated and doing things to gain power for yourself, evil, Sith, selfless for others, even sacrificing your own life, you can be more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi, good. The Jedi and the Clone War, unfortunately, are far to the center, and that's why they fail, and that's why they lose. Hmm. So there's a full-on answer for you. Nice. I think Ezra just smoked some Kessel Spice, and his <laughs> eyes were all cashed out red. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> Filoni just doesn't want to say that. It's, a, it's like a kid's show. His, his eyes are all bloodshot and shit. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Alle- allegedly. He allegedly smoked some Kessel Spice. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's uh, let's move on to let's move on to some fucking emails. <laughs> oh, don't forget um, iTunes reviews. Oh yeah, let's let's uh, let's do the iTunes reviews. Yeah. Do. These are our iTunes 
You really love to hear how much Daredevil season two sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to listen to how much I suck for not Tupperwearing it. So. You blow. That'll be fun. All right. Uh, first iTunes review comes from Jedi Joe three thousand. I think this is Joseph. Jedi Joseph. I think it's Joseph. He says, "Oh, this guy." Yeah, he's. Uh, it's a five star. Uh, your new favorite podcast is what it's titled. And he says, have you ever had an eargasm for over three hours? Hmm. If you've answered no, then you've never listened to Pop Culture Leftovers. Whoa. It's the Cialis of podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to work when you're ready. (laughs) Unless your name is TJ Lamb. Oh. Or you plagiarize wrestlers' scripted dialogue. (laughs) Then you already know nothing will help you get it up. This is the pod, this is a podcast worthy of all five stars. Damn. It's a splendid review. <laughs> my, my dick feels raw after that review. Oh, damn. <laughs> it, was, it was decent. Decent. It was just fine. Decent. Yeah. Just fine. Just fine. No young Murph. No young Murph. <laughs> not even young Bruce. Yeah, not even young Bruce. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sometimes we get somebody that listens to the show that's just a fucking idiot. Ah. Just uh, a complete fucking moron yep. that doesn't know what they're talking about. These are actually my favorite people. Yeah, these are these are good peeps. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes from Dusk Angels. <laughs> Dusk Angels. <laughs> and it's, what a deep name. It's titled Not Comic Book Fans. Ah. Oh, pa- apparently we hate comic books. <laughs> That's true of me, at least. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't spend $150 a month on comic books. So go, uh, go fuck yourself. You hate them. You're a self-masochist, yeah. though. So what does that mean? Not comic book fans is what it's titled. This is one of those. This is one of those DC fanboys that listen to our fucking fucking D, our fucking Batman v Superman episode and because we didn't Tupperware it. Fucking wants to give us a bad fucking rating on uh, iTunes. Dusk Angels. That's Dusk so, Angels. They're so sweet though. <laughs> sweet name. Oh man, I'm gonna get that name tattooed on my body. <laughs> Do you think this guy like Tupperware's Chris Angel? <laughs> He Tupperware is all angels. This guy is a fucking mind freak, right? His favorite Doctor Who episode is the one with the weeping angels. I thought mind freak was so stupid. It should be called mind fuck. <laughs> mind freak. Yeah, Who says mind freak? I don't know. Mind freak. Mind freak. <laughs> no, it's called mind fuck, you dumbass. Mind freak. If you're going to fucking call your show mind freak, mm-hmm. don't. Because it should be called mind fuck. So don't call it mind freak. Yeah. Just because you can't call it mind fuck. Right. Mind frag. <laughs> yeah. Mind frag. <laughs> Stupid. Chris Angel. Where's this fucking jackass movie? <laughs> Hold on. Dusk Angel. Dusk. All right, he goes, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a one star. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh no. Oh god, my whole world's shattered because Dusk Angels doesn't like our podcast. It's Angels. Dusk it's Angels. M- multiple Angels? Oh. Well, yeah, multiple. This is oh, plural. Shit. Okay. Uh, one star. This has got to be one of the worst podcasts showed in the business. Oh. That makes no sense. That showed? Showed. This has got to be one of the worst podcasts showed in the business. <laughs> this has got to be one of the worst sentences ever formed. Because it makes no sense. And it showed in the business. Showed in the business. Yeah, he's, he says this has got to be one of the worst podcasts showed s h o w e d this has got to be one of the worst podcasts showed in the business huh. 
Maybe maybe shows. Was that what you were shooting for? Shown? Eh. No, we don't. It's we not. Don't, it's not no visual. shows. Yeah, shows. Shows. It's a podcast show. Yeah, yeah. But no, this idiot goes. This has got to be one of the worst podcasts showed in the business. In the business. In the business. <laughs> in the business of podcasting, this is showed, and it's the worst in said shows. In the business <laughs> that has been shown. <laughs> No, that's got to be one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever read. Yeah, that hurt. In the business. In the business. In the business. In the business. <laughs> what fucking business? You don't know me, <laughs> motherfucker. Hey, fuck you, Dusk Angels. Fuck you, Dusk Angels. You don't know me. Tell them. You can eat the fucking shit, shit out, out of my, my fucking ass. asshole, Dusk Angels. Motherfucker. <laughs> Dusk Angels. He goes, uh, he goes on to say more shit that he doesn't know anything about. He uh, says, I can't decide which is worse, the fact that they hate on everything Zack Snyder does or the extreme vulgarity and lack of professionalism in every episode. <laughs> he says, just skip this one, guys. Good. You know, okay, hold on, hold on. This review got better. That, that we hate on everything Zack Snyder does. Nah. There's only one guy on the podcast that hates on everything Zack Snyder does, and that's Jake. Yeah. I love, fucking love Watchmen. Yeah. Love Man of Steel. Right love Dawn you. of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I Dawn fucking love the fucking Owl cartoon CG movie that he did. I love pretty much everything Zack Snyder's ever done. Yeah. This guy doesn't even know what he's fucking talking about. First thing he fucking says, he's like, uh, this is not, this has got to be one of the worst podcasts showed in the business. <laughs> this fucking stupid guy with his fucking third grade education and shit. Can't even get a fucking sentence out right. Stupid motherfucker. You don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> fucking Neanderthal, motherfucker. No shit. We got fucking Tarzan over here fucking writing a review. <laughs> fucking Tonto logged on and fucking thought he'd fucking give his thoughts on our podcast. It's a good thing Frankenstein fucking figured out how to use iTunes. <laughs> Stupid son of a bitch. Reread his sentences. Yeah, it's not hard. This has got to be one of the worst podcasts showed in the business. <laughs> This has got to be one of the worst, worst fucking sentences I've ever read in my life, you stupid fuck. Horrible, horrible sentence, yes. Skip this one, guys. In the business. Yes, just skip this one, guys. <laughs> it, they, we hate on everything Zack Snyder does. Yeah, you, you listen for how many episodes? Like two episodes? Yeah, inaccurate. stupid fuck. Mm-hmm. I loved Watchmen. Yep, me too. Loved, I loved 300. Me too. I wish we hated on everything. Immortals. I liked Immortals. Shit. He didn't do that. He did. Uh, he didn't direct it. Oh, he didn't. I he might have did. Nah, I don't. Okay. He didn't direct Immortals. Yeah, I think he might have been an executive producer on okay. that one. Okay. I don't think he directed it though. Well, I loved it anyway. Fuck it. You're about as fucking intelligent as this guy. <laughs> the highest of Tupperwares to Immortals. I do like Immortals. <laughs> <laughs> the highest of tossits to that iTunes review. Yeah, that was weak. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna look up Immortals because this is gonna bother me. <laughs> like, if no, if I'm shitting on you, if I'm fucking shitting on you for Immortals. Hold on. It looked dump on right, me. Full on, full on justified shitting coming was, your way. Definitely, it was not direct. Immortals was not directed by Zack Snyder. I was right. Sorry. It's a good thing I'm here to fucking keep you in check. Otherwise, I'd get a fucking email. For about sure. I'd get sure. a fucking, some jackass emailing me next week saying, uh, Immortals was not directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah. He's an idiot. It was directed by Tarsum Singh. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah. I, I'm sorry about that. My bad. But it looks like it's Don't apologize. Movie. You don't know shit about I'm, Immortals. I'm apologizing to you guys. <laughs> you don't know shit about Immortals, motherfucker. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> Taste my own medicine there. You can eat the shit out of fucking... <laughs> Whoever the fuck that yeah. guy is. Henry Cavill. Henry. Oh, he's in it, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. 
All right, so all right, let's move on to these. Did I did I play? I didn't play the email bumper, did I? Uh oh, that's okay. Eh, here we go. <laughs> should I play? Should I play Sparenberg's? Oh, it's God. been a while. I'm gonna go have a smoke while that's on. It's been a while. Can I do that real quick? No. Okay. Do fucking do fucking Sparenberg's hey, bumper. Who sung that song? Give us the wrong person that Stain. sung it. Okay. Zach Snyder. <laughs> I don't think Sparenberg listens anymore. I don't think Dana listens anymore either. They ran away. They oh. gone. So we can really rip on them now. Cool. And I won't play their fucking bumper. I'll play it. Play it. Let's hear it. I need a good yawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jamail. is here. You've got oh, we got a five star, though. Oh. Mm. God, this bumper. The only time I hate Simpsons references. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Crank anchors. It's now time for the leftovers to dig way, way down deep into their sack <laughs> of mail. No, oh, I see what he did there. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. All right, I'm gonna read mail here in a second. We got a five star review from Kitten Mitts- Kitten Mittens, hmm. Ooh, uh, and it's, uh, it's called "Have Your Stars." Uh, have your stars. Fine, have them. And then it's like all five of them, and so it's a five star. Okay. And that was from Kitten Mittens. Thank you. Fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then we got uh, another five star from Pixie Laces. What's up uh, with all these cutesy names? I don't know. It sounds like something you'd like, Mr. Kitten Mittens <laughs> and Pixie Lane. Funko Pop, motherfucker. <laughs> I want my Dusk Angels Funko Pop. Fucking Nintendo, <laughs> fucking Mario Kart. Dude, Nintendo is bad. You don't know shit about Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Fucking Love the Show uh, from Pixie Laces. <laughs> and it's uh, Found You Guys from Nerd Porn. And it was a great idea to check you fuckers out. Mm. I enjoy five hours of you shitting around and talking about all the nerd crap I love. Is that like a new term that kids are using, shitting around? Yeah, shitting Shit, around. Shitting around. Shitting. shitting around the old pop culture. Huh. Is that what, no, do people use that now? Is that like a thing? Are they pooping a lot these days? No. These kids? <laughs> it's not a thing. I enjoy five hours of you shitting around. Huh. No, I've never heard that before. Uh, shoot, oh, people shoot the shit. True. Mm. So could people then shit around? Yeah. Yeah, why not? They could. Yeah. That, oh, that it's five stars, so I agree. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, we bow to the five stars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> five stars. I don't give a Whatever fuck. Whatever they say must be true. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Shitting around must be a popular saying. Here we go. Uh, lay off Jake. He's wrong a lot, but so lovable. <laughs> Aw, you don't know shit about me, Pixie. <laughs> Tell him, Jake. Hey, you don't know me. Pixie Laces. Yeah, yeah, I got him right here. You can say stuff about Brian and say stuff about Jake, but you don't know shit about me. The one-up box featured some Pixie Laces yeah. this week. Oh, yeah, those yeah. are. Um, let's see here. Brian, I enjoy listening to you bitch at everyone. And you never... <laughs> you, Brian, I enjoy listening to you bitch at everyone, and you never hold back. Aw. You're just that piece of shit. <laughs> let's loose on everybody. <laughs> You're shitting around on everyone. Ah, fuck you, friend or foe. Fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm Brian, damn it. Friend or foe. Friend or foe, fuck all of ya. 
I don't give a shit. Oh, you agree with me? Well, fuck you too, motherfucker. About to shit on you. Uh, Jay is just weird. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, true that. True. Keep, ma- keep making me giggle at work where they look at me funny. It makes the day go by faster when I'm just shitting around. <laughs> Does it say that at the end again? No. <laughs> you always do that to me. <laughs> oh, that's what I do. But those are the iTunes reviews this week. I, I should have finished that in the old iTunes review segment before jumping into emails. It, it happens. You, you went back five minutes to fix I did. it. I did. I went, uh, <laughs> erased. Um, so, yeah, I like how you tied that in. <laughs> you saved the show. Fucking like two hours later. <laughs> All right, first email comes from... Uh, Fucking Joe Martin again. He fucking sent us a Rebels email. And this this guy, everybody with their fucking shit. Everybody with their fucking voice. Two emails in one week. Two fucking emails. It's like, god damn it. How much, how much do you have to fucking say? How much do you have to fucking say? A lot. Get a podcast if you got this much to say. No shit. <laughs> Send yourself emails. The God Joe Martin Show. Everybody, every fucking week with fucking people. I got so much to fucking say. I got to fucking pack it in with another fucking email. The Joe Martin Show. Nobody's listening. I'm going to give you a fucking one star. <laughs> the worst show in the business. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, leftovers! You don't know me. <laughs> Does it really say that? You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> Joe Martin. Does it really say that? That's Joe Martin's email. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it doesn't. Uh, he did it again. <laughs> you can't believe this guy. <laughs> Gosh darn it, we need to write this down. Don't believe Brian. Oh, man, I about, I about gave Joe Martin the highest of Tupperwares. <laughs> no, he's, he talks about shit here. <laughs> he's got, he really has something to say. All right. Apparently it's important. So, hey, Joe Martin. Hey, hey, Leftovers. It's been a while since I wrote in. Yeah, it's been about <laughs> fucking like three minutes since I read your last fucking email about fucking Rebels. <laughs> so thanks for that. It's been a while, apparently. What, what, why has it been a while? Did I ban you recently? <laughs> That's coming on. I feel that coming on. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Left, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> what a laugh from Jay there. <laughs> I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> it's like he got possessed by Ed McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> on drugs. Yeah. It's been a while since I wrote in, so I thought I'd be that guy that sends in a last-minute email that you all love so much. Uh at least it's not Finn Dietz Creek this week. I have a no, he's just full of jokes. Classic Joe. <laughs> Ripping on Finn, the easy oh, target. Oh, yeah. Low hanging Finn fruit. <laughs> 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 yeah. I have a TV show recommendation for you guys. If none of you have ever seen House of Cards on Netflix, the show just came back for its fourth season, and it is by far my favorite Netflix original series. Kevin Spacey does some of his best acting on the show, and even breaks the fourth wall almost every episode. The show is heavy on politics, so if that's your thing, then the show probably... if So if that's not your thing then the show probably isn't for you. I haven't heard any of you bring it up on the podcast, so I figured I would mention it. Well, Joe, you haven't been listening since our early episodes because Jay mm-hmm. has actually talked about this on like the like the pre even preteen episodes. It was a while about, ago. It's yeah. been a long wow. time. I don't know if you've watched like 
I know you watched at least the first two seasons. Yeah, I watched the first two seasons for yeah. sure. I, I loved it. Um, but yeah, kind of like you said, I'm I'm not into politics that much. I I think it's too close to home. They do a great job. Don't get me wrong. And and Kevin Spacey's fucking amazing. Everybody in this in the series has been amazing. Yeah. But uh, the subject matter, I, mm-hmm. I fucking hate politics anymore. I don't want to pay attention to it because it bums me out. So yeah. I don't watch it. Yeah. But you're right. It's a great show for sure. For sure. Kevin Spacey talking about breaking the wall. Mm-hmm. I heard in season four, he looks at the camera, says, You don't know me, <laughs> motherfucker. You don't fucking know me and my politics. You can eat the politics out of my fucking ass. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what you call this episode, You Don't Know Me? Uh, one more thing, since I know Jake has already camped out in line for Batman v Superman. This must have been an email from last week. Mm. Uh, camped out in line for Batman v Superman. Please let him know that I love Funko Pops just as much as him. And I only collect the... Doubt em- it. And I only in- collect the empowered female characters just to show how politically correct I am. <laughs> Have fun getting drunk and talking smack to us listeners. We all deserve it. You need to toughen the rest of the army up so we can all be as manly as Wilderness John. Mm-hmm. Cheers, fellas. Joe Martin, a.k.a. Joey Radstone. Joe Martin? Yeah. I'm not trying to claim he's as big of a Funko Pop fan as me. Hmm. Does that, oh, does that piss you, you off? Don't, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that, Jake? Yeah. You, don't, you don't funk know me. <laughs> you don't Funko know me. I want a Wilderness John Funko Pop. <laughs> I want him fucking a bald eagle. <laughs> the bald eagle edition. Yeah. This <laughs> Barnes and Noble exclusive. Next email comes from Joshua Gutierrez. Uh, hi, Leftovers. I know this isn't the setting for something like this, but I'll dive right in anyways. I feel like we're a dysfunctional family around here, so why not? This is more of a Brian's dating disaster. I've been with this girl for the past eight years. Finally decided to put a ring on her finger in which she enthusiastically said yes in front of my family and friends. We were both very excited. Things took a little turn for the worst when my health started to fail me. We won't go into specifics. I started noticing a difference in her attitude and her attention towards me. Almost seemed like I wasn't there with her in the same room sometimes. So not even a month goes by and... We're planning our wedding and even booked a flight to Washington to check out our wedding venue. Things seem good, but still a little off. Not even three days after we land, she comes out of nowhere and tells me she's tired of our relationship and she's worried that she's going to have to live a life she never wanted. Hmm. Not even an hour goes by and I'm out of the house with nowhere to go. Two days later, through a text message, she says, Eight... She says, eight fucking years of our memories and my collectibles slash comics are boxed and sitting outside waiting for you to be picked up. Whew. Let me tell you, my whole entire world has been flipped upside down. So what I'm basically saying is if you're reading this on the air, I'd like the leftovers to take a shot for me, maybe even a little toast to stupid fucking selfish selfish bitches like her. <laughs> Thanks for doing what you do and helping me through these horrible times. I really appreciate it. Your uh, loyal listener and the originator 
of the fuck of the fuck trumpet fad. <laughs> Joshua Gutierrez. Man, that's brutal. Do yeah. we have, hey, do you have shots of anything? Uh, no, I don't, unfortunately. Um, Thanks, Jay. Yep, sorry. <laughs> I have Man, no Jay. liquor today. <laughs> You're letting the goots down. <laughs> we got beer. That's about it. Well, I'll take a little shot of my drink or yeah. whatever. But Yes, mm. I'll take a shot of kickstart for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man. Man, dude, I'm eight years, man. Eight years. Jesus, fuck. Um, it's not, it's not like, man, fucking, fucking, that's what, movies are such bullshit sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, you've got a movie like the, you've got this fucking tearjerker movie, but, uh, like the notebook Mm -hmm. where, you know, fucking you find out at the end that fucking James Garner visits his wife every day, you know, to tell her this story over and over and over again. And he, he's hoping that she's lucid enough to remember it when the truth of the matter is that in like nine out of 10 cases, James Garner has stopped going to the fucking, yeah, like the fucking, uh, nursing home. Right. And he, right. And he's moved on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's with some girl 20 years younger. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the fucking world we live in. Yeah. And it's like, it's like when, that's, you know, it's like, it's when Joshua needed her the most, when like, when his health fucking started to fail him, when he needed her the most, that's like when she should be there for him. That's when she fucking bails on him. Yeah. I mean, the guy's already going through enough. It's like, but Joshua, I'll tell you this much, man. It's good that you, even though eight years were wasted, dude, it's good for you to find out who she was now. Yeah. Cause God forbid another eight years would have gone by and you'd already been married and then something like this happens and then you've got kids together and now you're divorcing and now, dude, it's, dude, you're better off, man. Yeah. She showed her true colors in that case. Yeah. Embrace your inner geek. Just, you know. Sink into shit you love, and just you know, trying to try not to sweat it too much. And 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 I mean, just time. It's just going to take time. I mean, it's like for the you're. I think like in uh, when you're in a relationship for so long, you know, like yeah, you know, my longest relationship was nearly five years. But like when you're in a relationship so long, it's like your brain is kind of like dependent on that person, and like when they take them away, it's mm-hmm. almost like taking you off of a drug. Yeah. 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 Especially when they're just ripped away from you like that. Like if you were the one that came to the decision, like, Oh, it's over. Then it would have been fine. Like you've already weaned yourself off of like whatever you thought this relationship was, but like you thought everything was good to go. You started seeing signs, but like she just ripped it away. And so like, you're still, there might be a part of you that still misses that and misses her. But like, dude, with time, you're going to get stronger. And, uh, I think I, 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 I think, you're better off with being away from a person that that couldn't commit to you over this. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I had it been somebody else, and I think that somebody else is probably out there for you, and I think you will find that person. But she's not the one for you. Yeah, and now you know that. And now you know that. And I think, I think, even though it hurts, I think sometimes that fucking life just life just shows you like it takes you it shows you lessons and it'll take you down a better path instead of fucking finding out even you know eight more years down the road that that she wasn't the person for you yeah shit 16 years yeah that's that'd be crazy yeah yeah it's still it still sucks man time time does heal all wounds though it really does and it sucks like i've been in a relationship for 
a relationship for six years. Yeah. And it was like we did everything together. And yeah. like when it was over, it's like I didn't even want to watch any of my shows anymore. Yeah. I just let the DVR fucking pile up. Yeah. All that shit I used to watch with her. And yeah. Everything. And it just reminded you of her. Yeah. And it's like yeah. every daily fucking thing you did reminds you of her and shit. Yeah. And it, it goes away though. It does. It does. Like, uh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things where like just, Every day, every day that you're separated from her, it's gonna get better. And there's gonna be, there, it, like, it, it's like, it's like every day you'll think about her, and then there'll be one day where you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be two days where you don't. And then you'll think about her, and then you'll go on. It, you're gonna, you're gonna be fine, man. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, just don't, uh, you know, keep your friends close, uh, keep family close, and uh, try to do the things that you do, and try to keep busy, and, and it's just going to take time. There's 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 going to be times. I, I don't know how close you guys live to one another. And if you see her, um, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah. But yeah. just stay strong. That sucks. It does. And to hear about the has health problems and everything. Like, yeah. That's brutal. Like yeah. that's yeah. When, it's like a, such a cop out to leave someone when they need you most like that. Exactly. So. But it's a good thing that you found out now. Yeah. That's that's who she is. Like her, she tr- showed her true colors. Like. And I'm hoping that whatever you're going through, I don't know what you're going through, but I hope there's just like a full recovery. I hope you come, you bounce back stronger, better than ever. And I hope, you know, with time you find somebody else and she is that perfect match for you, dude. Cause it, this chick wasn't, dude. Right. And the way to achieve that, honestly, is, uh, not dwelling in that shit. Don't dwell on it. All you, all you need to be doing right now is moving forward from that. And yeah, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It, it's not easy. But moving forward from that, weaning yourself off of that, and therefore you will open yourself up to new opportunities. You can stay closed off and dwell in that all you want. And I understand people need to take time to do that and kind of mourn that loss. But don't do it forever. Definitely start moving forward when you can. Yeah. And you will open yourself up to new and better possibilities. More People more suited to you will be drawn to you at that point. That's just how it goes. Don't contact her. No, don't talk to her. Don't do don't any of that shit. Yeah. Don't talk to her, yeah. man. Stay away. Stay yeah. away. I mean, if she, if for some reason, if like she, if she fucking comes to the realization like, oh my God, what did I do? I miss this guy. Then let her tell you. Yeah. But don't you you know if you fucking bug her and shit, you're just gonna chase her off, right? Yeah, or even worse, set yourself for another couple of years of fucking fakeness. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I think we've all been there where we felt like, okay, it's hopeless. I'm not gonna find somebody else. And as soon as you stop caring about that, yeah. that's when things fall into place, and you do meet somebody mm-hmm. else. And it's happened every time in my life where I was in the pit of fucking loneliness. Mm-hmm. As soon as I stopped giving a shit and started caring about myself, taking care of myself, and moving forward, that's when somebody else fell in, the, in my place. Somebody else came along just right. out of the blue. So it happens, man. It always happens. Yeah. Yeah, Joshua, man. Um yeah, keep your head up, dude. And, uh, you know, man, you, you can message me anytime if fucking, you know, yeah, dude, I'll fucking give you my number if you want to talk on the phone sometime. So just hit me up. You know, I know you have on Facebook. So hit me up if you need anything, dude. All right. Moving on to, uh, Jeremiah McQuarter. McQuarter. Can we take a Jer- smoke real quick? Yeah. Hey, McQuarter. Sweet. Here's Jeremiah. Here's Jeremiah McQuarter. Don't touch me, McQuarter. Oh, oh, little, little Jeremiah McQuarter. <laughs> That's who. That's him and his little lassie. <laughs> Jeremiah McQuarter. <laughs> 
Jeremiah. Of the clan McClordy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that? It's a little Highlander for you. We went from being all serious and giving fucking, like, relationship advice to fucking, like, rattling off <laughs> Jeremiah McClordy. We love them names. We love the old names. <laughs> Scoot McNary <laughs> and the Jeremiah McClordy. <laughs> and the Jeremiah. The Jeremiah McClordy. Fucking weird. <laughs> this show is so fucking stupid. Yes. You people listen to fucking stupid shit. Absolutely. Hey, remember to use the fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember to use the code pop culture leftovers. Definitely. For an 10% off your one up box. There you go. All right. Yeah, just type that shit in there. They give you 10% off and you can get some fucking shoelaces. They'll give you the business. Oh, yeah, some pixie laces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pixie laces like a motherfucker. Dude, seriously, those pixie laces. Those are fucking gangsters. Look at that. I'm gonna take a picture. Yeah, dude. Lace it up. Jake Lace that shit up. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Leonardo dead in the corner. <laughs> 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 All right. I think I think our sponsor is gonna fire us. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's <laughs> too bad. <laughs> I really want that next box. They got some Nintendo swag in it. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's a Nintendo box. Mm. I don't know. I, they said there's Nintendo something in it. Okay. So let's fake it till we make it. <laughs> it's, like a fucking, it's like a broken uh, Nintendo Generation 1 controller. No! So everyone out there, use our link so I can get that Nintendo swag. <laughs> link? Zelda? Oh, oh. Use that link so I can get that link. Yeah. Nice. You don't know Link, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Link's the dude. <laughs> what, people still say that. Well, people think Zelda's the dude. Oh, okay. Oh, they think that Link is Zelda. Yeah, yeah. People are dumb. Like it's like the Legend of Zelda, and oh, they, wow. they think that the main character is Zelda. Zelda. And then that's, Zelda's that's the, the princess. Dude. Yeah, yeah. God yeah. dang it. And they, and they think Ganon is fucking like the yogurt dude. <laughs> Ganimals. <laughs> Drinkable Ganon, <laughs> squeezable Ganon shakes. What's 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 the what's the what's the Dan and yogurt shake? No, that's Activia. Activia. I'm yeah, thinking Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I bet you, dude, I bet you, her shits just slide out of her so fucking smooth. butthole. Oh yeah, like a, like a, it's like fucking like a torpedo. You ever seen like the Hunt for Red October? Like just fucking like those are just like sliding out of her asshole like it's nothing. She doesn't even fucking wipe. That's she just she just sits down on that toilet and it's like it's like fucking uh, yeah, bombs away. Bombs away, uh, fire when ready, boom, and she's just like, off to the races, like her butthole just like opens up like it's nothing, and it just comes out of her old fucking pink, her fucking brown chamber, and uh, she just th- pulls her panties brown back up. Chamber. and chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Her old fucking rusty sheriff's badge, that shit just fucking flies out of there, it's like fucking Superman on his way to rescue Lois Lane and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Never wipe again. <laughs> she just sits down. She's like, hold, hold, boom, and just, yeah. Okay, let's take a break. Okay, Jamie, yeah. What are you doing? I'm just, I'm just figuring you wanted pictures of this because you said you were going to post them. Okay, I was just going to say Jamie Lee Turtis. <laughs> Jamie Lee Turtis. All right, go. we'll be back. I'm fresh. Alright, hey, we're back. Hey. Brian or Jake, you can call me a fucking 
turd all day. You don't fucking know me, so suck my dick. I don't give wow. a fuck. Wow. I don't give a shit. You don't know me, motherfucker. You never spent time with me. Eat my fucking shit out of my fucking ass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my new voicemail. Here it is. Time for everybody's favorite game show. You don't fucking know me. Oh man, I want the next pop culture leftovers t-shirt to say eat my fucking shit out of my fucking ass. Pop culture leftovers. Alright, remember to use the code eat my fucking shit out of my fucking ass for an additional 10% off your next one up box. <laughs> Alright, next email comes from, uh, before we take a break, it came from Jeremiah McCorter. Oh, the McCorter. Yeah. He says, uh, this is, uh, he's talking about an episode that we, uh, recorded like three weeks ago. No. Says, just so you guys know it. Noah, just so you guys know, Noah did not sleep with his daughters. Oh. You guys are thinking of Lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Same book, wrong character. That's all. Sorry for correcting you guys. And of course, fuck you all. Okay. Mm. So he gives us a little bit of Bible knowledge. He drops that on us and he says, fuck you. Right. So that's. <laughs> I get confused by the movie adaptation where they change things. It's different than the actual Bible book, so yeah. it always fucks my head up. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it was pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> the highest of tougher words. Next email comes from Ronnie D. Ronnie D. Wow. And he says, Hey, everyone. In his teenage Spider Man voice. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Hey everyone. A Tupperware this email. <laughs> God, that was so dumb. <laughs> Love hey everyone. It. Love Yay! It. Yeah, oh go! Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, don't come, Ryan! Oh, oh. Don't do it! You're imitating my exact reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, from other emails I've heard you read, it sounds like you've gained a lot of listeners since the Force Awakens podcast. And I am one as well. Hmm. Mm, nice. I wanted to dig deeper into the Star Wars movie after I saw it. I discovered that you guys are highly entertaining and you know what you're talking about. I subscribed and have listened quite a bit since then. You don't know us, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah! You don't fucking know Fuck. me! Yeah, we don't dig deep We don't into dig shit. deep. We aren't fucking Karen Page. <laughs> dig deep into my asshole. Fucking Reese. Yeah. You <laughs> Eat can... what you find. <laughs> 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 he says, uh, Ronnie D. <laughs> like the lost beastie boy, Ronnie D. Ronnie D. He says, I was intrigued with One Punch Man mm. and Sword Art Online when Brian said that Jake knew what he was talking about when he recommended it. I did not get into One Punch Man, but I did 
with Sword Art Online. I've gone through 13 episodes in the last few days. I've never watched anime before, so I have a few questions I hope you can help me with. Does Sword Art Online have seasons? I noticed there is a Sword Art Online 2, so I'm guessing that is the second season? Correct. Wow, yeah. Good job there, Brainiac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuckwad, there's a thing called Google. Yeah. <laughs> We're changing our podcast name to Wikipedia Leftovers. Jesus. Guys, just, just fucking use a fucking search engine. Instead, he's, he's just like, I'll have you guys look into it for me. Is this thing called Two? The second season. <laughs> uh, number two, have you uh, watched uh, The Extra Edition? I found it on Netflix. Is it any good? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, instead of asking you, I'll look it up online. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> novel. <laughs> number three, the Yui's Heart episode was very dramatic and very much, I'm so in love with you, between Karito and Asuna. Is this typical of anime? I enjoy love stories, but it seemed a bit much. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of love stories in anime, that's for sure. Yeah. So, it's typical. Yeah, wow, we just fucking... Nailed that one. Nailed that one. (laughs) Solid answer. Number four. (laughs) Is it also typical of... Is it also typical of anime to have cute teenage girls be accidentally fondled? Yes. Or see them in their underwear? Is Japan full of pedophiles? Mm. <laughs> I think yes to both. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a little creepy sometimes too. Yeah, it's a little weird. There's a fucking there's an episode of fucking Erased mm-hmm. where uh, fucking uh, Kayo, the little girl, uh, she spends the night over at fucking uh, Serato's house, mm-hmm. and his mom's getting ready to. So I'm saying, uh, yeah, you need to take a fucking shower, a bath, and then, and the and she's like, yeah, I'll take it, yeah, whatever. And then like the mom's like, I'll take it with you. Oh my god! And they fucking oh, bow chicka bow wow. Yeah, exactly. So you got fucking like an like a ten year old girl. Oh jeez. Fucking uh, and and like his mother, who's like in her thirties, fucking kind of like taking a bath together, and like the mom. Is like washing the little girl's hair and shit. Like they're both fucking like naked. They don't show this shit. But right. They're, they're both. She's like washing her hair, mm-hmm. and they're both giggling. And fucking Saratu, who's like a fucking like twenty nine year old stuck in like an eleven year old's body, is like all blushing in the next room, listening to his fucking mom. Yeah. And this fucking ten year old girl giggle together and shit. And I was just like, holy shit, Jay would love this. <laughs> <laughs> You asshole. That punchline was worth it. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> yeah. You don't know Jay. You don't know me. You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, I would like that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'd like to send this email with a random fuck, Mary kill that will hopefully make you think and result in comedy gold. Oh, man. We haven't done one of these in a long time. I know. He's putting a lot of pressure, too. Like, oh... Yeah, this is going to be comedy gold. We were getting them by the dozens for a minute. There. I know we were. This is yeah, this is a little delayed FMK. Mm, let's do it. Uh, Dunice Maharel. I don't know if I said that last name right, but that's the SNL character, Saturday Night Live character, Kristen Wiig. 
character from the Lawrence Welk show, the chick with yes. the little tiny hands. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Charlize Theron from the movie Monster. Uh, it would be Charlize Theron just with the monster movie makeup on. And Miss Piggy. So those are the three choices. Mm. Fuck, Mary kill. Denise Maharel, Charlize Theron, her character from Monster, and then Miss Piggy. Mm. Thanks, guys. Ronnie D. Okay. Right. I got this. I got All this. Right. Go for it. I am killing Charlize Theron from Monster before mm-hmm. she kills me. I'm taking the initiative. Mm-hmm. I'm going to marry Miss Piggy. Huge fan. Love the Muppets. Got to yeah. marry Miss Piggy. Yeah. And I am fucking Dunice. Like, kind of the same thing as, like, Deadpool, you know? Get those little tiny hands on my fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> It'll look huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, top that. I can't top that. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, I, I want to kill Miss Piggy. I don't like her at all. Plus, you know, she's probably pretty tasty, you know. Whoa. Mu- uh, mu- Muppets, they, they taste pretty good. Muppet bacon. <laughs> yeah, Muppet bacon. <laughs> <laughs> nice and soft and fluffy. Um, uh, geez, uh, fuck. I don't know. Mary uh, Kristen Wiggs character because I, I don't know. I, fuck. I oh, don't great know. answer. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No no, fuck, no. 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 Great answer. I don't have any other answer. Yeah, that's good. I Kill them all. That's then good. Fuck them all. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Kill Miss Piggy. I don't give a fuck. There about we the go. Other Fantastic. <laughs> Wow. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. I never saw Monster either, so I don't know. Oh, that was a good movie. It was good. I never saw it. So. It is good. She, like, if it was normal Charlize Theron, it, she would be the one. Oh, she was terrifying in Monster. Yeah, she. I would I would fuck Charlize Theron if it was just Charlize Theron. But right. As the character from Monster, she's definitely the kill. Yeah. <laughs> Charlize Theron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been talking about how, like, I've been talking about how I've been going to a butcher now yeah. to get my meat. I would actually first first thing I would do is I would go to the butcher. Mm. I would fucking cook up a pound of bacon. I would eat that pound of bacon, and then I would fuck Mrs. Piggy, doggy style, and have the fucking uh, have her like smell my breath. <laughs> That's some Hannibal Lecter yeah, shit. Yeah, on the back of her neck. That's some Hannibal Lecter shit there. Like, yeah, this is your fucking. I'm like, I want you to smell your cousin as I'm as I'm uh, ramming your doggy. Wow. I know that's fucked up, right? Yeah. Super fucked up. Oh yeah, that's the most fucked up thing that's I that I've said this episode. <laughs> oh god forbid. God forbid we haven't said any other fucked up shit. Damn. Damn, that you took it too far. Oh I know. <laughs> oh ooh, ooh, don't call PETA on me. Uh, too late. Whatever. I texted them already. Yeah, smell my bucket fucking bacon breath on your back, Miss Piggy. <laughs> as I ram you fucking doggy. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucked up. That is. Jesus Christ, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah. How do you like How do you like my peppered bacon breath on your back? You should make her eat the bacon. And then we'll make out. Oh. Oh. Yeah. How do you taste? Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, alright, next next person. This is oh, oh, that's so fucked up. Next person, next person. I'll uh I'll go ahead and I'll marry Charlize Theron from Monster. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'll be a dysfunctional relationship. No, it's like I... I Don't I, cheat on her. No, no. I'm definitely going to cheat on her. Oh. Because like... like Miss Piggy. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. All the... Okay. Like women are going to be like this guy. 
this guy doesn't care about looks. Mm-hmm. This guy, I mean, look at her. This guy doesn't care about love. He's looking for that deeper love. He's looking for that deeper love. Mm. I see where you're Because there's definitely, so, I've got to be, like, with her, there's got to be really something, like, special inside. Right. <laughs> so, like, all these other women are going to be like, oh, God. Like, what does he see in her? Yeah. There's got to be, yeah, this guy is not superficial at all. Uh, I want to get to know that guy. I'm still rocking the ring. Uh-huh. You know, but yeah, I'm showing up late, you know. Charlie, she's getting pissed off cuz I'm showing up for late dinners and shit. Yeah. Like where you been? Bake it on the breath. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I got, I got I got my side piece. You know? I've been porking Miss Piggy. Oh, I see what you do. Ah, yeah. And then uh you're killing Dunice. I guess I'm killing her. Mm. I guess I'm killing her. I guess, you know, man, it is appealing though. Those little hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those little- Maybe one time before you give <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cold blood. Yeah. <laughs> Make it yeah. Yeah. We'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll have a little go around <laughs> and then I'll kill you. <laughs> Those little hands. You can't fight back. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not worried about that. No. Little baby hands. Agree. Little T-Rex looking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Blow some bubbles. Yeah. She loves the bubbles. That is the Lawrence Welk show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, next email comes from Hyatt Sutton. Uh, hey, Leftovers. Uh, missing Dave in the comic book corner and Frank. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, keep on missing there. <laughs> yeah, we're not. No. <laughs> hey, <Hey-o. laughs> Hope C2E2 was the shit. Uh, I'm writing in to see how you guys felt about previous comic book movie trailers compared to their respective films and hopes for the upcoming movies. Okay. What's that even mean? I've become more and more pumped about the recent X-Men trailers, but I remember that first Age of Ultron being one of the best movie promos I've ever seen, even though the movie was dumb. Mm. But on the contrary, all of the Dark Knight trailers blew me away, and I loved every movie. P.S. Please don't jerk off in my fictional hotel. It clogs up the pipes. <laughs> yeah, Hyatt Sutton, his name does sound like a hotel. It absolutely and does. And we had previous episodes where we'd talk about jacking off in his hotel. <laughs> what else do you do in the hotel? <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> I've never been to a hotel that I haven't either jacked oh. off or had sex in. Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It's like I've got to, definitely, it's like... It's like uh, any like my house when I when I bought my house it was like I got to jack off in every room and I have <laughs> make mark your mark the fucking territory yeah. dude I've even jacked off in the garage <laughs> or, or the as, garage or as Dan would say the garage <laughs> the garage yeah but you no know, that's the truth yeah I think I don't I don't even want to answer his question I just yeah um, I've jacked off in every room in my house absolutely I hope that I hope that answers your question I had yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to spice it up for yourself, too, so you got to check out them different rooms, you know? Make it your own. <laughs> this is my kitchen now. Yeah, now motherfucker. You don't know my rooms, motherfucker, until I jack off in that room, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you don't know my semen. Yeah. <laughs> until I show you my semen. <laughs> Bizarre. I'm going to jizz it up. <laughs> jizz it up. But, uh, so, um... I'm writing in to see how you guys have felt about previous comic book movie trailers compared to the respective films. Hmm. 
Well, let me discuss this. Listen to our entire back catalog. Exactly. We kind of talked about it. Like, I, we all thought that X-Men Days of Future Past would suck. It mm-hmm. turned out to be great. Yeah, we rate trailers separately than we rate movies. Right. We've done that since the dawn of time. We yeah. did the work already. Yeah, Karen Page. Why don't you go back and fucking do the research? <laughs> yeah. So take after your, after your mentor, Ben Ulrich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me any questions when I've got a fucking sick Asian woman in my bed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to know. Yeah. I don't even want to know what's going on in this room. <laughs> fucking blind old man and <laughs> some dying chick in your bed. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm out. I'm out. Best night of my life, gone. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> fucking bitch. Lying oh. motherfucker. Yeah. All right, Jake. <laughs> Keep going, Jake. <laughs> no. You don't know me, Karen Page. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, this question sucks. I thought he thought. Like, I think he thinks that like it's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. like we're gonna get in some deep conversation about it. When I just really kind of just want like want to just push it off to the side. I like that. If I could fart like, right now, I would. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. It's, it's like the redheaded stepchild of questions. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. Just give us a fuck, Mary kill, and fuck off yourself. Yeah. <laughs> next email comes from <laughs> next email comes from Abraham Matthew Ayalori. I hope I pronounced that last name correctly. If I didn't, Abraham, I want you to fucking email me and tell me how to pronounce your fucking last name because I feel like a jackass. He means it too. He doesn't just tell anyone to email him. No, it's true. Yeah, most of the time I tell people not to. Right. <laughs> Hey, Leftovers, Brian and all the other J's. <laughs> that means you two. Oh. My name ain't Jay. You don't know me. No, he said... <laughs> he says, thank God I found this piece of shit podcast. Ooh. Always fun listening while commuting. I recently heard that Person of Interest is ending with season five. After being delayed for almost a year. I freaking love that show and I feel it deserves more credit than it gets. Thoughts? Well, <laughs> apparently it's not a show of interest because none of us have ever seen it. No. no. I watched the first episode. My dad watches it and loves it. Yeah. So. Mm. I love the, the guy that's the lead that played Ben Linus and Lost. Well, he was also – wasn't it the guy from like – there's another guy in it from like Frequency, right? It's the guy from – it's Jesus from Passion of the Christ and Ben from Lost. Oh, okay. Wasn't Eric Bana? No, I swear it's – I forget what the, both actors – Eric Bana was – Jesus. No, not in Passion of the Christ. Who, oh, then it was the guy from Frequency then. Oh, what's that turd's name? I haven't seen that in forever. Don't mention turd around Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me, motherfucker. What's this turd's name? Mm, Passion of the Christ. Passion. Of, Passion. Passion of the turd. Passion. Passion of the turd. Come on, load, motherfucker. <laughs> Jim Caviezel. Oh, Jim Caviezel. He was in Frequency. Okay. There we go. No, we're both right. Passion of the Turd. <laughs> Is that a real movie? Was yeah, it? Jim Caviezel. Oh, he was the Passion. He was Christ. Ah. Jesus Christ, I didn't know that. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Uh, and do you guys follow iZombie? Uh, it's a great show sometimes. <laughs> I personally prefer this show to Arrow and Agents of Shit. 
Uh, does yeah. he say agents of shit? Yeah, he says agents of shit. Hmm. I don't believe anything in these emails anymore. <laughs> yeah, you don't know if he's making it up. Or yeah, oh me? Yeah, I know. Boy, you cried wolf. I have to cross check everything. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm like fucking Gollum. I'm Trixie. <laughs> I'm Trixie like that. Do you, do you swear on the precious? He called it agents of shit. <laughs> I swear. I, I, I swear on the precious. All right. Oh, All right. that's creepy. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, I zombie. I actually. Actually, the first season I think is available on Hulu. Yeah. Yes. Um, I need to watch the first season, and I have all the second season on my DVR. Mm-hmm. But I know Harmon loves this fucking show. I loved the comic. But Harmon, on the flip side, loves stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Power Rangers. Well, speaking of Harmon. Oh, oh no! Drunk Harmon. Fucking yeah! We've got another drunk Harmon sighting. <laughs> He was being like Dan West with the fucking boobies. Holy shit. Jacob Harmon starts, he gets drunk yesterday and he's just like. Did you see this? I did, yeah. Did you fucking, yeah. What? Oh my God. He says, he talks about how he's drunk and he's just like, I just saw a pair of nice boobies at the bar. He calls them boobies. Boobies. Tupperware. So he Tupperwares a pair of boobs. <laughs> and then he says, like she took her top off and I saw nips. Oh. Whoa. It was, he goes, it was cool. <laughs> damn. 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 And then he says something like, is Christina, and then he goes, and then he goes, is Christina Ricci hot? I say yes. My friends say no. She gives me a Tupperware boner. <laughs> Whoa. I toss your boner. Then he then he goes on to say, "Fuck, hard cider is good." <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> Jacob Harmon. Wow, buddy, settle down. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember like uh, uh, "Deep Thoughts" by Jack Handy? Yes, yes. I just went like fucking uh, deep tweets. Yeah, asinine tweets by uh, fucking Jacob Harmon. Drunk, drunk tweets. Drunk tweets by Jacob Harmon. <laughs> wow, go home. You're drunk, Jacob Harmon. Yeah, he just starts talking about how he's drunk at a bar. It was I crazy. saw nips! Nips! Damn. <laughs> Tupperware them nips! Harmon is like two different people. Yeah, he is. Mm. Like, when he's like Jacob Harmon, like sober, he's yeah. like one person. And then when he gets drunk, it's just like he, he turns into Jay. <laughs> yeah. He's like a super class act. Like you don't know me. Time. I want nips! So yeah, <laughs> I zombie, I zombie. I need to watch this show. I, I should watch. I, it I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun. I watch. love the comic. It's great. He says I've got some anime recommendations. This is from Abraham. I've got some anime recommendations. Uh, you, you should watch these regardless of whether you like anime or not. Lay them on me. Number one, Death Note. Mm. Oh, you seen it? He he calls it a bomb ass anime. Ah, I agree. I, You've seen it? Yeah, Death Note? Death Note? Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Would you, you, so you would say like this is a bomb ass anime. Yeah. So it's a BAA. I Tupperware it. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't say bomb ass anime? I would anime? not say it was bomb ass. I mean, that, that ain't me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You don't know me. You don't know Jake? Yeah. I Tupperware it. He says it psychologically challenges you. It does. It does? Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, number two, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, not my thing. He says, great story, action, the feels, and good stuff. Mm. Watch the movie. Didn't care for it. Uh, this last one, I can't even pronounce it. It's called Le Louch of the Rebellion. Mm, never heard of it. Great story, mech action. 
Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't do the mech thing. That's like the one anime genre that I'm just not into. I I, I dig Robotech. Yeah, that's, that's not my thing. Not a big Voltron fan then either? Voltron's okay, but even it, I don't freak out for. Yeah. I'm going to watch the new Netflix thing and check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah me but, too. And I had all the toys when I was a kid, and I loved them. Yeah. But as a grown-up, I, I don't really do the mech, the mech mm. thing. Okay. I mean, I love Pacific Rim. Right. Just the cartoons, though. Right. Like, I don't know. All the noises, swing, 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 as they're like moving around and everything, drives me crazy. Wayne's World, <laughs> just like Wayne's World. There's some horny ass robots. Swing. <laughs> okay. He said, uh, "That's it for now, I guess." Here are some swear words from my country. Thought you guys can mix it up a bit. Mm, yeah. For example, Madarcod. Madarcod. Matter. He doesn't tell us what it means. No. <laughs> well, right? Damn it! I ain't using it. God knows what I'm saying. Madarcod. Madagascar. Madarcod. Okay. I guess that's fucking angry fish. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Mad or matter. No. Mad carp. Mad. No. Cod. Cod. Yeah. Ah. Look at those cod. Those are matter cod. Matter cod. Matter cod. Those fucking angry fish. <laughs> Pissed off guppies. Um, <laughs> fucking uh, salty salmon. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh my. I hope that's mixing it up there for you, Abraham. Uh, he says, uh, Ben Kiloda. Okay. Ben okay. Kiloda. Sure. Obi Wan Ben Kiloda. Uh, Gandu is another curse word, I, I guess. It's a Star Wars planet, right? Gandu. <laughs> Sounds There's like it. Gandu, Jakku. <laughs> Bespin. And uh, Chitia. He says these are all in Hindi. Uh, thanks for taking the time to read this email. Bozadiki. Oh. God knows what he's calling us. I don't know. I'm going to have to fucking go to Google and like look all this shit up. He says, obligatory fuck you. Regards, Abraham Matthew Ayalora from New Delhi, India. We got a, we got a listener from India. Damn. That's fucking sweet. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Thank you, Abraham. <clears throat> Thanks for uh, throwing out uh, throwing out a bunch of words. I don't know what the fuck they mean. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, you don't know fucking Hindi. <laughs> I don't. No. I don't, Abraham. Absolutely not. I don't. Yeah. I don't either. Next email. It's a long one. It comes from True Breezy. True Breezy, I, I love you, but this is a long email. Uh oh. Oh jeez. She's killing me with this one. She says, "What's up, leftovers and possible guests? No possible guests. No. Uh, this will be a longer than this. This will be longer than usual. It is. It's it's fucking long as fuck." <laughs> This is, she says, but I won't be banning myself for it is, for, I won't be banning myself for it since I don't send tons of emails. That's true. Mm-hmm. You just sent it on the wrong week. <laughs> it ain't her to decide. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. She won't be banning herself. Oh. We still have, like, okay. I still have mm-hmm. the ultimate fucking, I can throw down the fucking, yes. the gauntlet and be like, hey, you're banned. Right. The ban hammer. But this is breezy. Okay. And Breezy hates the Lego movie, and because she hates Lego movie, I will never ban her. <laughs> she says, this is this is my mini-review, or more like random thoughts on Batman v Superman. This email, uh, this email bug bit me this week. I, I didn't hate the movie, but I didn't really like it. I went into this movie literally no expectations other than I hoped I would like it, and I will admit... 
I am an easy critic. I saw Fifty Shades of Grey twice in theaters, for God's sake. <laughs> Please don't revoke my geek card for that. I'm neither a Marvel nor a DC fangirl. I have read some Batman comics, though, and seen my fair share of DC Batman animated movies. But I put all that out of my mind and hope for the best. Shoot, I didn't even watch the trailers more than once. And I still feel like I saw everything there was to see in the trailers. It started off really well. The retelling of Batman's origins was perfect, concise, and heart-trending. Beautifully shot. What's heart trending? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, thanks for that new word. <laughs> uh, beautifully shot. The music was on point, And I found myself near tears at a story I've seen who knows how many times. I thought to myself, this is going to be great. Then I found myself sitting there just trying to justify that a floating boy being lifted by bats could be justified somehow, some way. Thank God that was a dream. <laughs> It just went downhill from there, though. I didn't like Ben in the role. He had a weird twang to his accent to me. He sounded kind of southern at times. He also wore the same expression often enough that I noticed. Is it wrong to say I hate his face? (laughs) I hate your face. I just want to punch him in the face. (laughs) I admit I, I was always worried about the casting, and I just couldn't see him as my Batman. I felt like the whole movie was missing something in general, like it had no heart. I was not invested in anything that was going on. I did enjoy Wonder Woman. From her first appearance, I knew I would dig her. Gal Gadot looked beautiful, and she was pretty badass. I think Ben was trying too hard, and she was effortless. I loved it when she got hit by Doomsday and got up smiling. I even liked Superman. His tub scene was pretty hot and adorable. That's what we kept saying that. I know Jay said that, like, multiple times. He was like, totes adorbs on the fucking Superman bath scene. I, Jay, I mean... Couldn't I, shut me up about it. I know. Dude, <laughs> god damn it. I was, I was like, trying to talk about, like, that badass fucking, like, Batman fight scene. Guys, in, guys, the tub scene. In the, in the warehouse. And Jay would just not shut the fuck up about the uh, totes adorbs fucking tub scene. You don't know the tub scene. Rub-a-dub-dub. Jay likes fucking Superman in the tub. That's all. Well, I fucking heard that episode. And after he watched it, he gave it a rub. Tug a tug tug. Thank you, Zack Snyder. Thank you. <laughs> this is why I love him. Okay. <laughs> You'll get no shortage of penises from Zack Snyder. He says, uh, uh, oh, it's not he. She. I'm sorry, Drew. Breezy. <laughs> she says he was a bit moody, but I didn't mind too much. I think a Man of Steel is much better than this. I think Man of Steel is a much better th- movie than this movie. Mm. Jeremy Irons was great as Alfred. Another thing that went wrong was the music. I hated it. It was loud and in your face at all times, no matter what was not happening on the screen. The movie was jumbled and confusing and just all over the place. Didn't like Jesse as Lex. His whole I'm crazy, jibba-jabba, this and that bullshit was over the top (laughs) and stupid. I love that. I love that. I, I wish that was like one of our iTunes reviews. <laughs> like uh Pop Culture Leftovers. This fucking this podcast is stupid and crazy and the, the jibba jabba and this and <laughs> the that jibba bullshit. Jibba jabba bullshit. Yeah, of Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh let's see here. 
That was stupid, she says. Uh, his only good scene was at the very end, and he made Superman and Batman his bitch and threw the pictures of Martha at Superman on the roof. <laughs> I've been thinking about this all weekend. I was leaning towards a low-taste-it after the movie, but that would be lying to myself. I'm going to make up my own rating and give it a high-toss-it. Huh. A high-toss-it? Mainly, I think people should wait for Redbox or TV, but totally see it. Then again, I want the movie to do well enough that they don't scratch some of the upcoming DC movies, so I am torn. Mm -hmm. Okay, those are my jumbled thoughts. Sorry, Brian, since you have to read all this, and sorry for making you e your email section even longer. <laughs> and as all and as all good leftovers say at the end of an email, fuck you guys with all love, Bree. Mm. Thank nice. you. Yeah. Yeah. Good email. It was a good email. I love she's the first to do the high toss it. Yeah. I, she really hated this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, true. So yeah, yeah. wowzers. Hmm. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Oh, these emails. What's next on the emails? This is an email that I shouldn't even fucking read. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. You know why? Because I banned this son of a bitch last week. Oh, oh no. no. Is it Banchester? No, it's, a, it's some guy who fucking thinks we fucking owe him for some fucking reason. Okay. We fucking owe him. I banned him last week, and he fucking thinks we fucking owe him. It's a free fucking podcast, and I fucking owe you. Mm -mm. I fucking owe you. Mm-mm. It's from Banchester. Motherfuck. Uh, yeah. I fucking banned him. Yeah. Banned him last week. And you know what he does in defiance? Fucking sends me a fucking email. Mm. You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Banchester. Tell him. <laughs> he says, whoa, wait a goddamn minute, buddy. You mean I listen to three hours of Comic Slobs podcast just to kiss your guys' asses and I still get banned? No. I reject your ban, pal. Oh. Whoa! That's some balls. Wow, somebody found their balls. Yeah, yeah, he did reject it. Wow, somebody pulled up their skirt and found their dick. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, you listen to three hours of Comic Slops podcast, hmm. and we owe you. No. <laughs> he says, "Okay, here he goes. Here's here's his oh, here's more? yeah here's his big fucking email. Allow me one second to slide off Ben Affleck's dick to respond to your criticism of people liking him. Now this may take a minute as it is one mighty shaft. Here we go." Now, you tore myself and all the other fans of Batfleck a new one for Tepper wearing his Batman saying it wasn't really him. It was CGI fight choreography and direction. Couldn't the same be said for Godot's Wonder Woman? I'm not saying I didn't like her. She was amazing. But her portrayal as Wonder Woman was also heavily dependent on CGI and the fight choreography at the end. You're saying she and Affleck had great chemistry in the scenes that they were in together. Totally true. So why you're licking her bumhole and kicking serviceable Affleck is messed up. Okay. Hmm. And he says, P.S. Cyborg Dan West. I'll take that beer, buddy. Dan Chester. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. Do you have something to say, Jake? Uh, no. I, 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 I can comment on it. Hold the fuck on. I'm going to say this. Go. Hold the fuck on, dude. Yeah, there is fucking CGI and fight choreography with both characters. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, when she's playing Diana Prince, she's way better than Affleck playing fucking Bruce Wayne. I agree. 
in the limited time that she has to play her character, she sells me. Now, Jay's going to disagree with me. I, I don't care what Jay said last episode. You fucking suck Affleck's fucking dick. <laughs> you, you, you fucking love Affleck. I did like him. Batman. I did like him. You Batman. loved him. I did don't love him. Fucking sh- don't fucking, don't yeah. fucking, uh, you fucking. You fucking just like Daredevil season two and everything else. You fucking Tupperware everything. You, I did love it. You fucking love everything. Absolutely. I could fucking serve you fucking uh, shit on a plate and you'd fucking say, "Thanks, Brian. It's still fucking warm." Save I, it for later. I love it. Yeah, le- leftovers for tomorrow. Thanks, Brian. I'm glad you ate corn last night. You fucking you'd eat. You fucking love anything. So much protein. Yeah. But fucking Ben Affleck, in my opinion, in this movie, yes, the Batman fighting scenes were awesome i don't accredit that to ben affleck but every time batman is in the suit and talking not cool every time fucking he's bruce wayne i'm not impressed i'm not blown away i'm not blown away by his interaction with clark when they first meet i'm not like fucking getting fuck i should have fucking the fucking hairs on my fucking arm should be standing up Mm. and they're not Mm. that scene was so dull and so fucking flat but on the flip side when fucking gal gadot is talking to ben affleck i'm not blown away by affleck but on the uh, but i am impressed by gal gadot and her fucking swagger Mm -hmm. and her cockiness towards him she carries that scene i'm more impressed by her than affleck in that scene Mm -hmm. all you fucking people will talk about oh my god but fucking ben affleck was so goddamn good in the town in argo you know what? He directed those movies. His performances weren't fucking stellar. He no. wasn't amazing in those roles. He was good, but not great. And that is the God honest truth. He was good in those movies, not great. Even Gone Girl, he was good, not great. Everyone else's performance in that movie elevated the movie, not Affleck. In my opinion, I think that the – who was the female actress in that movie? She oh, was so good. Even fucking uh, Tyler Perry was great in that movie. Oh, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris was great. Neil Patrick Harris was great. But I don't think Affleck was amazing in that movie. He was good. No. But he wasn't great. And he wasn't great as Bruce Wayne in this movie. He wasn't. He wasn't. I just think that people are so fucking blinded by the awesome Batman fight scenes that they can't get it out of their mind that he wasn't the best Bruce Wayne they've ever seen. No. And even, like, the the Wonder Woman fight scenes, how he's, like, saying we're hypocrites for saying how awesome she is. Yeah. It's because she's showing showing so much expression in her face during those fights and everything. And that's her. Yes. That's her. Doomsday ain't fucking there. You know, none of that fucking CG special effect bullshit is there. Thank There's you. no giant spherical explosions all over the place for her to react. She stole to. the scene. Yeah, and and that's not CG. Her facial reactions or fight choreography, like the thrill of the battle that you can just see glowing right. on her face yeah. and everything. Dude, that was the best Wonder Woman commercial. Yeah, ever. Yeah, I mean that's, that that fucking that that was the best Wonder Woman commercial. That's the best fucking marketing they could have ever done for that Wonder Woman movie. Agree. Yeah. It's like they purposely surrounded the Wonder Woman shit by a bunch of crap, so you'd walk away going, "I can't wait to can't see wait Wonder to see Wonder Woman. Woman. Can't wait to see that Wonder Woman movie." 
Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, for for how much I loved Ben Affleck's Batman, I still think Wonder Woman was amazing in this, and I, I don't think there's anything she did wrong in oh, this I, at all. I heard from everybody. I heard from everybody that, oh, okay, Brian, uh, since uh, Ben Affleck is Batman, since you love the choreography, the same can be said about fucking uh, Chris Evans with uh, Captain America, mm. because you know I'm sure they've got a stunt double for him. And oh, same thing goes for Robert. Downey Jr. I heard that all fucking week from people. But you know what? I think Chris Evans, as Steve Rogers, embodies that character. Agreed. I also think that Robert Downey Jr. Uh, embodies Tony Stark the way we know that character now. Yeah. Right. I even think the same about Chris Hemsworth, to be honest with you. Okay. Mm. Thor, yeah. Yeah, like I think he embodies that that character. You can really see like how much he's enjoying the fights and everything. But when I saw Affleck in this movie, I feel like he's not like the dark fucking I lost my parents, Batman. No. I don't. I and and I don't and they he, tried to sell us so much on this. It's a Batman coming out of retirement who's sick and tired of it and everything. Right. And I never got that from Affleck's performance either, to be yeah. honest with you. It yeah. seemed like he was quite enjoying himself mm-hmm. at that party and mm-hmm. everything. It's mm-hmm. like it didn't really – like the descriptions from Snyder of who this character was supposed to be and from Ben Affleck yeah. didn't match up to me to the performance that we got. I agree. I agree. I do think that we saw some great Batman fighting scenes. Oh, yeah. They were great. But Ben Affleck is not the definitive Batman for me. Yeah, and even Affleck there, like he, he wasn't like smirking, like like how great this is. Like right. he, he what they didn't have that kick ass fight scene, and then like cut to a face shot of Ben Affleck mm-hmm. where he just fucking blew us out of our seats with this like I just kicked thirty guys ass, right? And I don't give a fuck cocky attitude, right? Like, we didn't get any of that. That's true. So eh. serviceable, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah, get over it. Just fucking get over it. <laughs> Christ. Just still, I'm not gonna change my fucking mind. If we have a Batman solo movie and he's fucking awesome, I'll admit it. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not gonna fucking wave the fucking flag of fucking Ben Affleck after what I just saw. I think there's a chance of that too. Like I think I said this during the movie. Under his like pure direction. writing and direction, sure. I think there's a better chance that he could be a better Batman. Agreed. Agreed, because, like, I don't care. He's not the director in this. Mm-mm. He's not. Like, or the writer. He's not the writer. And the thing is, it's, like, under under direction, it's, like, he can, he can, he can basically, with him being director, he can direct, he can basically take over the character and do what he wants with the character. Yeah. And we'll see what he does, mm-hmm. directing yeah. his own Batman movie. But I am not going to fucking suck Affleck's fucking big, huge Affleck shaft because of what I saw in Batman v Superman. I liked the movie. I liked the movie quite well. I did. I enjoyed it. I still think about it. I might even go see it again before it's out of theaters. But I don't. I don't think that Ben Affleck was an amazing Bruce Wayne. No. I don't think he was the detective I was looking for in all these Batman movies that I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the fighting choreography was great, but I'm not going to attribute that to him. And you can just you guys, if you guys just want to fall back on like, oh well, then I guess like you know. Steve Roth, like Chris Evans isn't like that great of a fucking Captain America because that's not him doing all these fucking stunts too, dude. <laughs> Same thing goes for fucking like, you know, 
<laughs> fucking Robert Downey Jr. and shit. Like it's like a CGI suit, man. It's like no, but when when fucking Robert Downey Jr. is like Tony Stark, he's he nails it, man. Yeah, he fucking nails it. He is Tony Stark, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, uh, people drive me nuts, dude. Uh, Danchester, Banchester also says, "Oh, I forgot." Um, are any of you going to watch WrestleMania? Uh, once again, not banned. You are fucking banned, dude. If you send me a fucking email next week, I'm not reading it. I don't care what it says. You are banned, and you're actually banned. Uh, you're banned a month, and then plus an additional week, so five wow. weeks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not reading. So so if you send me, I'm warning you right now. I don't care what the email says. You are banned for five weeks, sir. That is power. So I'm throwing down the gauntlet. If you want to fuck with Thanos, Thanos will fuck back. Mm. So that's the reality gem hitting you, like slapping you in the face. That's, <laughs> that's the reality gem. Just like that's that's the infinity dick just right in your face, <laughs> Banchester. So you are banned for five weeks. I'm it excited is, to see how this turns out. <laughs> yeah, send me send me an email. I'll direct message you and say I'm not reading whatever you send me on the podcast because you're done for five weeks. Yeah, you want to don't no. If you want to push, I'll push back. Yeah, I'll push back. So five weeks. <laughs> but no, I want to try to shove Ben Affleck's dick up if, your mouth again. If you send me <laughs> if you send me another email, I'll make it six. <laughs> Mess with the bull, you get the horns. Hell yeah. All right? Yeah. Power. For those of you that love The Breakfast Club, I'm just giving Jonathan Bender more weeks of detention <laughs> right now. So that's happening. Yes. Jake, you're thing. watching WrestleMania. I am, I am, I am. I couldn't tell you a single match on the card. Mm-hmm. It's a, a yearly tradition. Me and my half-brother have watched it together since WrestleMania four. So mm. I've only missed it one time, and he never let me hear the end of that shit. Mm-hmm. So even though I don't watch wrestling on a regular basis, every year I try to watch both the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, and that's my yearly intake of wrestling. <laughs> it's kind of fun not watching it for the whole year either because, like, they show the packages of why the person's fighting and everything, and it's like other wrestling fans have seen these clips like 800,000 fucking times, but I, it's like the first time I'm seeing all this shit. So it mm-hmm. kind of does get me excited hmm. when I'm actually watching the pay-per-view. Do you think there's like people out there that call it WrestleMania? Oh, for sure. Uh, you think those people a hundred percent exist. Do they listen to this show? WrestleMania. <laughs> do you think people, I'd like to hope not. Do you think that people call it, they call it WrestleMania? I'd they're, like to hope not. They're not listening to this show. Right I, now. I'd like to hope not. Do you think that maybe like, what if there's one guy out there that calls it wrestling? And he listens to our show. And he listens to our show. And I want him to stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. He's banned. That's yeah. for sure. Get out. Go, go drink a soda pop and watch, and watch WrestleMania. Right now, some guy fucking, you know, uh, he's sitting in a Casey's General Store. It's just like, damn, this is my last episode of Pop Culture <laughs> Leftovers. What am I going to do with my life? <laughs> oh, man. Watch no, more wrestling. Don't make me feel bad about this. Guess decision. I'll just watch WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Every Sunday. <laughs> if it, No, if we do have any, if we do have any wrestling fans that listen to this show. Yeah. That also, like, fucking, they love movies and shit like that. But if you like wrestling, if you want to listen to a wrestling podcast, listen to Never Submit Podcast with uh, Matthew Chikella. Those guys, 
I could give a rat's ass about fucking wrestling and shit, but these guys, they fucking, they have wrestling episodes. Yeah, and and they don't hate people that call it WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They will accept your listenership. They will accept you with your fucking stupid pronunciation of shit. <laughs> Matthew Chikella don't fucking care. Yeah. He'll take anybody. <laughs> I like Matthew's a good fucking. Oh, I love guy. Matthew. Matthew's a Matthew good fucking a good guy. guy. I fucking I love his fucking show, man. Good I don't show. like that he hated Ex Machina. I don't either. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't get it. But I, I mean, we can it. still get along. Yeah, that's true. He's got his own movie coming out soon. Oh, that's crazy. I think in May. So we'll rate that motherfucker when we see it, Matthew. Pre-toss it. <laughs> <laughs> I just pre-tossed. Oh. <laughs> Jay Tupperware is anything. Oh, Jay gives it the highest of Tupperwares. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't wait to see Matthew's movie, dude. I, I listen, I, I'll be honest with you. I listen to every episode of, uh, I listen to every episode that they have because Matthew is a great host and, uh, uh, he flips out sometimes. And I love it when he flips out because it's you like... You probably know more what's going on in wrestling than I do then. No, I don't listen to their wrestling episodes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> they have like wrestling episodes and then they also have pop culture episodes and it's like, I don't... Unless they're talking about like something I know about in wrestling, like if they're talking about like, you know, when Pi when Roddy Roddy Piper yeah, passed yeah. away, I'll listen to that. Mm -hmm. But like if they're talking about uh, Johnny Fucks It Nuts uh, fighting uh, Billy What's It... Oh god, Johnny fucks it nuts is awesome. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> dude, you shut your mouth. He's like, you don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what his t-shirt says. <laughs> oh, Johnny fucks it nuts. They need to give him a fucking huge face turn. <laughs> Johnny fucks it nuts. The crowd goes, fucks it nuts. Fucks it nuts. Fucks it nuts. Oh, man. It's just electric. You can feel the energy. It's palpable. This place is electric. Johnny fucks, fucks it nuts. Fucks it nuts. Fuck him in the nuts, Johnny. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, next email comes not from Jeremiah McWhorter, but Zacharias oh, McWhorter. What the fuck? His brother. Zacharias. Zacharias. The Zacharias. <laughs> Can his mom start emailing, too? Yeah, I know. No shit. This one comes from... Uh, Uncle Charlie. Marjorie McWhorter. <laughs> Marge. That'd be another biblical name. Yeah. Jeremiah, Zacharias, and then fucking like, uh. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> Zachariah begat Ruth. <laughs> Jezebel. Ah, Jezebel. Jezebel McHorter. McHorter. The McHorters. <laughs> she was a whore. Oh, God. Jezebel was a whore. Jezebel was a whore. Next yeah. week I'll get an email about how she wasn't a whore and Ruth was. Uh, mm. Let's hope so. Mm. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill, Jezebel, Ruth. <laughs> virgin Mary. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking Virgin Mary. Me too, dude. <laughs> That's the easy one. Wow. Killing Jezebel. Well, Joseph watches. Oh no. Am I right? I'm Mary Ruth. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Now nah, I'm fucking Ruth while Babe Ruth watches. It's kind of weird. <laughs> while eating bacon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ring Jezebel's bell. 
Zacharias's hay leftovers. Why are you guys so blasphemous? Ah, good question. Hmm. No, he doesn't say. <laughs> he says, <laughs> I'm, "I wonder that myself." He says, <laughs> "I know why." I'm just going to cut to the meat of things. I went into this hyped as all hell. I guess he's ta- what is he, what, what are you talking? Oh, I guess he's talking about Batman v Superman. You know what? Give he us cut so far into the meat that could, we don't yeah. even know what he's talking. We don't even know about. what you're talking about. I guess he's talking about Batman v Superman. He says, "I went into this all hyped up as all hell. Now, now I'm okay with the Batman origin opening credits, but after that, this movie was a roller coaster. Me and my friends found ourselves constantly asking questions about what was going on." Can you imagine sitting behind those fuckers? That would oh, suck. God. That would fucking suck. Dude, I'm in the I fucking. I turned him into the management. No shit, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking like sitting there, like fucking like eating my popcorn, like fucking watching the movie and shit. And I got him and his dipshit friend saying, "What's going on? What's going on? I don't know. What's going on? You, th- you know what's going on? I don't know." Fucking like Marjorie's like, "I don't know what's going on." <laughs> We're the McHorters. We're the McHorters. Fucking Jeremiah and Zacharias won't shut the fuck up. Oh, no. Shut it. up, you McHorter. Shut up, Jay-Z. <laughs> Jeremiah and Zach Ryan. Nice. Won't shut up. <laughs> Rambling on, wanting to know what's going on. What's this? What's this? He says, uh, they're asking, so him and his friends are constantly asking questions about what was going on. So, some ignorant fucking idiots Get watching some new this friends. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when you watch movies with people like that. Yeah. And they're always like, who is that guy? What's he doing? Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Why are they doing that? <laughs> Where does bat nipples go? <laughs> I thought that was canon. <laughs> Although What's one a of canon. <laughs> Although one of my favorite moments was when the guy had the camera in the desert and I said, Oh look, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> And then they shot him in the face. <laughs> or maybe not. I replied. That was one of his favorite moments. Was when a guy got shot in the face. Wow. Mm. Or maybe not. Jay yeah. likes it when guys get shot in the face too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're talking about that. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, one IMDb search later would confirm that he was Olsen. My question. You we were doing that during the movie. Yeah. Doing the IMDb search. Oh, well, he's already asking questions with his dipshit friends about what's going on <laughs> while the movie's playing. Why wouldn't he be on IMDb? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just. <laughs> Distracting. I'm as sure well. he's, he's watching YouTube videos in the theater too. <laughs> Fucking snapping pictures. Him and his friends are you, taking selfies and shit. He's most inconsiderate motherfucker you could ever sit next to during a movie. The worst. But I bet he got up to piss like seven times. <laughs> and he sat in the middle. He sat yeah. in the center. Yeah. yeah. And then he fucking went left, Excuse and he was me. like, oh, oh, I'm going to take the right exit. <laughs> and then he turned around. And pardon me, pardon me, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, I stepped on your foot. Yeah, sorry. I totally stepped excuse on your me. foot, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see here. My questions about this movie are very extensive. Oh, great, we love that. Ugh. Thanks there, Jeremiah, uh, Zacharias. <laughs> One of the McWorders, whoever. Doesn't matter, you're both annoying. Uh, why is Batfleck having visions or nightmares? Uh, I don't know. 
Why does anyone have nightmares? Because <laughs> the Flash made him. Yeah, in a way, some. some I don't way. know. Yeah, he just he just fuck man. How's that for an answer there, <laughs> Zach? Because Zack Snyder wrote a very convoluted, confusing storyline. Uh, next question: uh, Why did they spend so much time focused on uh, on a fucking bullet? Uh, because they needed to give uh, Lois Lane something to do in this movie. Yeah, that's my answer. That's a good Honestly, answer. that's my answer. They needed to give Lois Lane something to do in this movie. Yeah, they got Amy Adams. They can't just like push her into the closet in the that's, bathtub. I'll be. Honest, I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> I think it's a stupid fucking side story. But they needed to give Amy Adams something to do in this movie, so they gave her that. And yeah. I, I think it's dumb, but I think that's your answer. Yeah. I agree. Uh, who was the guy in the vortex? Oh come on. That was Flash, right? Flash, Mm -hmm. baby. Where was Aquaman in the final battle? Uh, He was not there. He was underwater. Yeah, Yeah. he was riding a seahorse. (laughs) (laughs) He was hanging out with the snorks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He was getting a Krusty Burger. Swim a lot with the snorks. Yeah, he was fucking... He was in a pineapple under the sea. (laughs) Why didn't Wonder Woman throw the spear? Because Superman didn't give it to her. Exactly. Yeah. She should have, though. He says the he agreed. The li- <laughs> he says the list goes on. Mm-hmm. While I am glad that Superman did die at the Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Why I am glad that Superman did die at the hands of Doomsday. I am upset that they hinted about his survival. Yeah, that part bummed me out too. What are all your guys' thoughts on this? Private. Zacharias. Private Zacharias. Did, did we make him private? I don't think They're so. They're all private starting oh. out. Yeah, oh, okay, that's okay. true. That's true. Well, the yeah. only guy I respect is fucking Dan West. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? He's happy being a grunt. Yeah. He is. He knows his place. <laughs> he could No, he could choose a higher rank. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. Yeah. Humble. He's very humble. He's, he's a, a humble guy. He's a fucking grunt. Yep. Hmm. It's admirable. I think we already covered our thoughts on all this, didn't we, in a fucking four-hour-long episode that we just did before? Yeah. <laughs> Asterix. Last nah, episode. it's my fault. It's my fault. I don't know. I think he might have sent this email. Oh, okay. okay. He might have sent this email last week, and uh, I forgot to read it. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, just listen to that one. We did Yeah, all. just listen to that and fuck off. <laughs> all right. Next email comes from Daniel Hopner. Hopner? Dude, we met Daniel Hopner. Yeah, he bought us lots of booze. Mm. Dude, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. This guy's awesome. Yeah, Daniel Hopner was awesome. It's really, his name is actually pronounced Daniel Hepner. Yeah. But he said he gave us the go ahead to call him Daniel Hopner. <laughs> Hopner? And for that, this guy's awesome. Um,. Let me let me read his email, and I want to talk about him some more. But Daniel Hopner says, hey, leftovers and left outs, just dropping a quick line. It was great hanging with Brian and Jake at C2E2, as well as the comic slobs. A lot of fun, and you guys are just like you are on the show in real life. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you, did you hear that? Yeah. We're the same people that we are on the show that we are in real life. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> what, a, what a twist. What a fucking Shyamalan motherfucking twist to the face. <laughs> same fucking people. Yeah. He says, anyway, I've been watching Sword Art Online. Uh, he's up to episode 10, and I'm really loving it. Hadn't watched much anime anime in a while, so I'm glad there are ones out there that I can still get behind 
Batman v Superman was a toss it for me, but I won't get into it as I know every idiot besides me beside me is going to give it their thoughts. Oh on. God, I love Daniel Hoffner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he says caught up on the Flash and still a Tupperware for me. Slowly getting to Legends of Tomorrow. He says it's a taste it. Mm. Saw the Supergirl pilot. Taste it. Well, that's it for now. I uh, just wanted to drop you a line, just drop a line to you fuck trumpets and say, until next time. <laughs> First Lieutenant Dan Hopner. Nice. I gave, I said, you know what? I told him, I said, you pick your rank, man. I told him to pick his rank because, dude, we fucking hung out with the dude and he fucking, he, he hooked us up with drinks. Yeah, he, it was a lot of drinks. Too. It was a lot. <laughs> it was drinks a, and shots. Did he have ulterior motives? <laughs> uh, he did not get laid. I did not put out, Jay. <laughs> That's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I kept it in the pants this time. I, I, I plead the fifth, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Daniel Hopner might have hopped my bones. Oh. Hot bones? Yeah. <laughs> No, dude, guy was, dude is cool. Yeah, he was super cool. Dude was super cool. Like, there's a point in time where my phone died and I didn't know where, I, if I was gonna find Jake. Or not. Oh yeah, that was the most chaotic moment. It was YouTube. fucking chaotic, dude. It was like my phone fucking died and I told Jake to meet me at this one area and then I was like, oh shit, dude. Okay, I don't know if he's, and we waited there for a while, so I was like, okay, fuck, let's see if Jake's car is still there. We'll wait by the car. I like I would have just left. I know. No, <laughs> no, so like we went to the car and fucking Hopner fucking chilled with me like the whole fucking time and awesome. shit. And then uh, after that, fucking Jake showed up to the car. Then we we went to the we went back to the bar. We went back to the Funimation bar and fucking uh, me, Jake, and then the comic slobs and Hopner. We all fucking drank and shit. Yeah. And then we watched those fucking furries fucking eat rocks. Yeah, that was super <laughs> fucked up. Dude, that was so fucking weird. There's like some fucking like people in cosplay that look like furries and shit. And there was like behind us, like in this bar, there was like this like zen rock garden and shit. Uh-huh. And these fucking furries with these fucking masks and shit would take these rocks and put them in their mouths. And then they'd like spit them out. It was so weird. <laughs> It, but it was normal because it was at C2E2. Right, right. Like, that's the thing that you would expect. Yeah, like, you rocks. You, yeah, like, all of a sudden, like, okay, I'm at C2E2. Why not turn around and see furries fucking spitting up rocks? <laughs> Is uh, Hopner a Chicago native? I was too drunk to retain that. He's, time. he, yeah, he, he lives around there. Okay. He lives around there. That's cool. We'll definitely have to kick it again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Meet, meet us up again. Like, meet us uh, again next year. Yeah, we're doing our probably Great America trip again. Yeah, we're going to do a Great America trip. So we'll give the date of that in the show. It'd be sweet if you'd come out there. Yeah. Buy us some Goliaths. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we love them Goliaths. <laughs> yeah, we can get that drink. Jankowski can fucking meet us up. Uh, meet us up. Oh, uh, yeah. Vinny Riot. Yeah, Vinny Riot. He can meet up with us again. I said it. There you go. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> Last email. I know, dude. <laughs> Shakes elated. <laughs> it comes from Jay Poke. I just got a boner. I know. It comes from Jay Poke. Hey guys, so Speaking I have of boners. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> hey guys, so I haven't emailed in a while, but after seeing Dawn of Justice, I wanted to hit a couple of points with you guys. First off, I agree that Gal Gadot was amazing, considering no one on Earth wanted her in the role when she was cast. Dude, me and you, 
We froze it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I was fine with it. I was fine. I with wasn't it. like Tupperware. Me it. either. Me, me, both me and you. We were like, let's freeze it and wait until and let's see how she does. At the time, I hadn't seen any of the Fast and the Furious yes, movies. Me I, I'd never seen anything she was in. Right. The only one that was flipping the fuck out about it was Frank. Frank. Yeah. Because yeah. of like her visually, like because of the wig, which yeah. she still had. Well, that all of a sudden ev- he loved. And then everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course Dan West, because like you know he wants a Wonder Woman. Ranking. Oh yeah, her knockers weren't big enough. Bop around her big old titties in the old garage, you know? <laughs> That's all Dan West cares about, you Jake know? Jake Harmon just wanted to see a little nip. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know who Wonder Woman is. He's so obsessed with Squirrel Girl. <laughs> he don't even know who Wonder Woman is. Yeah, she shows the well, nip all the time. Yeah. <laughs> slutty. I saw a lot of hot Squirrel Girls at C2E2, though. Hot? Yeah. Hot yeah. Squirrel Girls? There's a couple of them. I didn't see any hot ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one running around that looked like she might have rabies, but... I saw a few I'd have shown my nuts to. (laughs) More like acorns, but... um... (laughs) You don't know my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He says, uh, I agree that Ben Affleck did a fairly good job, but I have to say, after seeing how dark they went with Bruce, I still would have rather seen Anson Mount in the role. Mm. I applaud that choice, sir. So my big point is something you guys touched on just a bit in last week's podcast. I think the biggest single mistake in this film was to not make Bizarro the villain. Uh, it would have been a better fit with Lex creating him. Also, much bigger point is that it would have vindicated Batman for his concerns about Superman. If Bizarro had been the big bad in this film, then Batman looks like a genius. His issues was uh, his issue was never personal with Superman. His issue was the possibilities of unchecked power. Also, it would have been amazing because Batman would have been able to play a much larger part in the final fight because he spent all this time setting up traps for Superman based on his weaknesses. The let's see here. The second they team up, these traps can now be used on Bizarro. It would also have made the whole creation of the Justice League make a lot more sense because the three of them would have to come to the realization that none of them by themselves could stop the next threat of this magnitude. Hmm. And that is from... Fuck, we got another email after this. God damn it. No. Sorry for the length, but the Bizarro thing just seemed (laughs) awesome to me and wanted to get your opinions. That's from... uh... Yeah, I mean, we didn't... We said... Bizarro was like the better of the two evils. I think we kind of shit on both ideas, but we said we, we'd rather Doomsday yeah. not be wasted in the last 10 right. minutes of a movie. Yeah. That if you're going to waste one of these characters, it, I, I still don't think we like the Bizarro I think that the movie should have been Batman v Superman. Yeah, exactly. Leave Lex out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Leave have Af- another movie in the last 20 minutes. Leave Affleck out of it too. Oh. Oh, I just said it. You, Shot- need, to, you oh. need to see it again. You'll be sucking that Affleck shot. <laughs> Shots fired. God forbid. Shots I don't, fired. God forbid I don't fucking, fucking uh, love everything that Hollywood puts out for us. The shade. The God shade. forbid I don't fucking buy into everything that they fucking throw at us. God forbid. And have reasons to back it up too, but you know, you know what, and, and what he said about the personal thing—it was overshadowed. I mean, it was personal. He destroyed one of his buildings with his people in it, so it was a personal issue for Bruce at that point. Yeah, but it was over overshadowed by other things. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. There was a personal issue there somewhere. Yeah, but then we got Senate meetings and we got fucking let's take a trip to fucking uh, the Indian Ocean. Let's go to Africa. Let's what's Dora the Explorer doing in fucking India right now? Let's go check that shit out. Yeah, yeah. fucking you know my, you know you might where's Carmen San Diego? Let's find out where that fucking bitch is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keeping tabs on Waldo. It's fucking, yeah, so where's Waldo at? You know, let's fucking jump all over the goddamn globe. Yeah, yeah. they did. And fucking let's not get any fucking momentum going with this Batman v Super. Superman story, but let's fucking fill in the blanks with all this other fucking bullshit. Yeah. Ooh, the bullet. Exactly. Oh, yeah, let's fucking follow this fucking bullet story because that was so goddamn intriguing. <laughs> you know what? Let's, fu- let's fucking, let's fucking, let's get Bullet Bill's origin story while we're at it. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> fucking Nintendo fuckboy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, man. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, God. Is the next email a Batman v Superman email? Yeah, it's No, man, no. I veto it. Andy Babcock. uh, I'm not reading it next week. I'm done. I'm done. I'm reading this now. We're getting out of here. All right. I'm shitting all over this. Andy Babcock says, hello, leftovers. Watch Batman v Superman and listen to your reviews. Am I the only person bothered by Thomas Wayne's presence in this universe? The Batman I know is defined as an orphan raised by Alfred. Having a dad around until he is in his 40s changes everything. What movie did he watch? I have no fucking clue. That's a weird thing. Yeah, I have yeah, no idea. Thomas Wayne was killed when he was a kid. Yeah. But he's saying, like, is he saying that Thomas Wayne being in his 40s? I don't I don't know. It kind of sounds like that's what he's saying, but Bruce was still a kid, so what does it matter? Yeah. How yeah. old he was. Okay, does he think that... That, that Thomas Wayne was the guy named Jack that was in the building that got killed? Does uh, that... But why would he call his dad Jack? Well, I guess he called his fucking mom Martha. I don't know. Yeah. Hold on. He says, they showed scenes from inside the Batcave, right? You mean the one under Stately Wayne Manor, a.k.a. your daddy's house? Bruce should not have all the Wayne fortune if he was never an orphan. By now... He what should. the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. He says, by now he should have been on his own with his own damn house. <laughs> his dad died when he was a kid in this. Right. Yeah, he was an orphan. All the stuff was left to him. Yes. Did Thomas know Bruce was training all those years to avenge his mother? How is Bruce Spade? They both died. They both died, Does dude. he think he's Alfred? Does he think he Thomas- was the first to get shot? Right. His dad in this version was the fucking... He went to go take a swing at dude. Mm. He got shot first. And then Martha, she fucking, uh, fucking the anal beads all over the place. <laughs> There's anal beads all over the goddamn ground. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do, I do, I do. Yeah, this email's crazy. Yeah, this email's... I wish we'd have gone with my first instinct. No, this read it. Batman v Superman, it makes more sense in this email. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. He said, did Thomas know... Did Thomas know Bruce was training all those years to avenge his mother? How was Bruce spending all this money without Daddy finding out? Dad's dead. It's his money. Uh, you mean to tell me Bruce has spent all these years making a name and fortune of his own to spend while training to be the bat? Yeah, fucking right. He has to be... <laughs> what movie did this guy see? I don't know. He is... I don't know. He has just been playing superhero in his daddy's basement. I can picture mid-twenties Bruce going to dad to ask, can I please get a Batwing? I have a, I have a pilot's license and everything. If Tom and Bruce 
both miss Martha so damn much, then why is why is Bruce so tight with Alfred when he should be bonding with Thomas? Because Thomas is dead. Where else was he in the movie? Yeah, he's not Jay. He's Hold not going to bond with a dead body. <laughs> I can't say you don't know me because you do know me. (laughs) What the hell? Where the hell else was Thomas Wayne? But dead. Andy, 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 Andy is a Andy is a dedicated listener and uh, a a member of the Leftover Army. But Andy is clearly an idiot. Andy, Andy, hold on, hold on. No, no, Andy, listen, dude. Dude, you clearly, like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Go see the movie sober. Go see the movie sober. Seriously, I don't know what happened. But there was a point here in this movie where, like, fucking, maybe maybe you were sitting behind Zacharias Zacharias and Jeremiah McQuarter, and those guys were like, what's going on? And you're listening to those guys, and you must have missed the part where fucking Thomas gets fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> or when Zacharias said that Thomas just got shot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and where he never to... appears again. <laughs> Except the second time they show him get shot. Getting killed again just to drive the point home that he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, dude, I'm sorry, dude. Um, you got a complete completely different experience than anyone else than anyone else that <laughs> I watched agree. this movie if, if, if what he describes was the case i would have thought that was stupid too yeah <laughs> i would have thought that was stupid too but you watched a completely different movie i don't know probably a better one yeah <laughs> actually i would actually pay for your experience yeah i leaving the theater and being like oh my god dude fucking thomas lived elseworlds yeah, yeah that's thomas fucking lived. Shit. yeah yeah like, holy shit. Yeah, Flashpoint. Yeah. That was a great story. It was a great story. Fucking Thomas using guns and shit. Yeah, yeah. that was fucked up. Awesome. His costume was sweet, too. Yes. V- very cool costume. Uh, he says, uh, I can picture a mid-20s Bruce going to dad to ask, can I please get a Batwing? I have a pilot's license and everything. If Tom and Bruce both both miss Martha so damn much, then why is Bruce so tight with Alfred when he should be bonding with Thomas? Because Thomas is dead. He says, orphan Bruce spending inherited money, training, being raised by Alfred, and taking on other orphans as sidekicks equals 60 years of Tupperware. Um, That email was fucked He says, uh, bat douche playing in daddy's basement equals a toss-it. Uh, I first thought about it when he asked Clark, do I own this newspaper or is it the other one? Clark should have said, bitch, until two years ago, your daddy owned the paper, <laughs> not you. What the hell? I don't know, man. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. He says, In this email. He says, but no, dude. You can't take it. No, let's listen to this disillusional email. He says, but hey, I don't like to shit on a good time, so if we are just going to look at past and all this shit... Pass me a glass of that Kool-Aid, I guess. Thoughts? Uh, he says, P.S. Uh, drunk Jason is the shit, not a turd. Oh, yeah, shit. you better. <laughs> don't call me a shit, motherfucker. We're getting late. You don't fucking know me. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. Wow. Fuck. Wow. I don't give a fuck. Wow. I don't give a shit. You don't know me, motherfucker. You never spent time with me. Eat my fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that part he, that part um Andy did not imagine. 
<laughs> that was real, motherfucker. That's the, that's the only thing in this email that actually happened was the part where Jay said uh, to another listener that you could eat shit out of my ass. That uh, was an that was an open invitation. Fucking shit out of his fucking yes, ass. Yes, you can eat fucking shit out of my fucking ass. This is an open invitation. <laughs> Mr. Leroy Jenkins. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Let me get some wires to soak that up with. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember, you could get shoelaces, pins, and buttons by using the code Pop Culture Leftover. No, but was it Pop Culture? <laughs> pop Culture. It's, it's, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's pop culture. Dude, Andy Babcock did not watch this movie. No, he like had a fever dream. Yeah, yeah I wonder if he like had a concussion. No, he had like a Batman Bruce Wayne vision. Ah. Yeah. Like he was fucking like downloading some program, fell asleep, <laughs> woke up and felt like, "Oh, Thomas never died." <laughs> dude, that's fucked up, dude. Andy, dude, watch the movie again, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you owe yourself. Cause man. like, they're, like, he clearly dies and he like looks at Martha and it's like, Martha. And then he fucking dies. And yeah, shit. it sounds like some fictional part that he saw was like, yeah, the, the ruiner of the whole movie for him. Maybe he watched the R-rated version and uh... it's rated R cause Thomas really lives. <laughs> man, that's crazy. <laughs> That should be rated R. That's what the R means. <laughs> Thomas really lives. Because it's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> rated R for being fucked up. Yeah. R for rank. All right. All we know is that Andy Babcock, you don't know this fucking movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Eat my fucking shit out of my, out of my fucking ass. I'm sorry, Jay. Oh, no, you're not. No, uh, you're not. That's amazing. Uh, you shouldn't be embarrassed. That's amazing. Uh, uh, Eat my fucking shit out of my fucking ass. Jay, they should have sent a poet. He's yeah, a regular Longfellow. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Where did that come from? Oh Jesus! No, there was some built-up rage in I, there. I don't ever want to. What was going on? He was, there? He was like the Batman <laughs> coming out of retirement. He was better than Ben Affleck. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Eat fucking shit out of my fucking ass. You can eat the shit out of my fucking ass. <laughs> is what you said. Fucking Suck dick. my fucking dick. Eat shit out of my ass. You, don't know you just me, no. Seriously, you have access to every orifice of my body. Whatever, whatever's coming out of any orifice, you have 100% access to fucking ingest it. That's basically what you said. You can fucking suck snot out of my nose. You can, I mean, you can fucking eat shit out of my ass. Yeah, lick the fucking earwax out. Lick the earwax out. You know, shit, I'm sweating. Go ahead and suck on those pores. <laughs> Whatever you want. You I have got some dingleberries. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got full fucking access. Knock yourself out. There you go. There you go. You got the fucking uh, VIP fucking pass. Yeah, it's like VIP, a buffet. VIP pass to my ass. Here uh, you go. I was being pretty positive then is what you're saying. <laughs> I was like, here, have at it. <laughs> Dude, no, it started off. All for you. It started off okay. It started off okay. I think I set you off. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, 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 I was like, dude, this guy is calling you a turd and you're totally cool with it. 
And then you were that dude. Then you were like, "Well, fuck you, motherfucker! I don't, you don't fucking know me. You can't say shit about Brian. You can't say shit about Jake. Yeah, yeah. You don't know me. You don't know Jake. You don't know. Oh my god, dude! You just fucking you turned into like an episode of Jerry Springer. You were fucking like up there and shit. Like you don't know me. I'm a fucking good mother. I take care of my kids." And I was just like, dude, where the fuck is this fucking going? Vodka. That was crazy. <laughs> That's vodka, baby. <laughs> we don't know vodka. Don't drink vodka. <laughs> don't drink in podcasts. No, yeah, no. God, unless you're drinking it out of Jay's ass. <laughs> <laughs> then it's okay. That's all My right. My fucking ass. Just fucking drink it. <laughs> All right, and just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, Eat you don't shit. fucking know me, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking, you don't fucking know me. You can eat shit out of my ass. Suck my motherfucking dick, you leftover piece of shit. And we'll see you next week. Later. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't wanna be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good it toss it, good it taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it Can't erase it, let's embrace it Tupperware party Subculture spill over Like a vulture carryover Counterculture pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say has already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers podcast that original and good have already been done before so we should separate the wheat from the shaft and we're the shaft the crap even though we're the shit Woo! we're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids it, it, it's a trap good and toss it good and taste it do we love it hey let's fix it can't erase it let's embrace the tupperware party Culture spill over like a vulture carryover, counterculture pushover, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover, counterculture pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. sure the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture leftovers.